right now. I can sit there and tell you 100%. I am grateful for every bad thing that happened to me because without all that bad, I wouldn't be able to counsel or help the people that I help. You're listening to Find the Good News, Episode 63, The Pulpit of Hypocrisy, featuring Darren Paul Hanks. Find the Good News is produced by Parker Brand Creative Services, a branding agency that thinks sideways, pushes forward, and gets your brand up. See what else we do at parkerbrandup.com. Thanks for tuning in to Find the Good News. Today I get to share my visit with a highly requested individual and my good friend, Darren Paul Hanks, the man behind the 1221 Studio Art Drops and Open Door Art Gatherings. I was reminded of so many great times, but I also learned that some smiles mask unhappy truths. Darren is open and honest in this talk, and I think you'll find a lot of value in this sit down at the right round table. Next week's episode features Mary Vaughn. Mary has been bringing mindful breathing and meditation into Southwest Louisiana classrooms, and our visit is just lovely. I'm 100% in support of what she's doing, and I think you'll enjoy learning about her efforts as well. You may have heard, but we're currently doing interviews for our new Beacon series of podcasts through Find the Good News. Through our Beacon series, we'll be bringing you conversations of good people doing good works that are outside of our region. The mission and focus of these conversations remains the same. I'm making an honest effort to boost the good news signal and send more good news out further than ever before, but also bringing good news from other areas into our region. So wherever you're listening, stay tuned to good news. I may be reaching out to you. That's all I want to tell you about today. It's time to make some new connections, look for the things that bind us, build some bridges, tell some truth, and press play on a little good news. When I moved back home almost 15 years ago, I found myself in the bardo of becoming. Old things in my life were passing away, familiar relationships had vaporized, new experiences were right in front of me, and with that came new people. I was fortunate in that the gravity of the bardo drew good people into my life, and one of those people was Darren Paul Hanks. Darren and I were fast friends, immediately finding we had a variety of things in common. We connected over entertainment, comic books, and even worked in the same creative industry. Darren was jolly and a willing helper, sensing the needs of others and selflessly offering assistance in whatever capacity he could. Years passed by, our circle of friends grew, and when Darren would arrive, you knew that a certain type of joy and love had arrived as well, no matter what we were doing. Time passes and things change, and friend groups dissolve, but many of the bonds are forged of more resilient materials. That's the type of friend bond I feel with Darren Hanks, the kind that survives as the world around us changes. I've held Darren in high regard for a long time now. He has seen my children grow. He stood beside me as my best man when I married Michelle. He loved us as we welcomed a new child into the world. He's a good man, so I wasn't surprised when many people asked me to bring him in for a visit on Find the Good News, not even realizing that I had a long pre-existing relationship with the man. I learned many things I did not know about this man that I call my friend. For all the love that he shares with the world through his personal 1221 Studios brand, Darren has struggled for so long to find love for himself. So much of this great love for others has come from a deep-seated and skewed personal view of himself. In sharing his love for others through his open-door art nights and art drops, Darren has settled into the best version of who he is and has found comfort, even love for this man that he has become. 
While he often says that he speaks from the pulpit of hypocrisy, I tend to believe he instead speaks from the truth derived from true honesty about himself. Darren does the hard work, the deep looking, the wrestling, the digging, the heart and mind work that we should all do. While he's busy working on his life, he still makes time to reach out to others. The wheel of time will turn again, and the bardo of becoming will continue to bring change. But I have this sense that my friendship with Darren will be there through it all. He is an encouragement for anyone that has ever had a negative view of themselves, a reminder that we can all change our minds and hearts, and I am so happy to call him my good friend. Wake up, it's morning. You're dreaming up a story I can hear the way it's going. Cause you're laughing in your sleep on the path to your deliverance and a holy wall of light pouring through your window. Old news, bad news, happy, fake news. Sometimes you just want to shut it all down and get no news at all. With Find the Good News, I aim to change that by focusing on good people doing good work. I visit with artists, educators, civic and spiritual leaders, musicians, business owners, students, volunteers, and everyday citizens who are using their creativity, resources, and talents to bring hope and happiness to their corner of the world. In each episode, I dig into the hearts and minds of my extraordinary guests. We have street-level conversations about relatable things going on in their lives, discover the critical life experiences that shape them, the perspectives that drive them, and the fundamental beliefs that are anchoring them to a path of goodness. There's a lot of news in the world. My name is Orrin Parker, and I'm going to find the good. And I love you just. And we weren't recording, but for everybody yeah. listening, you know, off pod, we were just talking about the nature of friendship versus being there for people, yeah. right? I mean, yeah, more, yeah. So I think that's interesting because I was like, well, yeah, I get it because I mean, there's a difference between being there for somebody at this table and then being a friend that that you're there all the time for thick and thin you know happiness sadness you know when the weather changes that's a whole different thing like you to me i mean if i just sit and think about you i I mean i have all these good thoughts i mean just so many good thoughts and i don't see you all the time well it's funny it's funny you say that because i was actually had a question for you before we really started yeah uh it was like um how how do you see me yeah you know and then because we've been friends for a while now. Oh, yeah. Right? And I kind of forced my friendship on you when y'all did that move. And I was like, hey, man, we're going to help you move. You know? So, yeah. But but you know what I mean? Though? Like, it, Yeah. What do I see? What, what do what I perceive you, what, you as? And then eventually you'll learn, obviously, more about me than you probably ever wanted to know. So. Well, yeah, man. Okay. That's a good way to start, actually. I'm, I'm, but, I can answer that. But you know that. how you do the intros, you know? And, and when yeah. you sent me that message, you talked about how... Uh, you, how you perceive somebody uh-huh. so sitting across from a friend that we've yeah. been friends for a long time and there's some things you probably won't know about me no i'm know, sure so, dude but uh, well i mean you're the kind of friend to me like what i consider real friendship like really i've i've had friends in my life people that I go oh they're friends and they're friends for a time yeah but like my friend dan yeah. You know, you've heard me talk about my buddy Dan. Uh, you know, and tell you stories. The ninja or yeah. like with the palm tree. Yeah. <laughs> well, if I tell you about Dan, 
Is that I, what it was? It, we, it was, we, it was, he was <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I'm, I'm going to call him on the spot. I'm going to call tell one of Dan's story. He was trying to toughen his shins up, so he went out to the uh, tallow tree and did uh, the Jean-Claude Van Damme That's what it was. kickboxer okay. training. I <laughs> love that story, man. That but is. when I tell you that story, it's like you can probably tell that I really think a lot of it. No, absolutely, man. Because right? you put a lot of And I can tell, even when listening to this, I'm up to... Uh, I think like episode sixty right now. Yeah, I, I, I do consecutive. Oh, damn, I do. You've, con- you've listened to a lot of. Them. I, I watch them in consecutive order, though. Oh, like, okay. I can't, You're I can't a break it. Yes, like, absolutely. Okay. And I don't know. It was uh, it's Brainy's. Brainy. That yeah. was sixty. Um, is that 50s? She's something. in the fifties. Okay, then so it's like fifty something. Yeah. But uh, anyway, I can tell in your voice when you get really excited. There's an Orin voice that I can hear. And well, like, you know, because we hung up out. About yeah. That. yeah, and it was like uh, I think it was in a uh, Ronnie collins episode yeah you gonna play something for me and i was i was like dude he's all fired up right now so yeah well, so, dude, you know. i mean how many other people there's nobody else that's been on this show that i have hung out with as many times as you i mean yeah. you and i have we've we've laughed i mean dude you you came over and cooked that beautiful stew and for my bachelor party you were my for, best man in my wedding and i forgot you didn't like shrimp but but, but it didn't matter but hey you know what it changed my life because yeah. i eat shrimp now well you said i heard you talking another episode of, and look i, I got details of episodes you talk about how as long as it's cooked down yeah cooked whatever, down. Yeah, so and that was but, good man and then yeah. the eggs i'd never had eggs in a yeah, stew and i started man. putting my gumbo so like in that those are small things that we i think can uh we can throw them away and go oh this is the way my life is now like i when i make my gumbo i put eggs in yeah. it that don't seem like it's important but when somebody eats my gumbo and then they go the other day in fact Girl yeah. came over with one of Jonah's friends. She scooped and she goes, oh, there's eggs in there. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and I just didn't think about it. But you sitting here, I go, every time I've made that yeah. since the day you did it, now I do it. That's, right. that's part yeah. of my little story. You know what yeah, I mean? And those are, the, those are the details that are like, I think those are the things we forget about sometimes yeah. about relationships. It's like, oh, we're waiting for the big romance of a relationship or the big hug, you know, yeah. or the big like... Uh, red letter dates on the calendar, but it's that small little stuff like that that yeah. rubs off, man. But I think it's, uh, I think for me and everything, it's uh, little details, man. Yeah. I'm a very detail oriented person, and it's like the little things, I'll notice things, and it almost to the level of creepy. Like, I, I remember uh, people when I meet them, the outfit they were wearing, like if there's a certain <sighs> yeah. color, and people are just like a uh, stalker. No. <laughs> or like, you know, serial killer type. Yeah. You know? But anyway, it's, uh, but I do, I remember You're paying attention. And it makes, and, and then it's like, to me, I find little connections like that. Yeah. You know? And like you said, the big hug is important, just as important as the small details, but I really appreciate the small details like that, you know? Just, oh, yeah. Um, Hey man, the first time we met, like when I found out you were a comic book guy, that's right. right. <laughs> and you, you, I mean, I have, I have your art piece for my birthday uh, on my oh, wall, wow, on my dude. art wall. Oh, and I still it, have your stuff. Too. It was the, uh, it was the, uh, the heroes we kind of met over, like that's the right. congregation. It was uh, Captain America, yeah, Superman, Green Lantern, and oh, who is I don't uh, remember. God, dude, man, that's. That's terrible, and it's on my well, wall no, right but I there, remember but because see, look for uh, me, Daredevil, Daredevil, yeah, absolutely, street at, level. At at that time, I think uh, when we first met, I think uh, it was the at was the beginning when, of the Brubaker run. Huh? Yeah, that's right, because uh, Bucky was taken over uh, Captain America. When America's. we came, uh, and that was the whole Winter Soldier. I can remember you and I sitting. We were at um, the, the wharf. 
yeah. a Cajun's Wharf. Is that what it's called? Oh man, yeah. That was that was when we met. I mean, it was me. You work working at the sign at yeah. Signs now. Yeah, and uh, a bunch of us and me and Michelle and a bunch of other people from yeah. there hung out. And you and I ended up falling in love that night, man. Yeah, we talked dude. romance, <laughs> dude. We we talked comic books the whole See, night, dude. Me for hours and yeah. hours. It was fun, fun, man. But no, that, and that's good times, man. I mean, unfortunately, I don't collect anymore, man. I, have oh, I don't this, either. I have this I massive set of just. Now I read the news to kind of keep up. Yeah. But, uh, Sad that I lost touch with that. Nah, but you know, but, you know what, man, man it just it happens. I do the yeah. same thing. I mean, I collected though from matter of fact, uh, Kevin at Paper Hero. You know that story? No. Uh, uh-uh. Okay, so he opened up uh, in Jennings. Um, he opened up Final Frontier Trading Court. Okay, before he had Paper Hero. Yeah. Okay. And, and I rode my bicycle, man. So oh, you told dude, me. I rode my this. bicycle over there. Right. <laughs> I was his first customer um, at Final Frontier. Well, when he closed down, I completely heartbroken, man. You know, because we used to ride our bicycles to K&B and yeah. get our comics off yeah, the, the spinner, spinner racks. racks. Yeah. yeah. So when we finally had a comic shop, I was so fired up, man. I was yeah. like, this is my love, you know. And then uh, uh, fast forward several years down the road, um, I showed up to Paper Heroes one day. And by this time, I'd like to tell you my grown man, you know. But <laughs> um, So I walk in there and I see Kevin. I'm like, what's he doing here? And he was like, hey, man, I'm Kevin. Uh, you know, uh, I bought Paper Heroes, you know, blah, blah. I was like, I know who you are. And he was like, uh. He remembered. <laughs> and, and I told him, and he was like, holy cow, man. He was like, really? A real so I rode, customer. I rode my bicycle for the first time. And I may have stayed there for years. But anyway, that's little nerd story for no me, i man. love that man. i didn't know if i'd ever told you that though but, but dude there you go how awesome is this okay like paper heroes that's the way stories interconnect with each other i've been talking about that and thinking about it a lot lately like who am i in somebody else's story because yeah. i think i was listening to chris delia's stand up one night and i mean it was meant to be funny but he kind of made a point about it was called, his stand up called the man on fire okay and he was talking about that movie with denzel washington yeah right on. And he was saying, and I'm, I'm going to make it probably, he was going for comedy, but I took something different away <laughs> oh, from hey, it, man. you know? He was like, you know, we all think we're the man on fire. Man. You know, we're the main character in the story, in our story. But the reality is, in other people's story, you're not the man on fire. You know, no, you're man, just the guy in the background. Yeah, like if you get a credit. You That's know? <laughs> right. And I started thinking about that, and I was like, God, who, who am I? In, as a as a I guess as a mindfulness practice like who am I in other people's story which yeah. goes back to what you asked me like how do I see you because yeah. you're in my story right on. and I'm in your story so how do you see, what character am I to you you know it's it's interesting yeah. to, to play those roles and, and what you're talking about with paper heroes makes me think of that because you know that's a that's a bonding connection if you had never went in kevin's original store and, yeah. and started going to paper heroes that may have not have fueled your your passion for comics at that time yeah. same for me because paper heroes for me was inside hometown furniture here in sulfur all right and it was john christensen he owned it okay and so my dad and i went in there one day to do something with furniture and i was in junior high and i i'd never seen long boxes of comics i didn't know i, mean, yeah. I was a kid you know same. k and b was work same yeah. thing at spinner rack that's a well, memory for me you and know? i feel like uh, it was a privilege when we got to drive my mom would drive us to lake charles and we'd go to bookworms apple oh i remember that and we'd yeah. walk in and they had this sm- i love the smell of new comic books man oh yeah i know dude. it's probably weird no but. i remember the old and especially <laughs> the, the old newsprint pages the color with the yes, dots man. and all that man it was 
just but, a different time. But yes, I didn't know that they had another place. Though. Well, yeah. See, so he was there, and I was blown away. I couldn't leave that furniture store, so I would do the same thing. I'd ride my bike into town from way out on Houston River Road. It's like 15 miles from here. Oh, and wow. I, would, I would ride it into town, and I'd stay there all day, dude. And I was just fascinated because John had all these sketches like by Mike Grell and, yeah. and different artists. And so it was fueling. I guess I felt lucky. Now, he yeah. moved to Lake Charles eventually on okay. Kirkman. And I guess as before, he sold it to Kevin. But, All right. But, uh, you know, it's again, it's just those connections. Like if we both hadn't have had those two separate two separate cities yeah, man. fueling that at the same time. And then when we meet that we finally meet, it, it creates this real cool. And even you saying that about the KC, KMB spinner rag, like, yeah. I mean, it gets me excited because I was just telling my wife, yeah. I said, man, KMB was a big part of my childhood, man. Those purple yeah. signs and going in there well, and standing in that magazine aisle reading them comics. Absolutely. And, that, and, and the A&P, you know, like I was telling see, somebody. Okay. Uh, what's that? A&P was the grocery store portion of it. So, you know, Oh, like, we didn't have that. K&B was like here, the, uh, KB, K&B would be like a CVS or Walgreens. Mm-hmm. And A&P would be like a market basket. But anyway, um, Mom used to bring us there, and I was telling somebody they like to drink community coffee. Mm-hmm. Well, at the end of the A&P, uh, whatever, the conveyor belts, yeah. they had the uh, community coffee machines where you pour your beans in there, and you'd, oh, yeah, and you'd grind it. You know? But anyway, my mom has one of those. So I just that's it was cool, cool, man. But that's what yeah. it was. It was K&B and A&P next to each other, man. Isn't that neat? Yeah, man. But it's... You know, and weird because my memory is normally pretty terrible, <laughs> Those, <laughs> even to this day. But that matters to yeah, you. So. It's, it's how our, I think that's interesting how memory works. Uh, I was just meditating on that the other day on a morning walk. I was thinking about magnetic uh, dust. You know, sometimes you have a magnet and it's in like an old toolbox or something. Yes. And, you know, then you go to pull it out and there's all these little yeah. filaments. Yeah. And I think memories are like that sometimes. It's like this was very important. And so it draws like more yeah, details around it. You very know? interesting to think about that. And uh, something along the lines of memory. Somebody said the other day, uh, and I mean, I, I, I'm going to fail to recall where it was from, but they talked about memory. They're like. You're not actually remembering the moment. You're remembering the memory of the moment. Oh, and yeah. I, was, I was like very, I, I was very deep and I, it, it kind of messed my head up a little bit. I was like, like how's it now remembering it better? I, yeah. And so I don't know. Yeah. Well, you know, thought, and, and you, you're gonna have to reel me in, man. No, dude. Once hey. we start talking one thing, I, <laughs> I'll, I'll start off at Taco Bell and then end it up at the the Rapture or something, man. We well, dude, <laughs> our conversations have always went this way. Actually, to be, I mean, to be honest, and not to you know get too sentimental too quick, because Lord knows I can. But um, I think about you and Jason and Chad and Tom and those times at our house watching Supernatural. I, I was like, today, hey, this is literally Terror Road Gang. Terror Road Gang. Look, I told, I told myself i was like I've, i can't not bring it up because honestly yeah, now how the the show's ending you know yeah hey man i haven't watched tv in four years man wow but but dude but it, it is a memory though no it is no it, and, and it's I, dense I, like the magnetic memory that right? is one of the only things that i actually miss about tv four years running right now no tv yeah but like uh, i i need to close it out so um, I think I'm going to go buy all the seasons. And just kind of get man. caught up. Yeah. Well, dude, I mean, honestly, there's no doubt the show is definitely not what it was when we all first started watching yeah. it. But that mm-hmm. show, and I watched a tribute today about it, and the tribute was done really well. And it talked about the main theme of that show is family. Yeah. And that even though there wasn't a family in place when they started filming it 15 years later, there is a family now. They're They're like brothers. And I listened to them on Michael Rosenbaum's podcast recently, and they both... They live by each other now in Texas, yeah. in Austin, and it's like 
he asked him, are they still going to be friends? You know, he thinks after he goes, what are you talking about? He's like, he's my brother now, like after all this time. And so I guess that's kind of how I feel about everybody in that group that used to come over to watch that show. I was like, man, we bonded so tightly. I have just a lot of, a lot of good memories. man. It was a lot of fun, you know, of course, then we invaded your household, but I mean, (laughs) well, life changes, dude. I mean, we, we all have kids and then, well, well, (laughs) not that I know of, man, (laughs) but you know what I mean? Like life just shifts. And I remember that time and how it was like, well, you know, Evan came along and then we couldn't have this late nights and yeah, it was like nah, man, it's, man it just isn't uh nah, it, it, feasible and, hey man like you said it's uh, and things supplant that like you mean you have a family yeah know, something that i mean I, I don't i have a family you know and i have like my friend brothers and things like yeah, that yeah but don't have like an immediate uh like or not not immediate but like from own you know no wife no kids which is something that can be uh that's pretty deep for me man like uh, as i get older and you know i like we talked about earlier, you know, like I I know that eventually I'm a goner, man. You we know, all I mean, it, com- it comes for all of us, all right? Of us, that's right? And I don't I don't sit there and dwell on it every day and be like, oh, I'm gonna die one day. No, I know it's gonna happen, right? You know? Right. But uh, the thought of uh, being a father, man, um, and we I know we're probably about to tread in some deep water here, but uh, being a father, like having a legacy, yeah, uh, it, it affects me a lot, man. Like I don't to share too much. I don't know if. Um, and I've never tested, but I don't know if I can even biologically have kids. You don't know if you can. I don't. And I, it's probably something I should get checked on, you know. Uh, maybe I don't because out of fear. You know, afraid of that answer. Mm, are, you, are, do you, are you really? Yeah. Um, actually, uh, but, but, you know, uh, there's a lot. There's good in it, too, man, because I, I know that there's love I can give elsewhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it well, kinda, that's a choice, too, to do yeah. that. Some people and, wouldn't think that. And see, like, because there's adoption, right? Yeah. Um, and this is, might sound ugly, but like, uh, and, and I guess people who don't or who have kids will never understand this. Even if I adopt or um, I just become really good um, mentors or friends with my friends' kids and such, um, I feel like there would be a lacking of something. You know what I mean? It, there's not the biological connection. I know it doesn't mean I would love those kids any less. You right, know what I right. mean? Not at all, man, because I, I have a strong uh, passion for kids. Uh, that's something that, um, you know, any anytime I meet somebody with kids, uh, you know, it's, I try to be a person for them, you know, because sometimes people have trouble talking to their parents. I did. You know, I know. I, oh, yeah, sure. And it wasn't, wasn't because they weren't open. It was just because of me. I was always afraid to look a certain way. Uh, and they never made that idea in my head you know i created that own you know but anyway some fear there but um that's something that that affects me a bit man about um maybe never being a, a true father i guess if you can call it yeah that, I, that might sound ugly see i that's I, interesting i've i've never actually had a conversation like this with anybody before and it makes me think about how sometimes the opposite thing can maybe happen to people who have kids early on and i could say yeah. and i only can say that about myself so you know, I had sort of the opposite thing happen to me. You know, I got married young yeah. and I married somebody who already had a child. And then very quickly we had another child. And so children were, I mean, it was like, there was no waiting pool. Yeah. It was children right out of it, right out the gate. And I love my children so dearly. I know, man. And I have that's... to precursor what I'm about to say with that, though. Yeah. No, I know you do, man. I see, I see it in your actions and your words, man. I mean, it's... There does come a point, though, I think maybe, and maybe everybody has this, there's still a part of you that says, man, there's maybe other people who could have been, would have been better at this, and maybe I would have been better off not being a father. Like, maybe yeah. I'm not a good 
husband and father that that plagues me yeah. constantly like that's probably one of my big worries and wonders yeah. that i'm probably not a good mate and i'm probably not a great father but see that's you're seeing yourself through your own eyes probably could, so yeah. no i, I would I, mean, I would have to call you on that because and i do the same thing so i'm just as guilty you know yeah it's interesting how, how how other people view us in a certain way and we can't even view ourselves like that. Isn't that you know? something? Like, man, like I was just getting reamed out before I walked in here about my anxiety. <laughs> this person that I've been helping and she called me out and she was like, you need to breathe like you tell me. And just like, she, take your own advice. Yeah, laid into yeah, me. And, yeah. and I'm grateful for that advice, man. She's yeah. been a good friend, you know, lately. Uh, but like that, like, um, you know, she says things about me and compliments me in certain ways. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah, okay, whatever. But to truly believe that, you know, it's hard. Like what you're talking about there, man. Yeah. I, I see you as a, well, I don't want to say a great mate because. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I see your relationship. And I'm, I'm not, look, man, I'm not on the inside. But from what I see with you and Michelle, you're awesome together, man. Y'all, I think y'all are like, what well, you call them? Soulmates, man. Well, we're just and, not, I don't think we're like other I don't know. I don't. It's different with but us. I, I mean, see. I uh, see you a certain way, man. Like I see. I see a good father. I see a good man. I see a caring man, and I see that not just in your words. I see it in your actions, and you're not like a braggart about any of this. You know. I mean, obviously you struggle. Like I think me in some ways too, shoot you, dude. But I mean, uh, but no, no man. I, I refer to you as the uh, a modern day knight, man. Oh, like wow, that, that's dude. how I refer to I, you. And you know what's crazy? So when I talk to people about you, that's how I say. Orn is a modern day uh, knight. Dude, I man. tell people the same. Not not those words. Yeah. I tell people, though, that you're not going to meet anybody better than Darren. Ooh. No, I mean it, dude. I'm going to tell you something. That's like, a bold statement, man. There's that 2 a.m. phone call kind of friend. Like, there's a short list of those people in my life. Yeah. You don't want to base your friendships off of who would help you out in a jam. But no, I, that's, I promise you, yeah. if I call, I know there's like this short, tiny little list of folks. I can, go, I can call this person, this person, or this person. If I am in a real jam, and those are the only people that would... Help me out, no questions yeah. asked. They might ask the questions later. I mean, did you kill somebody? I mean, then I got I got to know <laughs> these. Got to know, right, right, right. Well, but you know do what we I'm a, Do we have a big enough trunk? You know, do we right, have that? Right. Rubber, you know? But who's gonna? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> but who's gonna? Who's gonna do that? And that to me is a sign of, I don't know, just sort of enduring friendship and loyal friendship. Yeah. It's like, hey, you know, I care about you enough, and I trust you because I feel like I know you. You know, indeed. I mean, I think we need to. We jumped right in. That's fine, man. That's, Let's that's pause for a second because I want to tell people. I mean, really and truly, this is kind of a weird one for me because, I mean, obviously, I think you're a good person, yeah. and that and that you what you're doing through twelve twenty one and yeah. you're, the game that you play. I love the art game, and I want to talk about all that. But we'll get there. <laughs> I think the other people who, that know you, and I don't know how they know you. You yeah. know, that's always the thing. Like I go, well, what's their relationship? Who are you in their story versus who you are that yeah. you are in my story? Well, I don't. Hey, man, I don't mind if this thing goes like eight hours long. So I mean, well, hey, <laughs> buckle up because yeah, so here's where it breaking comes. records, man. Other people recommend you to the show, and I go, oh, I know this guy. Right. I mean, that's my first thought is go, I know Darren. And yeah. I reply, I go, yeah, I know him. But then they start telling me why you're the right person to get on the show. And they're, they uh, realize that I know you. Oh, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, they're not okay, going, so hey, your friend Darren. They're going, hey, there's this guy, Darren. That's interesting. So that's what I'm saying. You're, they're coming right. at you and I'm going, oh, I know him. And they're like, oh, but let me tell you. And they start telling me stories I don't know. This about is interesting, you. man. Like, see what uh, I mean? No, because it, it takes that. O- because I thought people knew that me and you were buddies. I don't think so. And that's interesting that that. I, I no. mean, I. You know how like I, I don't really want to know what people think about me. You know, <laughs> right. but it's a scary, it's a scary thought. But sometimes it's interesting. Like you talk about sometimes being that 
person in the booth next to the person in the booth and kind of hearing, the hearing story, their story yeah. but the fly on the wall you know i mean i don't want to hear nothing bad about myself i already, well, no. tell, I already tell my stuff uh myself bad enough stuff well i'll tell you what i think is awesome about it darren is that like i hear these stories these little stories that they would share with me and then i would what i would go is go not surprised by any of that because that lines up with who i know yeah. which is an awesome thing because different people you ever hear something bad about somebody and you go, man, I don't know. That just don't sound like the person I know. You ever had that? See, and, 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 and when it comes to that kind of stuff, like I don't believe in first impressions at mm. all, man. And I'm going to tell you why. And people will argue me down about it. You know, it's because, you know, how they always say you never know what somebody's going through, right? That person could be having the worst day, month, week, year, five years of their lives. If you treat me like junk the first time I meet you, fair enough. I don't think nothing of it, man. Just uh, keep going, right? Yeah. If I meet you again, you know, after about four or five times, then I'm like, okay, this is just how this person probably is. Yeah. And that might kind of and, – and, and so, you know, I usually speak from a, a, my a, – my uh, pulpit of hypocrisy so sometimes <laughs> you know and that and, you know you know seriously man and i might contradict I my i might contradict myself you know and i but there and if i sound like i'm ever lecturing you it's probably because i'm lecturing myself too you know what i, I mean get, yeah me too so that's yeah. it i speak from the pulpit of hypocrisy and uh you know <laughs> did you make that up uh, it might have just i don't know man i might have dude i think you might have just named your episode and i'm happy i know it i'm helped Sorry for interrupting the conversation, but I have something I need to tell you about. You may or may not know this, but this podcast is produced in the city of Sulphur, Louisiana, one of the sister cities that make up Southwest Louisiana. All of my childhood memories are wrapped up in the city of Sulphur. It's my home, and it's been a good home for most of my life. There is a growing diversity of unique businesses, services, and events in Sulphur, each with a rich and colorful story to tell about their particular place in this little jewel on the west side of the Calcasieu River. My mission is to promote good news, to put a positive signal out in the world. That's why my team at Parker Brand Creative Services has created the new brand, Sulphur Today. Here's how it works. Post your Sulphur event, service, photos, videos, or information using the hashtag SulphurToday. That's it. My team and I will scan and curate those posts through the social media platforms we've put in place. Before you make your post, just type hashtag, that's a pound sign for the folks that don't know what a hashtag is, and the words SulphurToday with no space. My team at Parker Brand is monitoring this tag right now, and they're ready to create positive digital curb appeal for our city by sharing all the very best Sulphur has to offer through the Sulphur Today social media pages. As the Sulphur Today project grows, we will be scheduling interviews and video sessions with businesses, events, and services so they can tell their story of Sulphur Today in a series of ongoing micro-documentaries. Look for the eye-catching Sulphur Today sign when you're out in about and be ready we may be stopping by to visit you for a photo op and don't forget to stop by the parker brand creative services studio in sulfur to grab a sulfur today decal for your vehicle or business we want people visiting our area to know that they can find all the wonderful things we have to offer with ease and be a part of our history by utilizing the sulfur today pages or by searching the sulfur today hashtag do you want to help us tell the story of sulfur today Here's what I need you to do right now. Visit and like the Facebook page at facebook.com slash sulfur today. 
and be sure to share positive sulfur information and post often using the hashtag SulfurToday. Now, back to find the good news. <laughs> we already know what my episode is supposed to be named. Is it the Halloween baby? That is it. Yeah, we dude. can get in that later. Got to get into that layer. Let's okay. get into that later. Save I, the I, I, we, we, we 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 jumping around, but that's no all truth though, man. About I mean, you can like subtitle it, you know, the, the Halloween baby. You mean like a? We might be able to do a comic book on it, you know, and have oh, an ongoing. So funny, man. <laughs> but no, but it, it seriously, man. I, I I feel like sometimes I am a hypocrite. Um, I am too. Uh, and and then like you know, you talk about being a good man, right? And people tell me that all the time, and and I'm not saying that to be braggart. You know, this, no, uh, people you, you hear it, and, and it like makes me uncomfortable. To know, and that's sad. How do? You, why would you? Why would that make you uncomfortable? Knowing you're a good person, um, but I think sometimes that you know words and actions are different, though, man. You know, like um, I try to be good in my words and good in my actions, but sometimes my thoughts betray all of that, man. Mm-hmm. And that's probably not an area we're gonna go into. So, well, no, I, I understand. <laughs> that, I just uh, be, I'm trying to keep this. Uh, PG rated, you know. Well, okay. I understand though. I mean, I, I talk about that all, sometimes on on the pod and yeah. sometimes off, but that's something that I think is worth struggling with. You know, we were talking about this at work the other morning about violent thoughts or yeah. angry thoughts. We were talking about actually, we were talking about it, it came up in the context of spanking your children, yeah. and we were talking about it, and I said, you know, I don't spank my children. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that if we, you know, we teach them that a solution is things are solved by taking a violent action. Now there's going to be people that are going to disagree no, with that. Truthfully, I, I slightly disagree, man, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to be like, Oh, or nothing with his kid. Right. You know, I'm not going to sit there and throw lightning bolts but at you. Came, because what of came that, up you know? with it was like, if you have the propensity towards violence, let's yeah. say, and then you're not wrestling with those violent thoughts, the simple yeah. action of discipline where you think you're disciplining your kid can, can sort of, escalate into actual violence and okay. move beyond discipline and into sort of this strange sadism yeah and, no, and I, 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 does I that can, make sense no absolutely man so that's like a, when I, I and what stimulated that for me was a story about someone who made a special paddle to it was like designed like to hurt more but it was for spanking kids okay and, that's uh, and i saw okay and then as we it caught brought up stories like of well yeah my parent has this thing or my dad had a special belt that was yeah. you know thinner and it caused more lashes and and i thought just take that for a moment and go, I'm designing a better weapon yeah. to inflict more pain on my child. You can say it's discipline, but yeah, the minute yeah. you start designing that as a better weapon, I, I, you've I, moved I, I into... Follow you. yeah. I said, you know, I'm not against discipline. I just was kind of going... So I guess I'm getting off track. No, no, it's fine. It gets it's into just, a deeper wormhole. Bro, we, welcome to jump around. Man. I was like, just obviously. thinking about, about my own thoughts because yeah. I have violent thoughts yeah. or angry thoughts or somebody does something to me and you, can't, and you have these moments of imagination where you're like, man, I could do this or I could say yeah. that or I know this about them and there's all these little... Tasty, juicy. I would never shoot them, but I could murder them with How the could fart I get or them something. Back. You know? <laughs> yeah, but you know what I mean. Those little, those little insidious yeah. thoughts that are lurking around. And I thought, you know, that's the kind of stuff that for me, I I have them, but I want to wrestle. I do want yeah. to wrestle with them. Oh, yeah. I don't want to be like they're. Um, it's almost like a little cheerleader zone yeah. in your mind somewhere. That's like, yeah, 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 go, 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 get them, get them, get them. I don't want to listen to those. Yeah, guys. you don't want to be a puppet of your no, thoughts, man. I don't want to be no, that way. So when I have those, especially those, I yeah. see them. I go, oh, I know what you are. 
you you want to mess me all up. Yeah. You know no, what I mean? I mean, I, and look, man, thoughts and actions are, again, two very different things, man. I, I don't want to say it's all right to have those thoughts, but they're going to happen, I assume, yeah. to most people. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, usually when I'm thinking bad stuff, I try to be excessively nice to, to offset it. So oh, yeah, yeah, man. Like, right, leave man, I, I and I try to live like by your smile principle, man. I try to smile a lot. You I do tr- smile a lot. Um, it's because I got pretty teeth. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, and I got dimples. So, uh, but you no, have an infectious smile. Your face yeah. lights up. But I, I try to be. Um, I try, and, and and I don't mean this like in superior. I try to be kind to everybody, man. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you're, you're serving me a sandwich, or if you're the CEO, because in the end, none of that. Act. Like I wish people would. And, and who am I in this universe? I'm a, I'm an atom, you know, compared yeah, right, to this universe. Right. But I am so unimpressed with things. Like people are like, oh, I got twelve doctorates. I'm like, okay, you know, yeah. like I, I, I hang out with the comic book nerd before, right. you know, like so right, I, th- those right. things don't like. It, and I don't know if that's weird or not but like people like i can be impressed by i was like okay so uh, it's like i can appreciate not impressed i can be i can appreciate nice things hey i live in this mansion on uh shell beach and you know i don't know anybody over there so it doesn't matter but like uh i'm like wow that is a really nice house but i'm not like in awe of it you know if that makes sense no i understand i drive a ferrari okay yeah you're talking about equanimity (laughs) there your feeling is the same i don't know the definition of that well (laughs) you're 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 saying that it's it's equal for all like you have the same love for that person or the same or the person that lives somewhere else it doesn't matter to you that's not not how you're gauging their value no it's it's it's, 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 uh, nobody can see this but it's in your heart man it's like your character what you do you know and man we don't even have to agree on 90 percent of things i can still love you man and care about you and have have conversations with you i don't hate people you know uh and and that's you know if that yeah, makes any yeah, kind no, of, if that makes does. any kind of sense i don't it hate you i'm not envious you know um i'm not an envious person you know yeah. like i appreciate nice things i appreciate people but mostly for me it's it's about who you are and what you do right you know? right and how hey man big thing um we're getting to my dating life here but <laughs> a big thing about dating for me man is and I don't mean to give it away, but it's it's how you treat like the wait staff, man. If if you have uh, a junky attitude towards them for no apparent reason, even if it, I, I don't know, man, I'm done. I don't even want, I, I don't have I've wasted enough time in my life. I'm not wasting on somebody. That's who's a, gotta, that's actually reveals a nature, right? Yeah. And you see that in somebody. Oh man, it's um, you know, it's bad. I don't don't why we. Ha- I understand we have problems sometimes, and sometimes we want to lash out a little bit. I'm not saying that that that's acceptable, but we do it, man. Let's just face facts. I think mm-hmm. we all lash out a little bit, but um, how somebody actually continually treats other humans, the elderly, little children, uh, the wait staff, man, you know, and I don't mean anything by that, but just how you treat, well, I do mean something by that, but how you treat another human being, man. I mean, that's, that's your, Hey, even here's the deal. Even if I don't agree with what you're doing, you're still a life, you know, like yeah. I, mean, I can sit there and completely disagree with you about all these things, right? And if I see you in need and hurting, I'm gonna help you, man. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I, 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 some people don't. Some people can't distinguish between the two. You know, it's like uh, we don't. We can't agree. So if you're hurting, I don't care. That's happened to me before. I I'm, mean, all, I'm all over the planet with this right now. No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, this is good. I you're like re- this. Reel me in, man. No, this is good because it gets me thinking. I mean, I recently had to have a conversation with somebody that is sort of been a source of real conflict in my life for a long long time and it was like you know they kind of disappear and then come back and then disappear and come back but usually when they come back 
and I don't know this, but it seems like they let enough time pass and they, they kind of think I'm just going to forget like that. They're sort of dangerous. Like mm. they've hurt that they've hurt me a bunch of times yeah. and said nasty words. And I always think back, go, how many nasty, and I really do. I did like sort of an analysis. Like how many times have I said nasty words to this person? And honestly, I couldn't recall a lot of times that yeah. I did because I always tried to go in nice, but man, they just, can't not attack and so this time i i was the first time in really decades plus that i just said hey our community we can't even we're not communicating but this is my nice way of letting you know the reason is because you're not safe you're not safe to me i'm gonna need more than just some time i'm actually gonna need like an actual clarification that you understand the rules of our communication now does that make sense no absolutely that's Uh, a hard thing to tell people it's like look you just have to follow these rules or we can't communicate because you have the propensity to attack me no and i i feel the same way man uh what do they say communication is key for everything right but then i've also seen something recently they said communication is important but comprehension is important so like what you're talking about or i'm assuming what you're talking about to me is like laying down a set of ground rules um another friend um has some issues so i was like in order for our friendship to continue on these are three things that have to be met Mm. if it goes beyond that we'll still be friends but that friendship ends at a I don't know if that makes sense, but ends at a certain level, you know, this, yeah, is, you're, you're not going to go past that point. No, because yeah. I can help you. I can help you along so far, but if all you do is beat me down, then I mean, I, yeah, you know, I'll still love you, but uh, we're not gonna be hanging out on a regular basis. I, I don't, yeah, man, I, I've worked a long time on myself, um, to get myself to where I'm at mentally that I, I don't know. I've worked really hard to get where I'm at mentally today. Yeah. Right? And I struggle yeah. with a lot of stuff uh, mentally. Like uh, a lot of people view me a long time ago as a lot of things that I wasn't. You uh, know? And um, man, like from. As, like what? Give me an example um, of that. Okay. Like some people. Uh, I'll segue into this little story about cowboys. <laughs> okay. But the, the but, bar. But, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. But okay. So when I was, I mean, I don't know, man, knee high, man. And this is pretty dark, man. I, I've never liked myself. Like, where does that come from, man? Like, I mean, at that age, like, and not uh, no traumatic childhood experiences. There was nothing deep, dark. There's no secrets, you know. But yeah, I, it just something Still inside. Place. Man, thought I was ugly. Mm. Didn't like myself. Uh, I was very shy and timid, and a lot of people would argue that, like, whatever, man. I was, even to this day, I still get a little bit of anxiety yeah. when I'm in my public places. Yeah, I'll see somebody, and I'm like. I know they know me. I know them. Should I go talk to them? Yeah. I'm going to talk to them. How long should I talk to them? And I mean, I all run that. the gamut to the point where I exhaust myself. I'm like, all right, I'm going to get a beer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. Which is sad because that might make me perceive me as like a, a butt, you know? No, dude, but, uh, I, I relate to that 100%. I okay. mean, not I don't know when it started for me, but I mean, I don't know if I'd use the word don't like myself, no, but I, had, I don't think of myself in fond terms. No, I hated myself, man. You know what I mean? I hated myself for a long time. I never really expressed it much, and I, I did a lot of things. I Actual hate, like you hated oh, I hated yourself. myself, man, yeah. to the point where I was very self-destructive. No, I didn't uh, know that. Oh, yeah, man. I drank myself into oblivion, uh, and not just like one night. I'm talking about this was seven nights a week. I would I get in a lot of fist fights, and not because I started them. Uh, I'd never go looking for trouble, but if it found me, I wasn't going to turn it down. Yeah. And I hung around with some people that I probably should have been hanging around with. And if yeah. you're hanging out that in a bar. doesn't bo- help. If you're hanging out in a bar, yeah, because they like to run their mouth and they knew that I was going to fight. Right. You know? And that's and that's not something I'm proud of, man. I'm saying that like a certain way. Not yeah, proud no, of it. I get it. But I never wanted to commit suicide. 
but I sure was doing my best not to live. You yeah. know, I was doing everything in my power to hate myself. I'd fight. Uh, sorry, mom. I had a lot of premarital sex. Yeah. And just didn't care, man. I mean, I was reckless. It didn't uh, matter. Didn't matter the fighting, the drinking, the sex. And that so. came from just, just self hatred, man. Disdain for yourself. Yeah, I just hate. Isn't and that interesting? I wanted to. And I, I mean, really, yeah, man. I I don't know where it came from either. You know. Well, man, think about that. We see destructive behavior. I talk about this before with some other people I know, because we see this behaviors like that. Those those okay, the drinking, the fighting, the sex, and we can look at that as a person outside and go, well, they're just terrible. Look how they're living. And we judge them like that. But what we don't realize is it's not. And we think it's fueled out of this um, almost a selfish desire to just enjoy yourself. But what you're saying (laughs) is that it's coming from a place of hatred for yourself. And I mean, I wonder how many other people that is that the fuel for a lot of that kind of stuff. I can only speak for myself and other conversations that I have with other people, you know. And I try. uh, I've been told that I'm too much. I'm too open. And I can overwhelm people because I give. I, I, I speak verbally uh diarrhea all over everybody when i meet them uh, they know everything about me and way more i do man i, I just i spill it and i and i'm like i don't know how to stop myself but i feel like too though like i open up i'm very open and i find that people tell me i'm very easy to talk to and relate to but it's because i share my hurt i share my pain i share all this uh junk from my past you know yeah. like a, I'm, I'm retconning all that right now though man are you <laughs> so retconning. but yeah but uh <laughs> But no, uh, all this, I, I share this with people and they find that it's easy to re- or get on some level. And I tell people I'm empath, uh, empath you know, yeah. and I might not be able to fit in your shoes, but I can put my feet just enough inside of them to, to get on your level and feel what you're feeling yeah, about yeah, that, yeah. man. Because my heart breaks for a lot of people, man, you know, uh, and, yeah, uh, I hear you. but that's, um, I mean, so in, in those terms, you know, man, um, you know, all the self-destruction and all that, you know, I mean, that while it was terrible man it it brought a lot of good into me later on in life you know yeah. I was able to be there for people in certain ways uh to share my experiences to share uh you know coach people mentor people and i'm not a professional by no means but man all i can do is just share my side of things yeah you know and that's i don't again don't know where any of that came from man just became really just bad off man and just i don't know just self-destruct this is way before i knew you yeah i was about to say because when i met you that that did that was not i was still drinking but like yeah a a little heavy sometimes well (laughs) see i mean okay this is again the perception is so different dancing with the brawny man dancing with the brawny man that's what i was gonna talk about i mean just the way you were out when we would all go out together you were so i mean really footloose and fancy free i mean like you would do things and be more comfortable and i remember that night particularly i was like and just the night, let me just describe the night. I mean, we were out together. I don't remember where we were, AJ's or something. Yeah, whatever that was. Whatever it was downtown, yeah. or I think where Zephyr's is yeah, at. Yeah. But, uh, you know, there was, I think the Von Dukes were playing. Actually. I think so, yeah. As a matter of fact, yeah, yeah because uh, you were you were talking about the music that night. Yeah, rockabilly we, style music. It was yeah. kind of cool. I was like, when oh, you heard, cool. uh, I think that's the first night you had seen uh, Ben and them play. Yeah, it was the first, the first time yeah, I'd ever okay, seen them. Yeah. It was really awesome. And I was like, wow, this is in Lake Charles. I didn't even realize they were from Lake Charles. Yeah. But yeah, that particular night, you know, you were dancing and like just uh, so, so free. And I remember because I'm so self-conscious. I was just like, I wonder what it takes to be like that. That's remember what I remember thinking, like he's having so much fun. I was drunk. And I, well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, I know. But you, yeah, but yeah, I, 
you always seem like you were willing to go like a little bit extra. Yeah. Well, you know, and I mean, I always thought, man, he's always, he's able to have so much fun. I don't, I'm not able to do this. You know, man, as bad <laughs> as drinking was for me for a long time. And look, I haven't quit or nothing. I didn't go to rehab or nothing like that. Um, I still drink on occasion. I, I just don't really, you know, if that makes any sense. I didn't quit uh, drinking, but I just don't really drink. You just kind of, it's a moderate. But, uh, thing, that's, right? uh, I mean, but it's, it's, as destructive as that was for my life, it also brought out a lot too. It helped me ease my comfort, like that we talked about anxiety yeah. and being in social situations. Goes back to you telling, <laughs> yeah. goes back to telling you that I was uh, like how growing up I was shy and timid to the point where uh, they had teachers. They would write, Darren is very pleasant to have in a class, but he tends to daydream too much. And, uh, you know, and, and like he's very quiet. Right. And I'm like, how do you how do you get out of that as a kid? I don't know. All I want to do for my, my entire life is watch cartoons and draw. I didn't want to go to school. Hated all school. You know? Well, that's like Chad. Look, <laughs> let me just tell you, like I asked Chad one time, like why he got into graphics design. Yeah. And I don't know if you've ever heard the story, but he, um, I don't know. He said, you know, where he lived at, he said, I mean, there wasn't nobody even knew what graphics design was and, yeah. he, and they were he said somebody saw him drawing ninja turtle cartoons in his notebook and they were like hey that's pretty good you should go into graphics design yeah. and so he did hey, and so man. literally that's his origin story yeah. like how he got into it and i was like wow man everybody's got a story he was like hey man you draw good ninja turtles you should go into graphics design <laughs> hey man it's, hey, uh, hey that's all it took was that one little act man right. yeah i mean it gets you it, it puts you on a path you know yeah. and uh to jump back uh we're talking about how people perceive me and you're asking about that question well one night i was at cowboys man and this is back in my, my pretty boy days i guess you call me pretty boy yeah, days. i had my, my i had super saiyan hair i'd bleached it all out and it was all spiked so i've never See, seen that no you haven't you. because you only knew me when i was half bald when it's i look like when i look like that creepy guy from heroes the what? puppet master oh. or no i look like an angry grimace man you know so <laughs> okay <laughs> that's how i look I like the that's angry, how you that, angry grimace. Okay. didn't i write that on the tarot road game i think page? you might yeah. have man but uh, I was at Cowboys one night, and uh, I was all decked out in my gear, man, and uh, looking good. Yeah, man, looking sharp. Um, and I had some girls that were younger than me that went to high school together. And one girl, I was like, usually I see people, man, and I, I try to be friendly, you know, when I'm drinking, obviously a bit more friendly, I'm more outgoing. Yeah. And so I'm like, hey, you know, and uh, I saw I bought him a drink and a shot, and we started visiting, you know, and with no designs on this girl, no, but like we we're just talking, hanging out, and uh. She goes, wow. I'm like, what? She's like, you are nothing like I thought you were. I had this visual of you, um, and you completely have blown that out the water. She thought that I was this, like, arrogant, narcissistic. Gotcha. You know? Yeah. Right. And I was like, and then I, then I lost my stuff. I was like, you see? This is where I have a problem. Y'all look at people, and, y'all blah, blah, and I'm just laying into her. It went off and, on But, it, like, yeah. not in an ugly way. She knew I was, but I kind of, I mean, I was serious, but not serious. Yeah, yeah. no. So, so stuff like that, the perception of who I was, um, and then lead to this, man. Um, I worked at this job for 10 years, uh, and I was drunk probably all 10 of those years. Like, I literally. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I talk about this so lightly, like, I'm proud of these events. No, but, but you're yeah. just telling the truth. Man, man. I just, I mean, uh, that's just what it was. Because <laughs> um, I'd go out on a night party. I'd wake up, go to work. I'd sweat it out. And at lunchtime, we'd go drink again. I'd come back, and I'd still smell like booze from the morning. of You know, so they couldn't tell it. But it's scary because, obviously, I was a highly functioning drunk because I could – people were like, man, I couldn't even tell you were drunk. And I'm like, that's scary to know that wow. I was that blasted yeah. and acting normal. 
but uh in that in those 10 years i met uh, a really good friend of mine ashley and she's actually the one that got me back in the church about four or five years ago really okay uh we've had an on and on again off again friendship over the years but anyway uh ashley's very sweet and kind person man um super awesome uh human you know and she's she's passed that on to her daughter paisley and I, hey, that little girl is an incredible human she's gonna do wonderful things and to see her gives me hope for like this next generation of people coming up because of how that little kid acts yeah you know she acts like an adult man you wow know? uh but anyway going into that um i had a conversation with ashley i don't know if it was prior to me getting back into church or not but we started talking about those days that we worked together in that job and um i was telling her i was like you know i told her about the self-hatred you know mm. and about how in my life man i know suicide's a thing on the show like i've talked about yeah it but, comes up a lot hey, man i never held a gun to my head nothing like that never took a bunch of pills or anything but just uh full disclosure there was years man every day wake up and just i just don't want to live don't want to be here. don't want to be here man purposeless feel like just, well, why am i here yeah, that kind no, of man, stuff just every every excuse you can possibly yeah. think of i'm lonely life sucks oh, what am i doing blah 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 you know every excuse or whatever reason you can think of i thought of it man but every day i woke up and i found a reason not to you know and mostly it comes from family for me i was like i don't care how garbage my life is i would never put my mom or dad through that kind of pain you know, maybe that's arrogant or selfish of me, but I wouldn't, I couldn't do it, man. And, uh, you knew the call you, that yeah. was a deterrent for yeah, you. Like. That was, that was the thing, man, their love for me, you know, and I'm glad I never did anything. I'm glad I'm not dead right now, which I very easily with all the self-destruction, I could very easily be dead right now or worse in uh, condition or in jail for life. Right. Uh, but I th I'm grateful every morning too, um, for being alive because if it wasn't for the, endurance that i had to get through all of this i would never discovered what like true happiness was mm. i finally have witnessed true happiness man and that's that's big in my life man you know and you know i mean you know there is a difference between happiness and joy but yeah man, to, to make it through all of this and one day now doing what i do while it's not where i completely want to be right now to be able to work my two jobs and go home and do artwork, man, that's what I love to do. And yeah. I am actually discovering happiness. I still go through rough times. We talked about that before we even yeah, got on here. Yeah, we're going through a pretty tough couple of weeks here. Right. But um, it's all right, you know. Um, but, to, again, to witness, finally witness happiness. It's, it's interesting to hear you say that, Darren, because, like, I think back to all the times we spent together yeah. and then the things that we talked about and I look at outside looking in, I see you now. And I even have told some of the other guys that I go, Darren's happy. You can tell he's happier than he seemed to be back in even those days, oh. even though we were having fun <laughs> and we were laughing and we had good times when we were together, your, your overall happiness. When I look at you now, I go, he's, he's in a space that's more who he is. Yeah. Well, we can speak on that too in a minute, but uh with the Ashley story, I told her about my past, like that self-hatred. She's like, whatever. This is a good friend now. She knew nothing about the suicidal thoughts, the self-hatred. And she was like, you were always so happy and lively and people wanted to be around you and you were so much fun. But underneath. Oh, I was like, but I said, y'all never saw when I'd go home how lonely and terrible yeah. I felt about myself, you know? Mm. Ah, but, you know, she didn't know. And it shocked her. You know, because people wanted to hang out and not to brag, but people were like, man, what are you doing this week? Yeah, you're right. Right. Fun guy. So, let's go. Yeah. Okay. Isn't so, that interesting, man? I mean, this, wow. 
to step to i don't know i'm unloading on you here no, dude, i'm not dude. even giving you a time to talk <laughs> no no i just didn't realize yeah. i didn't even know that i mean see, i really so, didn't know well, that. i figured that this would be a good time to share i mean what what yeah just let the world know you know yeah well it but, helps uh, other people because there's other people i'm sure that are like that yeah. and then um so stepping back you're talking about when we used to hang out we'd go out and you said there was some fun you could tell there was probably some stuff off yeah, well sure yeah i was uh that was that the relationship all in she who shall not be named yeah no i know what you're talking <laughs> hey, about you want to know something man even to this day uh, well, not even to this day. At this moment in life, uh, we've talked about this. In um, we, I hosted a men's group for our church that I yeah. go to um, at my apartment, and we talked about things. And um, one of them was like, "Can you be grateful for the bad in your life?" And I'm a hundred percent right now. I can sit there and tell you a hundred percent. I am grateful for every bad thing that happened to me because without all that bad. I wouldn't be able to counsel or help the people that I help yeah. with my words because I've gone through experiences, right? Yeah. Um, I went on a date with this girl, and she, and you know, I know you're not supposed to bring up your ex-girlfriends, but I don't care. I'm just like, this is me. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I told her, we were talking about it, and she was like, she's like, let me ask you something. She was like, um, that relationship you were in, she was like, if you could, would you take, take that time back? I was like, you know what? A couple years back, I would have told you absolutely 100%. I didn't want none of that. I would have given it all up. But I was like, as I sit in front of you right now, I can tell you I'm glad I took all that pain. Mm. Because a little while back, uh, and I say a while back, back, I mean two years or so ago, um, my friend, she went through almost identical relationship. And I was able to coach her on some level through that what she what to kind of expect and again not a professional man i know but your share my yeah becomes a, so, a way to help other people. so and i told her i was like you know i would gladly do all that pain all over again to be able to be there for my friend and help her through that hardship man i mean dude that's honestly that's kind of what i believe almost 100 percent. i mean that's what i believe about suffering and pain yeah. not that we want there to be suffering and pain but the reality is is that there's going to be suffering and pain and what a blessing it is when we when other people come to us who have been through what we've been through yeah. and can help us, you know, kind of guide us through this treacherous water. And that I she mean. chose me was an honor, man. Yeah. Like, I don't want to see my friends suffer, but right. that you chose me to come to to help you through this. Well, and then that you shows be, you respect that person. On not only level. that, but you become just just in your existence alone. If you're happier. If you're living a better life, if you're making your way and you are moving on and you're showing that you can have a whole healthy existence, they look at you and go, okay, I know that today this feels like the end of the world and I'm wrecked, but I can look at Darren and I see the future potentially for me. So this isn't forever. This is just temporary. And you're just a sign of that to you coming through your suffering and healing and and living your life and and finding happiness and goodness. I mean, that just becomes, I guess, a road sign. Somebody saying, hey, here's the way, you know, you can come here too. And um, and then go back to that relationship right now. I mean, there was a lot of hate towards her for a long time, man. Yeah. A lot of anger, and it's because I felt very used, man. Oh yeah, um, yeah. And I don't fault her for everything in that relationship. You know what I mean? I, I yeah. own my own part. And people are like, I don't like hearing you speak negative about yourself. I'm like, no, no. Let's be honest, man. The uh, the dissolution of re- relationships are usually two parts, right? Who's to say one's stronger than the other? You know what I mean? Um, so with her like even to this day man like i don't know how i'd ever react if i saw her but i'd probably hug her and be like thank you because Mm. you know what man 
that wasn't meant for me, obviously. And without all that pain and hurt, I wouldn't be who I am today, man. So I'm very grateful for that, man. Yeah. So even through all the hurt, the pain, the suffering, um, the darkness and things like that, man, there is good, you know, to come out of all this, man. You know, I mean, just hang on, you know, like you ever yeah. see it. I don't know if it's either the little cat, the cat. on the little rope, <laughs> you know, hanging, hang, hanging, hanging in there, hang, hanging in and then the, the, the other one with the, uh, what is the, uh, the egret or whatever, he's got the, uh, the, the frog in his throat, and he's like, don't give up. Don't give up. <laughs> but anyway, man, that's, yeah. uh, but no, yeah, man, I, I, I never really shared, I don't think I ever shared any of that with you, or actually, um, well, you, you, I have like one friend uh, that I've shared pretty much everything with, and while I consider you a dear friend, I, there are some things, I guess, I didn't know. I don't know if in the time frame that we really used to hang out a lot. I don't think there was an appropriate moment for me to like uh, to share those things. And in those times too, man, I didn't even know how to speak on these things. Well, you, you were, know, yeah, right, right. Because you hadn't sort, you hadn't yeah. had time to sort any of that out yourself. Yeah, I remember that time period. I mean, I do. I remember what you were going through, and I do remember it was all a lot of things all happened around the same time yeah i mean it was like you know eben was born and then we kind of quit having the get-togethers and so then that happened and it was like somebody else moved away and and i remember you could almost see like the magnetic pull was sending everybody off in these different directions man it was it was like it was the bond the binder wasn't there anymore not that the friendship wasn't there but the binder wasn't there and i think that's just life in general man we Dude, man, no matter how far apart we drift uh, in in the way in life, uh, we're still friends. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you were talking about calling me at 2 a.m. You know, I'll be yeah. there, man. You know? I heard somebody else talking about this the other day, and I can't remember who it was. It was on probably on a podcast I was listening to, but they were talking about how, you know, when they make new friends and then, you know, a new friend, uh, they don't call them right back or they don't call them within a week or they don't call them in a month and then when and then they get angry at them next time well i haven't heard from you in a month they realize that that's just not really a friend like they said you know my good friends are the ones that i can go hey i haven't talked to you in three months but we can sit down and we're still friends like there's no like feeling of uh you've hurt me or betrayed me and i find with that particular group that's how it's been like with you and chad and jason and tom Tom and I have been talking a lot more recently because we've had some things to do together. But for a long time, I didn't see Tom. And so Tom and I visit and I go, man, it's like no time passed. Yeah. Time obviously passed. He's got a family and yeah. he's got all kinds of stuff going on. But I go, it's pretty neat how how the, the longevity of the friendship is there. And it's like all that time was actually good. We can talk about things that have happened during that time. Yeah. And I'm happy. I know it. I'm I hate to pause the program, but I want to ask you something. Did you know that you can help me and my team at Parker Brand Creative Services grow the Find the Good News signal? For less than a fancy cup of coffee, you can become an Early Risers Club patron on our Patreon page. What's Patreon? Well, it's a way for creators to fund their projects by pooling support from those really passionate people that believe in what they're doing. Do you believe in what we're doing with Find the Good News? I hope you do. We believe that there's already enough negative news in the world even right here at home, and that good people doing good works deserve a platform to speak from too. That's why we created Find the Good News, and we believe in that simple mission. Maybe you believe in it too. If you do believe in finding and sharing good news, then head over to our Patreon page right now or check out the link in the show description. For a commitment of $3.33 a month, you can join the Early Risers Club of Find the Good News Patreon supporters 
and get access to The B-Sides, a patrons-only podcast with the crew behind Find the Good News, Parker Brand Creative Services. Each time we level up, the Patreon rewards will get bigger. If you're tired of old news, bad news, and fake news, help support Find the Good News at patreon.com slash findthegoodnews. That's patreon.com slash findthegoodnews. Now, back to the episode. Oh, and I mean, I think that's uh, I think that's healthy, man. Uh, we're not dating, you know what I mean. We're not gonna see each other every day, you know what I mean? No, seriously. No, I do, a, I do. But but I, I and man, I don't want to say it's gonna sound out come out sounding worse than it actually is. I, I'm a terrible friend, man. Like I do not stay in touch with people. Oh, well. And I mean, I know we all have that, you know. But I'm but but like you said though. But when I do meet up with the friendship, like. You know, like I told you, I was nervous walking in. Who gets nervous coming in to hang out with their friend? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> no, but I'm sitting there in a truck probably yelling, punching the steering wheel, like, whoo, you know, trying to get. Yeah, uh, I but get no, it, man. And then we sat down and it just, it eased, you know, man. Oh, yeah. But it's, it's um, you know, I don't know, you know, been friends a long time. And I, how, how do you get nervous coming in there? But the thing is, how long has passed? I actually almost wrote down the date the last time me and you hung out. <laughs> well, the last time you and I hung out alone, it's been yeah. a long time. Yeah. I mean, we've been you and me and Michelle have been to lunch. Yeah, went to lunch, but, but actually, I mean, we, like sit and have a meal. I don't remember to go have a hamburger somewhere. Dude, the last time we actually hung out, hung out, I think was I was still working offshore, and I came over here to hang out one day. Oh, or you did. That's right. Maybe. Yeah, because uh, I think the last did we go eat somewhere like at Five Guys or something one night and go to a movie. I think we, we were supposed we were to. Man, I think we were supposed to, but it did never didn't happen. It. It's been a long time. But, yeah, so it actually just – because I used to try to make it a mission like every other Friday when I was yeah, when I was right. doing a 28 – I'd be like, well, go by and visit, man. And yeah. i come here on Friday. That's right. But uh, you've been you've been replaced, man. Chick-fil-A has taken your uh. – <laughs> No, so that's what I do. On, uh, so, like, I got – you know, we're talking about – I know lightning the situation here, but um, – so like you know i have the two jobs right right i'm not going to mention them just in case something i said no i get it i understand i I mean i'm actually very proud to work and man i'm very proud to work where i work at both jobs i work for the same guy hey man talk about truly good people that dude is an awesome human that's great hey man from people i've been there about a year now from the my interview ran an hour and 30 minutes i have never been an interview that lasted more than like 15 20 minutes (laughs) uh just i mean he was cool um, everything that he said in that interview a year later still holds true to his word, man. That's, so that's impressive, you know. So after my day job, um, I have half day on Friday. So at two o'clock, I get off. I don't take a lunch. I'll go at two o'clock. I go home, shower, and I go hang out at Chick Fil A. And okay. I draw. And I draw. Yeah. I hang out. It's kind of like my. And I met a guy there, Mr. David. Yeah. Uh, prior to actually that event. Um, and I look at that guy as kind of like a mentor now, man. Really? He's, uh, he's actually the bishop of the uh, the Mormon church. That okay, goes you've to. told me that. Yeah. yeah. Man, an awesome guy, fun. He, he's a wildlife photographer. He paints, and he's like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm like, well, for somebody who doesn't know what they're doing, you're doing a pretty good job at it. He's know? just doing what he but, wants uh, to do. But anyway, yeah. so it's kind of like a Friday thing, man. I get to go yeah. over there and get some life, life, life counsel, and, you know, we talk about art and things. Yeah. Know, good guy. Um, so that's what that's 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 my Friday, man. And that's then I do nice. open door night Friday. We'll, we'll get into that later, but you know, yeah. But, but yeah, I want to hear about that okay, too we'll, we'll, because we'll, I mean, there's something special about okay. what you're doing with that. Um, but yeah, no. So he so that's kind of like a mentorship for me, like with him, man. Uh, and uh, very friendly guy, you know. Uh, another mentor I would consider would be like my older brother, right? And I like the. I mean, you know how I feel about him. I think, the cop. Uh, yeah, the cop. <laughs> <laughs> He's not a cop. I love that guy to death, man. And it's so funny, man, because. 
even if I know the answers uh, in my heart, my mind, man, he, he always bust my balls about being an overthinker but in a in a good healthy funny way and like even on instagram he blasts me man he'll like really? tr- he'll troll me on instagram and he'll say stuff and it was like yeah and you know like yeah, uh, yeah. I, and like you uh, know what it is oh yeah i know what he's doing but like he'll be uh like i did this painting and i'm embarrassed to say that it took me like five minutes to do and it and it like got this giant reaction i'm like look at this the one thing yeah. i just spend this much time yeah. on and this uh, but he I, was like and my mom never comments on anything ever she ever. she likes my she stuff sees it, she likes, likes it she supports it, but won't it. Say anything. but uh she said some uh she's like i really like it or something like that i forgot the exact words and he was like under there like you should give that painting to your mom darren and, you know like so he just like he, he hammers but like in a good in a brotherly love way man and it's so fun but uh he's like the guy he's like my uh he's like my my anchor man you know you yeah. talk about anchors yeah because he'll put me in check he's like hey stop overthinking be patient and he's got a firmer hand like mr david's very nice and soft-spoken and so dustin is very just direct and he's like stop <laughs> you know and it's good i need that because even if i know it in my head i'm in my heart but my head's running uh i'm like i know this i know this i know this but i just don't want to let go i doubt i start self-confidence issues man the doubt self-doubt and he's like stop put it up you know what i mean so it just cuts right to the yeah. chase man and i like that you know that's well, let me ask you something, because, I mean, a lot of what you're saying, and, and I've struggled with this, too, and people ask me this very question. I mean, you're saying all this stuff like, I mean, granted, I know it's changed, but you talk about self-hatred, self-doubt, yeah. anxiety, confidence <coughs> issues, the way you see yourself versus what other people see. And yet, you put yourself out there all the time. So my question is, because, I mean, I get asked a similar yeah. question because I have similar, I call it similar mental things going mm-hmm. on. And you would go, well, with all that stuff, why in the world would you even be sitting here behind this microphone? So, I mean, my question to you is same thing. I mean, because you put yourself yeah. out there, dude. I mean, you really do put yourself out there. Why? It's an interesting juxtaposition no, between like this person that's going, man, I just don't have the confidence. I'm not feeling great about my skills, my desire, what are my decisions, and then, but I'm out front. Like I'm out front. Yeah. You're, you know, even something I see you do that I go, man, how does he do that? Going back to even the dancing. I mean, I see you put yourself <laughs> out there like in photographs. You know, you're like yeah. in your apartment getting your artwork ready and you're showing your artwork. And I go, man, I just, how does he do that? In, so tell me. I mean, I want to know. In in spite of myself. In spite of yourself. Just to make fun of myself. To get over yourself. To, to be like, uh, that's why I used to hashtag my pictures where, like, when I do the pictures of myself on Instagram, I don't like the way I look. I'm not very happy. I mean, I'm content. I, I know I'm not an ugly dude, but I just never, I just don't know if I like how I look, you know? You just Whatever. don't look at, you don't yeah. look at yourself and go, man, he's looking he's good sexy, today. you know? And does that matter even? <laughs> no, probably, it does, it Yeah. Does, it like, does. you probably have I, all those thoughts, right? I, I, like, I, I hope this doesn't. Silverstep abounds, but there was something your dad had said one time. <laughs> God, word is when, it? When he cut when he cut it to mohawk, and you were like, "Dad, why would you do that?" He's like, "Son, I'm ugly as," <laughs> <laughs> or something along those lines. Hey, dude, and, t- and dude, that 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 so like hit me, and I was like, "That is incredible, man." Yeah. And so I kind of taken some of that in me. I I, I know my flaws. Hey, there's nothing that anybody can tell me so hateful about me or to myself 
that I haven't already told myself worse, you yeah. know? So I'm good now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do that in spite of myself. Like, I used to tag Instagram model. Uh, I'm thinking about starting to tag myself Instagram influencer. Dude, influencer. <laughs> hey, look, I, look I'm, I, I'm being jealous, I guess, hey, man. You no, know, it's I'm in jest. Jealous. I mean, okay. I make the same. I crack but, the uh, same jokes. I know. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I used to tag Instagram model because I... Dude, I love, <laughs> actually love that. So man. that's why I do it's that. Great. And look, I'm very uncomfortable in front of the cameraman. Like, when it... When it when pictures i do i don't like use filters but i do i film it i take a bunch of screenshots till i find a, a good like pose or something so i kind of i i'm cheating there a little bit no but, i see you what know. you mean you're but, shooting some video but, and then you're doing like shot I go, but, but also man i have to figure if i do want to be an artist if i want to do something with my art i have to put myself out there man under the under the i mean you're doing this right right okay I mean, you, yeah. you're putting yourself out there man one way or the other right hey man this is a lot to put out here to, to sit here and have these conversations you do. I've, I've listened to, like you said, I guess 50 plus oh, episodes, right? Dude, it's so, funny you say that because one of the guests the other day and I were talking off the air and, you know, as we were talking, you know, she mentioned to me and she said, well, you don't really know everything about me. You know, what we, you know, only kind of know what we talked about in her, her episode, yeah. but she said, but I know a lot about you. And I thought, well, yeah, I mean, every episode there's no telling where I'm going to go, but the more these go on, I'm in every episode. Yeah. So there's no telling. You're, people know all kinds of stuff about me. Yeah, man. And may, if you sit down and write it all down, it might not all be so good. Uh, but you, you know, know what, man? But does it matter? Like you're saying about my looks, does it matter? Right. Hashtag you know? Instagram there influencer. Go, <laughs> influencer. But this is who I am, right? Yeah. Um, but, you know, and it's, uh, but if I don't put myself out there, nobody's going to do that for me. Um, I am very, very self critical, man. Like, mm. to the, and, this is a deep flaw within me is that I don't know if it's the proper term, uh, but like negative capability, like thinking like, man, if I hang out with somebody too long, I'll start picking out their flaws. Mm. Oh man. And, and I, I hate that about myself. I, I don't ever say, you know what I mean? Yes. I know. Exactly I don't, I don't say about. that because it's, a, it's such an ugly thing to even be man, to admit that who, who admits mm. that. But, and I'm like, dude, you're being a complete, yeah. Yeah. No, and, I'm not agreeing with you that you're no. being. I understand because I'm saying, yeah, because and, I, I and do the same thing. Yeah. I don't know why I do it, man. And and I guess, you know what? All them years of negative know. thinking has affected me. But that doesn't mean I don't see a million positive things in these people. And then I really try to, uh, what do you say? Uh, you know, you talk about, you've heard, you. it was interesting. I never, I didn't realize you never heard uh, feed somebody life. No, you know, no, speak life. They say that, yeah, yeah speak life or feed somebody no, life. I've never heard anybody uh, say that. We hear that at, we did it said at church. And the first time I ever heard it was at church, but yeah. I try to do that to people. You know, yeah. like, uh, I, I'm not going to be like, hey, man, uh, your hair's a little off today or, or yeah. whatever. You know, it's not like that. And yeah. I don't know why I do the negative thing. Again, maybe it's just a, a natural reaction. Yeah. Uh, maybe a defense mechanism, you know, in case somebody tries to hurt me, I can be like, ha ha ha. Look I've already <laughs> made fun of myself. So you can, yeah, I know. Yeah, no, but, um, yeah. yeah, so that's, um, I don't know why I do that, but anyway, I try to speak positive. And like I told you while I go, I wish that you could see yourself through my eyes, man. Like oh, uh, same here. And and I saw uh, my friend Jen. I told her that, and I've been on her pretty harsh, not harsh, but I have to be on her a little tough sometimes. To but to give her information, and she loves it. Now she she's uh she'll she'll clap back, and she's very defensive. But then once she realizes what I'm you know speaking to her she's like i'm grateful for your words um, yeah man like she sent me a message last night and she knows what i've been kind of going through and she was a very heartfelt message last night about like the the impact i've had on her life lately wow. you know and man it took a paragraph you know to say a few things 
that that meant the world to me, man. Yeah. You know? uh, but I tried to try to dish out positivity, man. And I, cause I know what it's like to feel so bad about yourself, to feel down on yourself, to hurt, you know, um, that when I see somebody feeling bad or hurting, man, I, I'm like, man, you know, sometimes I, and here I am struggling with some of this self image stuff, but I'm like, nah, man, you know, you're, you're this kind of person, man. I see this in you. This is what I see. And I don't, and I don't say it just to BS anybody, man. I, I speak, I feel like I speak a truth yeah. to these people. I'm not messing around. Yeah, you're you not know? just going. Let me just tell you. Some yeah, nice let me things. let me placate your ego. You know, right, right. Um, I like uh, I've heard twice in the last year, somebody's like, "Man, you live your truth," and I struggle with that, man, because I feel like I feel like my words and my actions align in my goodness. Um, but then there's sometimes I'm like, I don't speak about certain things because I'm afraid how people will look at me because mm. of those things. Yeah. You know, no, I understand that. So. You know, I, I struggle with that. I've, I, th- I struggle with that probably once a year. <laughs> I struggle with it every August. And it's when I go on my retreat, you know, every yeah. August when I go on my retreat, I, I end up feeling more like, I guess what I would call my, hmm, the word I use is like my higher self. Yeah. You know, it's a, 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 what I would consider the best version of me. You know, it's my thoughts are cleaner. My intentions are pure. Uh, there's room for wisdom and love to sort of flow through me in a way that feels so natural to me. And so I ha- at, on, during that little retreat, just even during those three days, I begin to feel like really the best way to say it is like I begin to feel like my heart sort of unfold. And as it unfolds during that weekend, I have this thought every year. I go, how can I bring into alignment this me and then the me that is going to come home and begin to engage with people again mm-hmm. and and do the day-to-day you know not the i'm not talking about the day-to-day chores like washing dishes folding no. clothes that stuff i find a lot of peace in the mundane you know yeah. that stuff but i'm talking about like when you're faced with stressful struggles that like complex things like yeah. aggression uh violence um loneliness pain anything like that that you're getting from other people how can this elevated version of me come down and be in that place with them and can i can i bring that reflection and make it more real and true and it just man it's such a slow thing like i, I this year i this is maybe the first year that i'm finally starting to see uh see those things happen because i not and i think what it boils down to is i had to make like i have to stay committed to it yeah you know that makes sense what yeah, i'm saying no, like, no, I, go, does, I can't man, let this go because if i'm gonna i've got to i've got to put a flag in the ground and not lose these these precious inches i've gained yeah you know i feel like i'm crawling though towards something that's so far away it's almost like going on vacation you know and then when you get yeah. on the road home you're depressed <laughs> well I, remember, I have to come back to reality kind of but man like, god but, can i tell you something yeah, ahead, like man. this really it's sad and i remember michelle probably may she may not remember this but when we went on our anniversary many years back we went to colorado and she had said something on the trip she said you're so different here you're so different here in the mountains you're just happier and i was like well i'm happier because i'm away from all these things and then on the last couple of days, we were driving back, and then I remember I got a call. It was something to deal with work, and it was a stressful thing, and I had to take the call yeah. and pull over on the side of the road and deal with it. And and, and she said, uh, 
it's just it's just weird seeing you get back into that mode and i was like yeah. god how do you align this like not not but not to her i was like it's it's been a struggle for me like yeah. how can i how do you maintain the best parts of yourself in these situations that are just so hyper hyper dimensional hyper stressful just adding negativity and things like that into your life it's very very difficult and i I find that that's probably what's wrong with humanity honestly is that many of us just don't know how to help in a healthy way navigate all these things and be good people in the process and it's i feel like too it's in that uh that realm of you know you're not supposed to bring your personal life into your work life and vice versa yeah but you don't don't believe no no i mean it it it, it's unavoidable yeah it's unavoidable Unavoidable. Uh, i mean i know that like there's times when i walk in the gates where i'm like check your attitude darren because Mm, you know obviously we're in control of that. And we can't control what people do and say, but yeah. we can control how we react to those situations. Uh, you know, but um, it's hard to not let personal affect business sometimes and vice versa. You know, but yeah. like you're saying, like, how do you how do you reconcile those two into one thing? And the best way I can do it, man, and I don't do it all the time. Again, it goes back to your, your smile principle. Yeah. Smile as much as you much can. As you can. Hey, man, just continue to do everything out of love. Yeah, the the best you can, man. Even when you're hurting and it sucks, and you're having to deal with some somebody at work that maybe is a not your favorite person or whatnot, right. or a difficult person. Um, you know, try to be a I guess what you'd call a better person, better man. You know, um, and again, I'm not successful in this all the time, man. This is, but this is just kind of what I try to do, and it goes back for me is just uh, trying to be a good human to other humans, man. Like. Uh, you know, uh, I know there's places I can go where they recognize me. I'm mm-hmm. a creature of habit and structure. So if anybody ever wanted to assassinate me, I mean, they probably. <laughs> this is where he goes. Jason Ball, yeah. So, but like, um, there's these, uh, this subway I go to on McNeese, man, the one by McNeese College. Mm-hmm. And the ladies know me there and they laugh and they tell me good morning, uh, good day, you know. They pick on me when I don't make my routine, you know, if I'm, yeah. if, if I'm late. Um, but I know that they're always going to be pleasant and kind, man. And not just because. That's their job. Right. But it's because we've established somewhat of like a little friendship there. Like I was telling you about the Maplewood Burgers uh, when, uh, in, in Lake Charles. When I go over there, is that girl, Makayla. I mean, dude, the girl's lit up with energy, you know. And uh, I met her husband. You know, I was telling you, like, uh, didn't even really know her. But she asked me. I went, helped her out with something, you know. I met her husband. Cool guy. But, like, every time I go in there, she's just vibrant and just, like, happy to see me. She's like, Mr. Darren, you know. Yeah, and yeah. And it's cool. It's cool to go into somewhere and be recognized. You yeah, know? and well-regarded. I, I don't need that attention. I'm not – I don't do great in crowds, you know. Oh, one on one One-on-one, man, I love it, you yeah, know. Yeah, me too. Uh, I'm the same way. And I think that's still why I kind of – I drink a few beers if I go somewhere. Like Chuck Fest, I had a couple beers last yeah. night. But it was to ease – when I'm on a mission, okay, so I did those art drops last night. That was like a last minute deal. Yeah, I wondered about that. Okay, so can we talk about that? Yeah, man, we're, we, we, we go let's, wherever you want to go, let's, man. Let's talk about that. And I want to get back to Chuck Fest because let's talk about that. And then I want to rewind so people who don't know you know what you're talking about. Okay. So you went to Chuck where, Fest. Where, where do you want to start? Right? Well, no just tell me about the art drops last night. Okay. But then tell me, like, let's go back to like when you started doing that. Okay. Um, I actually, I've been, you know, talking about some of the, like, earlier before we got on, I was talking about how I've been discouraged lately. Yeah, yeah. I've dumped a lot on you (laughs) in a short amount of time, but um, that was part of it. Um, You know, I couldn't figure out a source, but obviously part of it's the source uh, is like I was telling you about my dad that was in the hospital for a little while. Yeah. Um, Then there's the discouragement of trying to get these art pieces knocked out and not, again, struggling with my artwork sometimes man it's just it's not working and i, I don't want to leave it alone it's like picking a scab you know? mm, i can't mm. just stand up and walk away 
I got to fix the problem. I hear you. Uh, But anyway, so... Oh, I didn't. I wasn't sure if I was going to do that art drop at Chuck Fest because I was like, man, I don't want to announce it and not be able to have the pieces ready. Well, it just so happened I had had a, I'd, I was able to knock them out. I had them ready. I based all the characters off some of the bands playing. Oh, that's cool. So, uh, so one, that's what that was. That was, was Large okay. Marge, Tugboats, uh, the Cards, Infinite Bus, and Crybaby. So I did that's those bands. Cool, so it was man. artwork reflecting. So you did pieces for I the did bands. For the, well, not really. It well, but to give them, the but characters yeah. were based on yeah. Like, so cool, the, the name man. of the band. That's kind of how I create my artwork. I, a word and then. Nice. But anyway, so I, dro- okay. I dropped them around Chuck Fest last night. Uh, I hadn't got any responses. Anybody found them, but I know three of them were gone. So I hopefully didn't get picked up as trash. Oh no! <laughs> be the, hey, wouldn't be the first time that that's happened. But uh, but uh, you know uh, it. I'm going to sidetrack for a minute here on that. Talking about, uh, you know, being um, about the artwork and being uh, like being discouraged. Uh, I have a very perfectionist mindset when it comes to that. And I did an exercise um, when I was offshore. I had a sketchbook and I called it was called Breaking Perfection. And I spelled perfection with an X in it. Yeah. And I got usually when I draw, I use reference materials and things like that. I'm like the hand poses, uh, creature, um, whatnot. And then, uh, but this one, I was like, you know what? I'm going back to childhood, drawing straight from the imagination. Mm-hmm. I was like, I know they're going to suck, I guess you could call it. But I was like, I'm just going to lay it out, man. I'm just going to knock it out. And I did. And I think it was like, um, 300 something characters. So it was three panels per page. And I would just, I just drew from the imagination. I didn't allow it to be like, but that helped free me, man, from that perfectionist mind and i still struggle you know because the line has to be right yeah know? yeah you want it the way you yeah. want it but uh but that really helped me man that broke me of a lot of that perfectionist mindset that things have to be a certain way so yeah you know hence and that's why you see a lot of my characters that they, they're a little there's some deformed looks on they're them they're fun so, though know? man but, but I, like, and that's one thing i think i'm proud of i'd like to think i'm clever in my names and yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you're having a good time with it that's, that's 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 good that's big for me man and again i don't charge and they're all hey all original characters all original art there's no prints you know yeah so nobody else is going to get these right right once you it's know, gone not that i'm going to be any picasso or nothing and somebody be buying my stuff for millions of dollars <laughs> yeah but i mean that's cool i mean that's what it that's, yeah. that's what i love about uh, it is yeah. like man i wondered about that like is he creating you know backups of these or nope, is it just not at all man it's, it's it. kind of yeah I, my, my older brother kind of slapped me around he was like if you want to be a businessman <laughs> have to make prints and he's right you know he's right but no he knows he know, he sees the value in what i do with it too though you know right, what i mean it's right. not, he's not just picking on me but because he he knows business i don't you know what i mean and so i rely on him even though he's not an art uh businessman and but truthfully he's the he's the reason why i'm an artist he's the reason why i read comics man your I brother he's my hero man he he was reading them first yeah. right i mean that was if i remember right people you, you people, kinda... people want to be doctors and lawyers and firemen right. darren wanted to be dustin <laughs> nice but See, he, uh, what's that like so i don't even know what that's like yeah. i'm the older brother yeah and uh i don't know what that's like to have somebody older that i look up to i've never had a oh, mentor man, man. it's got to be it had its ups and downs you know yeah well i bet but, it but, does but, but i bet it's probably neat but to no have man somebody it's, like that in your life the relationship we have now you know man has uh and we don't get to see each other as much as i'd like to but you know again dude's got five kids you know yeah. what i mean yeah so he's basically taking the hank's legacy i don't need to have kids <laughs> see that's kind of what i hope when you not just kind of jumping off track probably even further but talking about we'll that i mean i hope that that's what the boys and and maybe my daughter too at some point in her life will feel like like they'll go you know i dad 
was somebody I could talk to, I could look yeah, up man. to. Like if I had trouble, I could go there for a variety of things, something I could lean on. Not just somebody that took care of me, yeah. you know, food, water, shelter, but like somebody that like when I had a thought, I could work it out with them. Yeah. You know, does that make sense? No, absolutely, man. Because I, I feel like, too, though, like, you, we don't realize these things until later in life. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, all the things that my dad used to be like, rah, 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 about, you know, I'm like, whatever, man. You know, and then I'm like, man, I wish I'd have paid attention. Mm. <laughs> you know, yeah, cause, yeah. and people are, I see people post sometimes, they're like, uh, uh, my parents never told me how uh, hard. Uh, parenting would be or how hard uh, having a child would be or how hard life would be. No, they actually did try to tell us how hard life was. We just didn't listen. <laughs> you know what I mean? Seriously. So, I mean, they, we just didn't listen, you know, and no, now no, we try to right. figure it out. But anyway, yeah. I mean, we're getting way off track on here, but, but that's, but having an older brother, man, um, you know, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how to really explain it, man. You know what I mean? It's, it's, I, I, I see it also like very much, while there's blood there, I see it very much like a friendship too. Yeah, man. that's you that's know what I mean. Be, it's, yeah. it's you know, uh, but there's the biological connection, you know. Yeah, uh, and you know, man, and I feel bad I haven't mentioned my younger brother, but you know, I love my younger brother too. It's well, not sure, like, yeah, like but let I me mean, dismiss I, him, <laughs> but it's kind of like it, your it's, story though, kind of yeah, has a has a my, navigation yeah, right into your older brother. Yeah, no, man, and that's my the the whole story. Like you said, kind of connects to my older brother and. Uh, like the impact that he had on me concerning art and comic books, you know, if it wasn't for comic book, I mean, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't read, a com- I probably wouldn't be a comic book reader. Yeah. Uh, if it wasn't him, I wouldn't be an artist. And he says he's not an artist and he's, he doesn't do art, but he, I mean, we, uh, we grew up watching a uh, commander Mark in the secret city. I didn't you know? watch oh, commander dude. Mark. I don't have to look uh, it up. Yeah. Commander Mark, dude, my hero. <laughs> I've so, never heard yeah, of that. Uh, Mark Kistler, he's still around. Um, uh, but he, uh, he was on uh, PBS, and he would do these little art exercises where he'd be like, uh, this is how you foreshorten, uh, oh, this is how you okay. build shapes. And he had this giant piece of plexiglass where he had applied a lesson to. And it had all these little creatures and these little floating islands with chains hooked to them. Man, dude, a, I can't believe you. No, I've people, never heard figured, of that. I'm sitting there looking, going, I've never even heard that yes, name before. Commander Mark in the Secret City, man. What did that come on? Uh, I think it was PBS. PBS. If, if it was like, is that the free channel? Yeah. I, yeah, but I mean, I remember watching PBS, but you know, I, I guess I just don't remember that, man. Yeah, man. But anyway, we used to watch I'm going to look so, that up, though. But, uh, so that, all of that, man, just leads into, uh, you know, like from, uh, breeds from my older brother, you know? Yeah. Uh, and then eventually he kind of went his way, and then I kind of just... Uh, I learned a lot of art um, from tracing comic books, which is probably not a great <laughs> idea, you know, disproportionate. That's why, you know, I'm, you know, but um, and eventually just kind of the growth of my art style, man. You know, I gave up on art um, when I I think it was like when I graduated high school, I went through a very some tough stuff at 18, like at a time when. I feel like was very uh, a sensitive time. Yeah. Um, emotionally and mentally. Um, I don't want to go. Truthfully, I'm not going to go into too much detail about it because I don't want anybody to sound bad about it. And again, in the end, I made the decision that I made, you know. Yeah. But uh, I think I got pressed too hard, too fast. And it wasn't by family um, about some things. And it kind of just like uh, and then that's when I kind of just started turning to drinking. 
Really? Um, there was you laid art it, down and then kind of it it uh yeah I I, I just uh it came it, it, it some of it came out of a uh, broken heart too my first love mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and you know what's interesting a lot of my stuff comes from uh, broken hearts. <laughs> hey man, I mean in one form or another, I think a lot of us have yeah. had some kind of brokenness uh, that, that causes things. So yeah, I gave up uh, art, man. I gave I, I gave up art and fair and comic. Well, no, not really comic books. I kept that going. I actually one of those few people who went from uh, great school all the way into college and beyond with comics i never gave i never had a gap yeah you know how most people gap and yeah uh, yeah you know never had a gap um but uh yes um so i gave up drawing in favor of beer and women you know Uh, and that was and that went on for way too long and then uh when it comes back to the there's a there's a before her darren and an after her darren yeah yeah (laughs) okay okay and so when that that relationship uh, I don't even remember. I don't even know how old I was. It's sad. Um, t- two thousand and uh, two thousand and eleven, I think, is when it, end, it all ended. Um, I was very broken, and I had to find my way out of that. And I didn't know how to find my way out of that. Man, I just hurt. Uh, and I feel bad at this point because I had a good group of friends. I had a good family. All these people wanting to be there for me. Yeah. And I couldn't allow it. I did. I was embarrassed. I was hurt. I didn't want nobody to see me in that kind of condition, you know. I, yeah. I was just so I would just get drunk and I'd go to the bar, uh, and so, and I would just spill my story to everybody who would listen. Poor, poor them, you know. They, <laughs> whoever would, whoever, yeah, yeah. Until eventually it all went away, you know. But uh, right. But yeah, uh, in that journey, man, there was a segue in there too. But uh, <laughs> I try to stay on track here. But in, in, in through all that hurt, man, I. Um, I was trying to find out how to get better mm-hmm. and I met somebody and she, she was a runner and that kind of got me started, started walk, started going outside and walking. Mm-hmm. Right. And that, uh, that would get in the sun. Started. Yeah. I was going through a lot of hard stuff. Uh, cause in there, man, I didn't just, you know, what do they say? The three, the three biggest stressors in life, the loss of a loved one, the loss of a career and divorce. So in that, and to give a little information on that, I had lost two of those in a month apart. So in 2011, I had uh, about a month or two in, I had lost my quote unquote career. A month later, she walked out, and we had been both of them was about five years running. So just to give some insight onto how much that hurt, you know, like mm-hmm. what I was trying to find my. So I'd never been, and it took me almost an entire year to find a job. Man, I could not beg for work. It was wow. strange. I'd never been without a job for more than about two, three months willingly. Right. So right. all this, this hurt, I'm, forced I'm, upon I'm, I'm already you know. feeling bad enough as it is. And then to add that on <laughs> and to add the more hurt on, you know, on top of it. But anyway, the, 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 step one was in, interesting, man. I got a spam email mm-hmm. about journaling. Uh huh. And I was like, what's this nonsense? I, you know, but man. you read it. I read it and huh. I downloaded the little app and I started journaling. Really? That was step one. Then I'd met that girl. Yeah. And then uh, we kind of just had like a friendship. You know, we were talking. And then uh, she was a runner, so I started walking. And then I got into running. And so it was like a, a, pr- a process of getting out of all that. Yeah. And I know we're going way off track. No, of it's we interesting, but it's to. funny. I mean, it's not funny. That's not the right no, word. I mean, you laugh at me. It's all right. No, I no, do no, all no I don't mean funny. I, I, that's a knee-jerk word I throw in there a lot of times. What I, what I mean is it's, it's kind of fascinating. I mean, how easy... It is when you say it that way to get out of something. It's yeah. like one thing in front of the other. Yeah, man. Just take this little action, 
sink yourself into that now add to that action now add another thing and then one day you look back and you're like oh wow i'm out of this yeah man and that's and, what you're describing oh and i tell everybody like when they're going through a hard time and then nobody ever wants to hear it yeah time, it takes time nobody ever wants to hear that because they want immediate yeah well we know? live in a world that's telling us we can have and, everything and see I, i'm actually i'm actually subtracting myself from the world like i dude i don't speed I take my time. Yeah. We're about to get into traffic and I, <laughs> but, but, but no, like I, I, I find myself like when I go to eat somewhere, I go do a lot by myself. Yeah. And, um, there's several reasons, but like one of them is like, I always feel like I'm worrying about the other person if they're having a good time. No. Yeah. I understand you know, that. but, it, but it's not just that. It's just because people have lives. They have children. They have. Oh jobs. yeah. And so I don't want to, I don't want to say, I don't want to bug them, but I just kind of go do my own thing. <laughs> hey man. But when I go eat somewhere, I put my phones up, man. Yeah, I, I enjoy the the meal. Our people watch. <laughs> yeah, and you know so, you're describing something I can relate to. I mean, I spend a lot, I like spending time by myself, and even like traveling and stuff. I find that when I go by my when I go with other people, I worry about them more. It takes me out of the experience a lot of times because I'm more of a wanderer. Like yeah. if I go left and it's not the right way. If I was supposed to go right, but I went left, I'll drive to the end of wherever left goes and go, well, now I know what's down here and I'll turn around and go back and Man. then go the right way. That doesn't bother me when I'm with other people. I, I feel like I carry and pick up on their irritation that maybe yeah, we're not man. where we're supposed to be and why are we going down here and if you'd have just I just get that feeling and it takes me out of the actual experience yeah. of being sort of just a wanderer a little bit no, you know? and I like that because I'm just, I'm similar man I'll go an extra block and a half to take a right turn or whatever <laughs> right explore I mean like what's I like it, exploring where, where are you what are you in a hurry for and, now I will have to say though like once I get something in my head like a mission like okay I was doing that art drop yesterday and it was uh, me and my buddy Jay, and he was like, he was visiting with people, and I'm like, I, I gotta get this done, man. Right. So until I got the mission done, then I only then could I enjoy myself. So yeah. I went and did all the drops real quick, and I came back, I was like, all right, now I can relax and have fun. See, I get that. Like this morning, I was like that. I got up and drove down to Rutherford Beach to watch the sun come up, and I was like, you know, on my way back, in my brain, my analytical mind was like, okay, the best way to go back home is to take this highway and then take it right here. And then this way, skip the ferry. And then you can get back and you get back to Lake Charles and then hit sulfur. And I was doing all that stuff in my head. And then I just was like, why am I doing that? Just explore a little bit. Take a highway. Yeah. You haven't taken it. Take a road. You're going to get back. And wow. it isn't going to matter if you're 10 minutes later than you thought. And, and just letting all that go. And I, get, I got to see places I've never yeah. seen before. I've got to go down roads I never saw. Find roads that connect other things and see you know plant life that i don't get to see yeah. on the reg and it was like okay that's more of an enriching experience yeah. but it's all dependent on having the freedom to explore without a time constraint and well, other people's happiness being involved or attached yeah to it, no know? man and, and it's the state of what it is the state of being yeah. you know just in the moment and, right. and uh you know driving around taking your time Hey man, I'll get there when I can get there. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to just be late to be late like today. Like I told you, I'd be here. At, you know, and I was like, uh, you know, so, you know, I'm going to be here at a, at a reasonable time. I'm not going to be late. You know? Right. But right. like when it comes to stuff like that, that like was it really important for you to be here and saw for ten extra minutes early? No, it wasn't, man. No. Take your time to, to you know enjoy, you know your life. Yeah. You know I mean, I feel like that. Um, there's a lot of living. I feel like we just consume our lives instead of just living it. 
you know i mean yeah. we're just we're we're chasing after all this stuff uh materials or whatnot now i'm just like okay but are we actually living you know right, I, right. I don't i don't want to work this sounds so lazy but i don't want to work the rest of my life man no, i don't, don't. want to just live to work i want to make sure that i'm living a, a my worst life possible you know well, dude i mean you know yeah from that perspective i mean we're all a bunch of the whole way everything's structured you could just look at people and just go we're just a bunch of matrix batteries you know yeah. just feeding some machine and that's not what a human life is for yeah. you know i don't want to live like that either no man i don't want to be like a uh, you know a, a pig you know yeah i just don't want to be like a chess piece for the world I'm just like uh Going so, about the mundane. And, so speaking of not doing things around the mundane, <laughs> let's get to your art, 1221 Studio. Right, so I want to talk about that because that's uh, very unique. And I mean, you doing that these last few years, I always enjoy watching you come up with your characters. But then I honestly, I'm not going to lie to you. Like I go, when you start doing your game yeah. with those, and I'll, you can explain that to people that okay. don't know what it is, but uh, when you start, I always, for some reason, I always go, oh, that's right, he's about to go give them away. Yeah. In my mind, I always, for some reason, don't connect that you're getting ready for the game. Yeah. I just see them as, oh, look, he's the next character, oh, his next yeah. character, and then all of a sudden, you start doing your drops, and I'm like, oh, that's right. Yeah. I don't know why uh, I do that, but I do it every year, and I won't next year. It's a... Uh, it's it's um i think it's a uh, jake parker i don't know if you're familiar with him on mm, um uh, he's a phenomenal artist uh but anyway uh, i think he, he created what's called world art drop day and i okay. think it's the second man i'd be lying to you uh it's like the second tuesday in september okay if i'm not mistaken yeah but anyway uh i thought like i always wanted to do it you know and um so the initial time the first time i did it i want to say this year was my fifth year doing it. Fifth year, if, I, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, and each year it has grown in a uh, product, um, like the number of the pieces. number of pieces, yeah, um, and as as well as people who hunt. You know, like this year was, I mean, dude, abs- you had dude, people like outstanding. I mean, I, I was I was hey, like, wow, man, dude, look at all these people. I, and I'd given up last year. I was really? like, I'm done. I, I'm just burnt. Was it because out. of just, just involvement? It or? just just like I, I was just like it. I don't know if people realize, and I mean, you've dealt with this obviously in the art, in the art world. People don't realize the amount of time and work that goes into these things. Like one of those little drawings, man. Um, this is not counting like thumbnailing and things like that. One of those little drawings, probably depending on how detailed it is, which are not ex- extremely detailed, at, at least, man, at a minimum two to three hours. Yeah, per piece. piece. And how I did many pieces? Hey, seventy-three this year. So oh I mean, you gosh, do the math, dude. <laughs> You know, I suck at math. So, that's how many you dropped. Yeah, 73. I didn't man. realize it was that many pieces. So uh, it started off when I first, I was like, I kind of always wanted to participate in the World Art Drop. I was like, well, I mean, do we even have that around here? Well, looks. I did a little bit of research, and somebody was doing it. It was called uh, Bring It Home LC. And I don't remember what that revolved around. There was a lady who did it, I think. I remember I, that. I, I don't I remember. Do. I don't remember who it was, though, but I remember that. And, um, it was like a hashtag thing. Yeah, hashtag. Around. And I still keep it alive with the drop. You know, I do. Yeah, okay. In memory of her, whoever she is, you know, I, I don't. Someone listening might yeah. remember. But, um, and I don't know. But, um, so I just kind of kept that alive. And that, and I, I tagged the Visit Lake Charles because it's, uh, I think that's the, the visitor center yeah, thing. Yeah, it's a visitor center. You know, center. Just, just to bring, try to, some attention to it. And again, man, I'm not. The goal is not to make money on this. It's just something that I do because I love to do it, man. When people find it and I see somebody excited about it, man, that brings a lot of joy to my heart, yeah. man. It's cool. And the fact that people actually participate and when they post their pictures, you know, man, it's wonderful. And then like somebody was saying, it's a, it's a good, clean family event. 
Yeah. You know, like thing. I never really thought about it like that, but that's what it, I mean, just families yeah. can do that, you know, um, and, and again, who am I? You know, I'm just this guy, right? Right, right. Uh, but anyway, so five years ago, I think, man, I, I should have done the research. Five <laughs> years. I, I believe it, though. So, I remember, you've been doing it a long time. And uh, there was, I think I, I dropped, I dropped six pieces in Lake Charles. They were very rough, though. It wasn't quite like how they've become a little more refined. And on the seventh day, I dropped myself. So if you could find me where I'm at, wherever you, you were, you know where. I, well, I think you might know where I go on. I used to go on Sundays. Yeah, yeah. Preon Lake Pray Park. Lake Park. Yeah. And I do my quote unquote creative jam sessions that everybody right. thought was a rock out session, but <laughs> 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 I get it why you know. But uh, but uh, uh, I dropped myself, and I want to man. Uh, uh, you know her, you uh, the girl Shaquilla. Yeah. Okay. Solomon. She she won it because she, oh, okay. she was trying to get to me, but she traffic preventer. But anyway, so for the seventh drop, I ended up doing what I call a, a pop you character. It's a I take you, ask, or like whoever, I ask you five to seven uh, seven questions. I want you to answer five of them. Based on those questions, I draw your own pop culture character and I write you out like a story, like a syno- story synopsis. Nice. And so that was the the, the cool, big man. the big prize for that. Um. And then the next year, I did a similar thing. I think I dropped um, 12 pieces. So it was two a day leading up to Sunday. Sunday was the drop, uh, the drop dropping myself. So it was another pop you. And then the next year, it was, I think it was just um, three a days, but I didn't do the pop you, I don't believe. Okay. No, no, no. I did one more pop you. It was three a days and pop you. Um, and then the next year, it was uh, 30 drops. Cause am I doing the math right? I think it's fourth year there. And then this year it was, uh, oh, sorry, last year it was the 30 drops and I wanted to do more. So what I did was I created uh, the Chick-fil-A birthday giveaway. Okay. So I was gonna go eat at Chick-fil-A and I was gonna give away an equal amount of pieces to the, the age I turned. So I was, I was turning 42. So I did 42 pieces. And the concept behind that, which I didn't plot it out or plan it well, was for you to come hang, come say hi, grab a piece of artwork for yourself, grab one for a friend or somebody who made a difference in your life. If they made you smile, if it's a uh, did a good deed, changed your life, whatever it may be, uh, whether it be a family, a friend, a stranger. You see somebody doing, hey man, right. here's some artwork. And the idea was to for them to take a picture with them and share their story. And that way we could share like some good in the world. Yeah, kind of like yeah, what you're doing yeah, here yeah. vocally, except visually. Yeah. And uh, it, it didn't really go over well. It just, what, what do you it, mean? Like, I, it just, I just kind of like midway through it, I was like, I, uh, nobody, I, was, I kind of lost hope in it. So I just gave away all the pieces. <laughs> oh, so you, you didn't have like the turn. No, like, no. But, I, but, but here's the deal. In, 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 in equal defense, I think like one person did it. Yeah. And that's fine. You know, man, hey, it reached one person. Somebody gave it to somebody. Yeah. And then, but here's the deal. I gave away a bunch of artwork so it reached somebody else. Right, right. Know? Somebody, somebody, so, it's touching somebody's life. I mean, yeah. that's, that's. A th- um, so um, there was that, man. And then uh, this year. Uh, like, because at the end of that, I was just kind of like, man, I'm burnt out. I'm discouraged a little bit. I was but like, I love discouraged just from the participation just, not being. I, I think it's yeah. I think it's um, again the amount of work that goes into that art drop, man. Like, it sounds silly, but hey, man, uh, working the job, going packages up, going find a location. Taking the photo, right. and it sounds people are like, "Man, that dude's lazy." You know? No, I <laughs> know it, what you mean. It takes man. A, it takes a lot of work, man. To, to yeah. and it's time consuming. 
you know, and to put that together. And I think I was just feeling kind of burnt out, you know, yeah, maybe yeah, not sure. discouraged, just kind of just burnt out, man. I'm like, it was fun. It was good. I had a good turnout on it. Wasn't like nothing truly negative about it. You know? Yeah. I was just kind of like, man, I'm tired. It burns me out. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, and, anything you do, I mean, like, look, even like this, I mean, it's a labor of love. I mean, yeah. you can, it's fun. Yeah. And it's fulfilling, but it still takes work and time, and you still have to put, if you want it to be the way you want it. And I'm like you, you know, I want it to be a certain way and Absolutely. sound a certain way. I want it there to be value in it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it does take work and time. I mean, but, it's uh, not just empty of energy. No, but I uh, said so it was good, man. Um, and I enjoyed it, but I, I, I was like, man, it's just time to like call it quits on this, this project, yeah. you know. And, man, like last year was a truly, truly powerful and life-changing year for me man. really um and what happened um okay so i'm trying to do time frame here um i you so you knew that i was working offshore and all yeah that. i remember okay that. um and you got the start of the new job and uh so that was actually i don't man i'm gonna screw up the timeline in the days i'll do the best i can navigating this for you um I was already having a tough time offshore. I was just like, man, it went from the 28 and 28, which I loved, to 28 and 14. Yeah. And, you know, 14 days off is a lot of time. But when you're out somewhere 28 days and you come home, man, that's not a whole lot of time. Right. And then they were cutting pay and benefits. And, hey, man, that's life. It happens. You know, we're all expendable, I mean, in any job. Uh, but some other some, some side stuff was happening over there. Uh, also, I think, like, the Sunday or that weekend before – um, so we crew changed on Thursday or Wednesdays, I believe. And that weekend before I was preparing myself to like, get, you know, mentally to go back and everything. And, uh, my mom called, my dad was in the emergency room, mm. which we've kind of talked just recently. This happened again, but mm -hmm. this was, uh, I, so I went and drove to Jennings. I remember uh, this. Uh, and man, it, uh, it first time I ever seen, you know, she had been having health issues for years, man. Um, and it was the first time I, I saw him after a major stroke. You know, mm -hmm. I've seen him have like little seizures and stuff, and it bothers me, you know. But, uh, and I was like, hey, man. And usually he has some nasty jokes or something mm -hmm. to say. But, but I was like, hey, man, the uh, doctor said you still have a brain because we always joke with him about that. Yeah, you yeah. Know? And he was like, Whoa. and he liked the droop and the, yeah. the uh, hey, man, come, man, just messed my brain up bad um, and just made me really consider how i was living and in just in general stuff and I, I was back in church like i said ashley had got me going back in church yeah. at this time you know but um i was just kind of halfway in it yeah and uh man and it just that really messed my head up and i got offshore and then had some stuff i'm not going to go into details of that because it's just negative nonsense but um needless to say they were trying to get me to i got out there and the next day they were trying to ship me to another boat and it was a messed up situation, but I was like, fine, whatever, man, fly me in. So they flew me in. I drove a mile away from Fushan. I was like, hey, man, this is Darren. You can consider it's my resignation. And I probably shouldn't have, <laughs> I probably shouldn't have went out like that. You know, man, I probably should have acted more uh, rational. You just set a wall, though, man. I was just done, man. Yeah. I, and you know what? I, I don't regret the decision at all. I loved doing that job, though. I really did, man, when it was a 28, 28, and I worked with a good crew and stuff. A lot of good people out there. Yeah, uh, but anyway, I probably shouldn't have walked like that, man. That was <laughs> that probably wasn't the smart move financially, or you know. But I was just, I, I just, I, I, don't, I didn't know what to do. You know, I was just like, uh -huh. I'm done with this job. I'm, well, and I was, I was looking for an out too, kind of, and this prevented. And so, uh, he was. 
I was always going to say something negative, but I'm not. Uh, so I went home. And uh, so I ended up staying with my mom for the rest of the year. Uh, I still had my place in Lake Charles, you know, but I kind of just stayed because this was late in the year. This was, uh, I think, around Thanksgiving, maybe. It's a couple of months yeah. left in the year. So I just kind of, uh, and, you know, man, and that was a, it was a beautiful thing, man, to be able to to get there to stay with my mom and help her. You know, I mean, I know she, she I mean, she is, we always say that she's, there's a special place reserved in heaven for her because she had to put up with three, uh, four boys, my dad being one of them. <laughs> so, but, but yeah, I mean, a bunch of, she raised, you know, a bunch of heathens here, you know, but, um, but no, she, uh, man, a, a beautiful, and I'm not just saying this because of my mom, man, but she is the embodiment of, uh, love and giving, man. I mean, she is a, I'll call her a saint, man. And, yeah. uh, and, and, and it's not like you said, she will be very humble about everything that she does good but like you were talking about how people comment to you without knowing you about me it's like that with her her people that surround her they see uh, i mean she's a wonderful soul you know and uh man, i love my mom very much i love my dad very much so i was able to spend that time with them while he was down you know and um it had a better like we were talking about how like um I avoided Jennings for a long time because yeah. it it was hurtful to go home. Yeah. And I was like, quit being selfish, man. This is not about you. This is about. So I got off my butt and I started this. That was kind of like the onset of that where it made me feel, okay, I need to start participating in my family a little more uh, on certain levels. And I still suck at it, but I'm, I'm getting better, you know? All right. I'd like to think so. And, um, so into that year, like, um, so that segued into, uh, Am I using segue too much? Probably, and saying <laughs> probably saying uh too much. But in, in, into into eighteen, when eighteen started, man, I started looking for a job. I had some money put up, so I was good for a while. Yeah, and I was like, man, you know what? Everybody always said, hey, man, you should teach art. You should do this, blah blah blah. And you know what happens with that? You're like, all right, I'm gonna go out on my own. Crickets. <laughs> uh, yeah. And that's all right because you know what, man. I know. Hey, but mean. but it was some. There was some. There's value in everything, right? Even right. as something that didn't work out for me. And look, I didn't, let's be honest, I didn't put forth the best effort or marketing push to be like, hey, I'm going to teach, I'm going to do this. You know, I kind of just half-weighed it, man. Uh, you know, I just kind of, I didn't know what I'm doing, you know. But anyway, so I ended up getting, um, ended up getting uh, a call and like, hey, we think we got a job for you, you know. Well, it was kind of interesting. I don't know how much information I can volunteer here, but I'll let I me mean, do my best. Do your uh, best. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, but he, at, the information that I got was at first, my boss now didn't want to even interview me. He was huh. like, I don't, I don't know why you, because I went through like a little uh, hiring service. Uh huh. And he was like, I, he's like, I don't, I don't know why you put in this resume on my desk. He doesn't have this. And the guy was like, um, this is my understanding now from what I got from the story. Was like no 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 you, you're reading this part of his resume. What you don't get is that he has this this and this. Okay, so then I went into that. So finally, I got called in for that interview, and I was like, I went in there and I was like, you know what, man, I had, if I get it, I get it. If I don't, I don't. Right, what, what's not, the worst that could possibly? Like, I did. I don't want to say I didn't care, but I kind of was very carefree about it. And I went in there, and like I told you, hour and a half interview, man. Hour and a half. I've never been in it, but hey, man, and uh. He again, like I think I told. I don't know if we even talked. Did we talk 
before we record about this or no? Well, you and I have <laughs> talked in the past about this okay. conversation that y'all had, yeah. but it wasn't it wasn't today. But, we but, talked about but it. But yeah, before. so and uh, I don't know if we. I mean, I was saying earlier, were we recording when we talked? No, about No, I don't think so. I don't. Okay, because so. I don't want to like do, people are like, man, are they repeating themselves? No, I don't think so. I don't okay. think we were recording. But anyway, it went on. Uh, but everything that that guy told me in that interview, and this is a year later, man. Everything he told me and kind of promised me in that interview has held his word. I mean, truly good man. You know, and I'm can't say that about a lot of bosses, man, but this is, I mean, That's good, love this man. guy, man. Love his family. They're great. They're great to me, man, the things they've, you know. But anyway, so all of this led to that job, you know, um, which was a true blessing to me, this, these two, this, the first job. And then he came with a proposition later on, and little did he know that I was really struggling with the job about some things. So the Thursday before, before okay so this one on thursday uh my older brother and me went eight and my older brother's like hey you're being stupid be patient and he's right you're and then, stupid, then, then the next day on friday I went i talked to mr david mr david was kind of not as bold but he was like just be patient you know because i was struggling with the financial end of it and i was ready to move not for not through any bad reasons, but I was kind of just ready to get out on my own. You know, I was living with a friend that uh, had opened up her house to me. And, uh, so, which I'm forever grateful for that as well, because she got me out of a situation that was less than desirable, you know? So I'm forever grateful to her. So thank you, Patsy. Um, and then, um, after that Friday, that Monday or Tuesday, he called me in the office <laughs> and he, he was like, Hey, I need to see you in my office. And I'm like, Oh, here we go. Uh -oh. And he's like, don't worry. You're not in trouble, man. But he <laughs> offered me this second position, man. I see. Okay. Hey, uh, true God sent on that one, man. I mean, uh, yeah. there's no other words behind that it is a true blessing, a true God sin for now, the position that I'm in, you know, I'm very grateful every day for this man and his family and for what they've given me in both jobs wow it's man. a wonderful man you know like that's awesome that's truly great. love being there you know yeah. man uh, how many people can say that i mean like and, i don't hear that all the time oh and it, the interesting part is man i never saw myself being in either one of these positions you know yeah they don't contribute to my art life in, in a certain way but you know, right but no i uh, what allows room for you yeah to do that, it does though, absolutely see? and that's something and, i think early on and John, I don't want to jump off too far, but you know, when I first met you, you know, you were doing graphics yeah. for a company and, and you weren't happy. No, that beat the creative life out of me. Yeah. And to it's interesting how it to did the that. point where I never wanted to touch a pencil. Yeah. I remember that. I remember, I remember feeling sad about it. I yeah. remember going, man, it sucks that, and not, not, not on you, yeah. but just on the, the drudgery of certain industries, graphics design can yeah. be like that for people. And it just, and it just, I was like watching that happen to you. I was yeah. like, man, it's just clobbering him over the head. Over but it, over it wasn't for me, man. You know, yeah. so and now look, just, I mean, it's gone and yeah. now you've replaced it with actual art. You, so, you know, what's interesting though, in that, who would have ever thought that graphic design would translate into offshore work? No, and I wasn't, no, I wasn't I doing anything manual, but I was doing some computer. Hey, man, file structuring and things like that truly helped. Very simple. Yeah, yeah, simple, uh, similar. And on, continuing on my story, like you were talking about. So before the job thing now took place, uh, I was having some stress and struggles. And I was laying in my bed and I just woke up. I was like, I'm done, man. Just I was like, not take me out kind of way, but I was like, I give it up to you, God. I'm mm. done this is my burden here and not is, you got to the end of it and you know what man like after that day like things that would stress me out and bother me and just like weigh me down 
off my ch- I'm not saying I don't still have struggles, you know, and stresses, but the, 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 the panics and the heavy, heavy worries and all the burden that I would walk around with, man, it was gone, man. Hmm. Wow. I mean, that's, and, Took it off. and I know, I know people believe or they don't believe. Yeah. Th- this is my, this is mine. This is my story. You know, I mean, if you want to disagree, fine, whatever. You know, I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not going to argue with anybody. Right. Waste of time. And well, you know what, man, I told somebody the other day in a conversation, uh, I actually don't care anymore. Yeah. If it's uh, I, I believe what I believe, yeah. feel what I feel through my own experiences, and someone could come at me and say, "Well, you know, some of that could just be in your head." I've actually come to the point where I go, "You're right. It could be just in my head, and I'm okay with that too." Yeah, I'm okay hey, man, either way. It doesn't w- matter because as long as it is generating a tangible, actionable, manifestable good in this world. Yeah. Then I'm okay with it. So what, I don't care. It sits well with me, man. I go to bed and sleep well at night. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I mean, and that's completely fine. Um, and then one other thing that, so all of these, you talk about like transformations and stuff like that. So all of this, like the, the quitting the, the, the my dad's health, the quitting that job, um, the beginning of that year with the uh, quote unquote failure of the me trying to be a professional artist, which whatever, man. Um, the uh, the revelation of the, the lifting of the burden. Uh, mm-hmm. The two jobs. There was also booty yoga. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, yeah. So through you, and actually, that's how I found out about it. It's, and that's I, been what, uh, almost a year going on. Like, yeah, it's getting close to a year. like a February. I think I started around February. Yeah, and uh, so and you it, found out about that through this through, through you? podcast. Yes, wow. through, there's a lot of stuff that you people on here, man. Um, I've heard of some of it vaguely and just kind of like brushed through it or whatnot. And I feel bad about that. I feel like I should investigate more in this community, you know, and like, sure, like what, what, and I, that's why I like this because, and, and, uh, just like what, what, Bra- what Brainy is doing with the social scene. Yeah. Um, I like that because I always was like, man, Lake Charles, we don't, we miss out on a lot. They're like, Hey man, at Chuck Fest this weekend, people are like, I didn't even know about that. Mm. So sign up for the newsletter, obviously for the convention, but like, there's so much you can do, but she provides a lot of good information oh of yeah local and it's stuff. street view stuff um, too i love yeah. that and then there's the stuff that you're doing right you're introducing me to a lot of people i would have never probably met before even if i don't meet them personally that's but, interesting. Um, okay. no okay. you are you're introducing good. me to a lot of good stuff like i had heard always heard of uh speaking of this uh those absolute beautiful story was uh the Dewana's closet man oh yeah what that, a great uh, one man. dude that i love me. that story absolutely i could probably listen to that one episode several times but man it's a truly beautiful story um, but I'd heard about that before, never really knew. But see, here you are, you're bringing this to the light. Not that people didn't know what it was already, but you're introducing her to a whole nother set of people. Don't have kids, so why should I even know about this? No, that's right. But, I, that's exactly right. If, you, you know? if you're if you willing, I'm hoping that. I always have hoped that for finding yeah. good news is but, that if people... You know, we all kind of, some people do. I know you're a completionist, so you're going front to, you know, start yeah, with number man. one and go to the end. Some people just go in and cherry pick the ones. And I always encourage folks to go, look, go and listen to the ones that you don't think yeah. are in your wheelhouse because you'll find out that even if maybe what they're talking about doesn't, you don't feel like it relates to you, they're human beings yeah. and they're going to have something that relates to you. Well, and there's, I think there's a lot of good, uh, there's a lot of good in there. <laughs> but no, but and I like listening chronologically, but. Because I struggle breaking it up, man. I'm like, <laughs> I missed an episode. You know, I don't know what what goes What's on. What's going to happen next yeah. week? I'm finding a but, uh, but yeah, so so part of my transformation too was uh, was the the booty yoga, man. Yeah, like, well, that's uh, awesome. Hey, I mean, man, I've got to send. Got to let her know. Oh, talk about beat the life out of me, though, man. After the first day, I was like, I'm never coming back. <laughs> uh, I remember when I first started seeing Dude. you go there. I went, look at this guy. Yeah, man. It's hey, a man. It's hard, it, and it, it looks good, hard. It's it's it, it, it 
it it uh, breaks you down like physically and mentally and emotionally and emotionally like, yeah man like hey man there's days i leave there and i'm like fired up excited and i get home and i'm like the hell is wrong with me oh my gosh man Dude, it's, it's clear it's like clearing man. isn't that something it's but it, i think it's the 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 stress on the body like the, the challenge and the stress on chemicals the body, man, just, kinda, just everything that's um, wild man and then through her i met Ange. Uh, i don't know if you i don't think you've interviewed her mm-hmm. but like uh uh but Ange was like a substitute and then we 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 had a we kind of hit it off friends man she's she's cool and funny but like i love elizabeth i love Ange, man i love everything that they have done for me through this and wow, i'm very dude. appreciative uh you know um what of, an incredible testimony man i love hearing that yeah so i bet they love hearing that too well, i hope so do you tell them i mean have you told I, them? I, I, I don't know if i full on but yeah. there we go well, there you go y'all just got it <laughs> no those guys they're, they're great though man and they're fun and they're 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 like um they're attentive and friendly too you know like uh, they'll ask you about your day and, and it didn't come off as like that typical hey how's your day kind of thing you yeah know? right right it's general concern and that's cool man you know and some days there's days you want to talk to people some days you just want to just want to get in there and do the- take it out on a mat <laughs> yeah but so so anyway man we we you know there uh, so there's a lot of elements that went into these trans this transformation of who i am today um and, you know man and look um pushing on 43 here in a couple months 43 you know? i know I mean, your birthday's in december i mean i'm no halloween baby but uh, <laughs> yeah speaking of no, okay yeah we got to talk we about hadn't that. even finished 1221 no, studio but <laughs> no we have yeah that's the second time we've told the audience yeah, about halloween go, baby. i'm gonna let you want me to you tell us well look i mean look here's here's the thing i mean we're friends <laughs> and we did say that we met at uh talking comic books at the the wharf cajun's yeah. wharf and and then when we were fast friends i felt like we were fast friends yeah man you liked comic books yeah i mean, I mean what was not to like about you we, and, yeah i mean i think that because we worked in similar industries mm-hmm. and we i got to see you you know at the sign company because yeah. i had happened to do a lot of business there in those days and so i don't know it was easy to be friends with you yeah. but uh you know, the real test of friendship comes, I guess, when you start doing things that aren't surrounded by those key elements. It's yeah, like, okay, yeah. we like comic books and we're both in graphic design, but let's go do something that's not related what, to those what, two what, things. What's beyond that, you know? Right. So, what was it? Your your parents were moving, Oh, uh, right? yeah, my parents were moving. And, and that was around the, the beginning of the health issues. I don't even remember what date. Or yeah. Like to, but anyway, but yeah. But we so, had been hanging out a little bit, but um, it was not a lot. We had helped you and Michelle move. Remember, we, right. I kind of forced myself on you, and you were yep, like, we oh, moved man. from the townhouse like, to Sulphur. Like, where are you going to be at? We're going to show up and move you. And y'all did. And that's huge help. My and gosh. And that's when you almost ran over uh, Lance Armstrong at the U.S. Open. Oh, my gosh, <laughs> dude. I forgot about that. Uh, it, the U.S. Open. <laughs> but, Darren, I have a real bad problem with that. Like, I... You've heard some of the other things. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. I to call you. <laughs> no, man, because like, okay, let me just segue here. Let's jump off topic big time. You know, Chad and I were up in DeRitter working one day. You may have heard the story. You know the story about Blue Beetle? No, I didn't. Oh, well, that. dude, so Chad and I were working up there. Wait, the comic book character? No, hang oh, on. No, just okay. get ready. So people who know anything about comic books and pop culture will <laughs> enjoy this. So we're up in DeRitter working one day, and there was a... Uh, a yellow Camaro with black stripes, you know, and it was sitting there in the parking lot, all waxed up and beautiful. And I go, Hey, look, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a blue beetle. And Chad looked at me, he goes, do you mean bumblebee? I was like, obviously I mean bumblebee, but my mouth said blue beetle. And then, you know, I was another time they laughed at me and I was like, God, it's like Darren and that Lance Armstrong and the, 
what did I call it? US Open. The US Open. Well, then we're over here one day filming, and I was waiting on a guy. A couple of months later, I was waiting. I was waiting on my. I was waiting on my my guy to show up. That was the talent. I'm sorry, man. You like that, don't you? I know, because my brain is like, what is going on? It's a wrong connection. We're over here about to film something at the Brimstone Museum as a big festival, and we're waiting on this guy who we'd hired to be the talent. He was going to be the, the personality, but it was starting to drizzle, Yeah. and I had all my camera stuff, and I had an umbrella, and I was on the phone, and I was getting frustrated, and I was like, why didn't somebody tell me where he's out? Because he's got me walking around out here like... Like God dang Danny DeVito and the penguin. <laughs> and they were like, Bro, why did you say that? Why did you say that? I was like, What did I say? And he said, You said he's got you walking around here like God dang Danny DeVito in the penguin. I was like, Well, obviously, what I mean is it's raining and I have an umbrella like Danny DeVito uh, as the penguin in the movie Batman Returns obviously yeah how do y'all not connect that did you, you know? not connect yeah. the dots so he's got what's me walking here like I think Danny DeVito and the penguin what's your problem why do you know that so dude I, all of that to say <laughs> the story we're about to tell is of no surprise because you did that so okay so you so uh, you, you you and me were, I go I show up at your place we go to Sonic and we're kind of getting to know each other Wait, and we're waiting for Gillen waiting on our friend Jason yeah, that's he, right uh, he had too much coke the night before not cocaine but <laughs> he had too much sugar the night before yeah <laughs> we were waiting and we were like you know we, we didn't know a lot about each other I mean we knew some but this was yeah, a more just, like time for us to talk personal yeah, I've never met your family and all yeah, that kind of was, stuff it, it was more like uh, you were saying. It was more personal than the actual. Uh, we had connection through graphics. Yeah. And, yeah. So anyway, go ahead, man. So we're sitting there in the truck, and you say, "I mean, tell me if I'm wrong about this, but you you were talking about birthdays yeah. and when each other's birthdays are." And I say, "Oh, my birthday is August 14th." And again, I don't know you very well at this point. <laughs> and you say, "Ah, oh, you're one of them Halloween babies," and so. <laughs> The there was just face. sort of a dead silence in the cab, and I'm looking out the window going, what does he mean by that? Like, August 14th and a Halloween baby, so I don't know something. I was sitting there, like, trying to connect the dots, and then out of the blue over here, I hear you go, man, <laughs> don't listen to a damn thing I say. <laughs> obviously, obviously not right. <laughs> We laughed about that for so long. Oh, yeah, you wanted them Halloween. So when's your birthday? That was August 14th. Oh, so you wanted them Halloween babies. Indeed. What's funny is I didn't know you very well, so I really was having that like. You remember? Because I was like oh, going, dude, oh, dude, what's he talking about? The look on your face, too. I mean, I wish you. Something. This I must mean something. I wish you could have seen how you looked in your face when I looked at you. And I'm like. I was like, I cannot believe that just came out of my mouth. You know, yeah, like, it's totally wrong. Th- I thought I was being smooth and funny and clever and obviously months off from being clever. <laughs> oh, man. That's all, obviously oh. it's Blue Beetle. Obviously. Of course. Of course. Why oh, dude. So we both got, we got our okay. marks. Yeah. I mean, that's funny. It really oh, hey, is man. funny, dude. Hey, if you can laugh at yourself, right? Oh, man. dude. I, that was a good I, way to start. We laughed, but dude, we laughed after that. Yeah, I, we laughed all the way to Jennings. Yeah. And I find great humor in myself, man. Oh, the dumb stuff that stuff. I've done, and I look back and reflect like that, like, 
who says that? You know? Oh, yeah, dude. Guy. I think so. what it is is I, there's so much in your mind. And it's like, if you're like me, there's so much. It's like me with the Blue Beetle thing. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like it's going overtime and it's looking through the data banks oh, of man. like pop culture. And I'm going, bug, color, it's yellow, bumblebee. And, my, and I just say Blue Beetle just comes oh, out. Man. And it's like obviously the wrong... Like, Watch how clever I'm going to be. Oh, with watch this. this. Watch this. How I'm going to be Halloween, baby. Halloween, babies. Yeah, in August. Jackass. <laughs> so, actually, now that we're talking about it, what, what, what was there? Wasn't there a reason that you thought that? Though? No, there was no reason. Oh, it, was, it, just it came out the head. Oh, you just like I was Halloween telling you baby. earlier, like a verbally diarrhea of people. I don't, even, I don't even know if I pronounced that right. But yeah, it's just like I just like this comes out and I'm like. And I'm like, that's why I was actually nervous about coming on here too. I'm like, what is gonna come out of my mouth, man? Dude. Because once I, hey, dude, once you give me permission to unload, it's it's over with. I'm like, I'm gonna walk away from this like uh, Will Ferrell in old school. You know oh. when he gave that he gave that speech. Like, huh, what did I say? What? Did so I say? I'm gonna walk out of here. Hey, I'm like, huh? Do you know what's crazy? Do you know how many people leave here and say, I have no idea what I just. Well, I don't even know what I remember what I talked about. That's a beautiful thing, dude. That happens all the time. People, they'll we'll be talking outside after an episode and. Folks will say, God, I, I'm going to have to listen. I'm going to have to listen to it again. I don't even remember what I've said yeah. in these no, last couple man. hours. I, I have no idea what I'm talking about right now. So, God, yeah. dude. So, so what uh, I mean, so 1221. Back on track. So that transformation, like I was telling you about. So like in um, year four, I had kind of quit. The art. I was like, I wrote this big, sad sounding thing, you know, I was like, oh, I'm done and time to move on, blah, blah, blah. Right, right. Then the transformation and everything. And then this year I was like, you know what? Something really grabbed at me. It's like, man, one more year. And I was like, all right. I knocked out. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to do, I'm going to try it again. I'm going to do the art drop. And I'm gonna do birthday giveaway, and uh, uh, so I was like, so I knocked out 73 pieces of artwork. Now this is beforehand, man. This was earlier in the year, so I wanted to make sure I had a uh, jump on it. Knocked out the 73 art pieces. Well, <clears throat> when it came drop time, September, you know, so like I usually just try to run the month, man. And this this is the second year that I've had this job, so it's a little little different. Then when I was offshore, I had 20 days, 28 days off to just run rampant, you know? Right. So I had to work around not just one, but two jobs and do the art drop. So yeah. I kind of made it in my head. Yeah. Like I had to adjust some things. Well, um, man, I was making so many drops that I realized I'm like, man, it's only like two weeks in. I'm about to be done with 30 drops. And I was like, uh, what am I going to do? You know, because hmm. that, that's the end of the game, 30 drops, you know? Yeah. And I already advertised on the little sheet, the little insert instructions, 30, 30 drops in 30 days. Well, I also branched out this year, and I hit um, I hit Moss Bluff. I hit Westlake. I, I hit Sulphur. I hit Iowa. I hit Jennings and Welsh. That's a lot, man. I'd like to do, if it was in the realm of possibility, I'd like to, where there's interest, I want to drop. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, and I had a lot of help this year uh, I had it had a team of elves yeah <laughs> my friend Jen and her little uh, cousin Mia I saw them yeah. in a picture yeah with you? yeah, yeah. They, okay. they helped they were tremendous help this year when I did the moss bluff and, and sulfur drops that's so, cool man um but uh so I was like man what am I gonna do so I was like you know what if I just combine both of them and do one massive drop so it's like 73 drops so I mean I, I unloaded this year man and 73, 73 drops. art drops and so this uh, is across what five cities six cities uh, five okay. right sulfur Lake Charles uh, Moss Bluff Jennings and Welch oh wait hold on sulfur Westlake well uh, Westlake, Moss, okay. Bluff. Moss Bluff <laughs> Lake Charles uh Iowa 
Oh, Welsh wow. and Jennings. I think there's seven, 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 seven cities, man. Seven cities, seven 73 cities. pieces. 73 pieces, man. Um, now, some of the cities didn't get as many drops, obviously. You know, uh, I, went man, I, got a, I got a huge reaction uh, in Sulphur this year, man. Really? Uh, yeah, it was, uh, it, was, it was good. I'm happy. You know, That's man? awesome, I was, like, man. Uh, I was surprised. Like, I thought Lake Charles would be like my biggest, which they are, you yeah. know, obviously. Uh, you know, but I, I got a, uh, actually even Moss Bluff, too, man. Yeah. Uh, I got a big reaction in Moss Bluff as well. So, and now, are these people like that now? I'm just trying to understand. So, are these people that find this on your Facebook page, or is yeah, this people uh, through Instagram? Like, what's so the main? Both, so, I run both. I do Instagram and my 1221 uh, Studio Art page, and you post through your personal, right? No, this year I didn't do personal. Oh, really? Just and, the and, page. And here's okay. the reason why, man. It's a little bit of selfish on my end. I want people to go to my art page. No, I mean that's that's. I don't not do all. I don't I get it. I don't bombard people with art. I don't think, but I want activity on my art page. You know, yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I so I guess I'm not being selfless, you know, it, it's, it's, well, yeah. but I'd rather people go there and flock there. That way I'm not bombarding personal page with just, yeah. all my, that's, a, that's a, something I struggle with. I'm like, you know, no, I understand. Cause I mean, look, I can say I got a similar, I don't know if it's a struggle. I knew when I started this show, I was going to have to be out front. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, I'm the host, I'm the voice. I'm the one that most likely people are going to be talking to 99. Nine percent of the time, so for me, I have to kind of accept that it's in both worlds. Because find the good news is is with Orrin Parker. No, you know what I mean? Yeah, so that's no, right a different on, thing. Uh, it's a little weird for me, yeah. honestly. So it's it's a little strange. So I try to, you know, getting back to how, who you're who I who I see myself yeah, is yeah. what's higher self versus the person you have to be sometimes I want to make sure very it's the show helps me does that make sense the show is a no, help to me because yeah, it man, gives man. me more of a reason because I'm interacting with people on the reg now whereas you know most of my interactions before the podcast were mostly just professional reaction yeah. uh, interactions so i guess i i guess i understand what you mean i just can't almost can't do that with no 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 man because to me like this is orrin parker right, right. man that's part you're, of you're kind of inside you know, my world and, and, yeah, yeah. and to me hey man if you the way you're talking about like your, your inner self and how people perceive or how you perceive yourself you know man uh, sometimes we lie to ourselves you oh know? yeah for but sure. like the thing is is that like man you know uh you're being a you're a good man you're doing good deeds you're doing good stuff no matter what you may think or feel you know so i always tell people um forgive yourself be easier on yourself uh you know or i had some kind of little clever thing about that but there's a, a, some stuff i use about that it's like uh never let anybody treat you like garbage talk to you talk down to you make you feel less than what you're worth even yourself well that's a good way to do it i think that was there's some other wording that's more clever than that yeah but that's the basis of it man because and i do the same myself you know i'm like i have to remind myself don't speak to yourself like garbage man you know yeah you're you're not a piece of junk man you uh now sometimes i have I, i write these things that seem very weighty and my mom will write me like okay you know no no it's, uh, i meant for it to be you know yeah you talk about like you say you're talking about the bad to get to the good yeah right it, right right but she knows me well enough to know like how i used to be yeah so she's you worried know? you're gonna go in the cave yeah. and not come back so, out right but and i love her for that i mean she cares that's yeah. that's what matters man but like you were saying hey be orrin parker and they find the good news is Warren Parker, so you put that on your personal page. Yeah. Not that I'm not 1221 Studio, but there's only certain things from 1221 Studio that I'll share personally. Yeah. You know what I mean? And mostly right, right. it has to do with open door because that's more open. Uh, I wanted to push people to 1221 Studio and uh, obviously my Instagram page at uh, Darren 
Darren underscore Paul underscore Hanks, which I probably should do 1221 Studio on that, too, because that's... Anyway, I don't know. It's whatever, man. I get you. I understand. <laughs> I do. I understand. But, but that's where mean. I operate. Uh, I used to operate on all three of them. Instagram, uh, Facebook art page, and then Facebook personal page. Um, but I, I wanted to take out the personal element of that. And I just wanted to focus on my art page because I want to bring attention to that art page and the things that I'm doing as well as the artwork and Instagram as well. Because Instagram is like, there's not a whole lot of participation, but it's just the avenue. I love the visual of it. Oh, yeah. No, I actually have a similar feeling. I don't get as much participation. It's it's visual. Visually, you can go in there and get a quick scan of what this place looks like. To me, it's visually stimulating, you know, and it makes me probably lazy, too, because I don't. I like to read, but there's times where I'm like, I start reading. I'm like, I'm bored, <laughs> you know? So sometimes, right. and I know that's not like, cause you had talked about something similar one time about getting people involved to read the material that's under the image, I think, or something yeah, like that. Yeah. It's very difficult to man. Do that, and man. I find myself just as guilty as that, yeah. but I'm very interested in these things, but I'm like, do I have time? <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. So like, that's I, sad, I, I know man, exactly what you mean. See, I have to, with, with limited amounts of time, I have to make everything sort of dual purpose. So yeah. a lot of times I'm just re I'm posting from Instagram over to Facebook, trying to just get the most yeah, out of both things at the yeah. same time because I don't have time to really focus on both. Nah. I I tend to focus more of the, my conversations on Facebook though. I yeah. find that I get more rich conversations and interactions with people there yeah. than I do on uh, Instagram. But I mean, I think a lot more people are active on that. And to me, like m- my older brother is actually on Instagram, but he likes the very non-personal element of it. You know, like mm-hmm. he can just scroll through and like pictures. He doesn't have to sit there and right, and, right. and get consumed by <clears> stuff. Uh, I have a Facebook rule for my personal page. Uh, I scroll through and if I see three negative things, I get off. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, get I mean, that. like, I mean, yeah, I say, yeah. and look, man, I just, I just, I, I don't, you know, people are like, you can't avoid the world around you. Uh, yeah, actually, mm. I, I, sadly, I ostrich syndrome. But here's the thing. I'm my- with you. Can you? Yeah, I agree. And I, I talk about this all the time probably too much but i mean if I, i'm the same way if i see three negative things on facebook and not just negative specific types no, of negative like almost like malicious negativity yeah i get it man or toxic negativity yeah. i'll uh then i look and I, I do i believe it or not i used to not do this yeah. but now what i do is i go where's it coming from like who's the person mm-hmm. and then i will honestly go look at that person and go how often is this happening and yeah. kind of do a little quick assessment of that feed and it almost i i start i consider it like uh static almost like is this static that is like 90 percent of their posts positive and this is just one thing i got you did they just have a shitty day (laughs) i mean really no i mean like because i've seen that where it's like that's kind of like what we don't know what's going on with people and you go man i don't want to turn them off so that's what i love about these features facebook has where you can turn them off for like 30 days or whatever i don't yeah i kind of like that because i mean i always i even encourage people to do it to me i haven't ever said that on the show but if like you ever are listening to me and go you know what i'm kind of tired of this kind of stuff he's posting i just want to get give it a break don't don't delete me yeah or block me just just turn me off for 30 days, and then yeah. if I show back up and I'm still pushing out the same stuff you don't want, then well, I mean, block that, me. That's you know, a, look, man, I, I take none of that personal. You know, if you want to block me, unfollow me, whatever. Man. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I, I don't take I, it I don't want to sound like Billy, Billy Badass here, but I just – I don't – No, like, I don't man, either. If, if I mean – Then, it, you know, like I – I don't know. I just don't. It doesn't bug me, you know, in the way that it probably bugs some people, like loss of numbers and things. I'm like, yeah, no, it doesn't bother Hey, man, me. I know you're wrong. I – I want you to follow me or follow my artwork because you like it and right. you enjoy 
the stuff I have to say about it or whatnot. Yeah. But if not, you know, um, like my personal page, I'm not very active on my personal page. I, I used to use it just for the messenger when I was offshore because it was an yeah. easy way to communicate. Um, you know, the only time my page was ever popular, I guess you could call that, was when I do the elf on the shelf. Elf on <laughs> and, the and shelf. Then after, then, after, right. then after that, like, people would be like, well, this is the most boring human in the world. He See, did Elf on the Shelf in December. And I, then, like, my page completely, just like art, right? Okay, so the art drop, <laughs> it, my, man, dude, it spiked so much this year. Like, literally, um, the, the statistics of it, and I don't really, I'm not really a big numbers person, but over 4,000% of, like, all the, you know, the little numbers? Yeah. Yeah, man, like, four by 4,000% things increased, man. Yeah. Like, pretty, I don't know, I think it's pretty impressive. It is. Um, I, I mean, do. So your elf on the shelf thing, I mean, I've got to stop for a second because you brought it up. I wasn't going to bring it up. I didn't know if you wanted to go there. But that's another one of those things about you that I was like, wow, look, he does this. Like, And I looked forward to it yeah. every year. I was like, what is he going to do this year? Because, okay, so for people who don't know, and did you get that idea from somewhere? Did you no, make that man, up? That, that's, why, that's why I quit, though. Because some people some, were doing somebody it. got famous for it up north in Canada and like and so you just I said, was like, uh, I was like, Oh, you don't wanna you don't recognize the OG? She goes she wrote on there like her for her husband, she's like, Oh, we just thought it'd be a funny idea. I'm like, you know, good and well, you saw me doing it because the hashtag elf on the show. You know you saw it. I saw it, dude. You were you did it for so long, it's almost no. impossible to not see. But yeah. for folks that don't know, is that stuff still out there? Yeah, it's, it's on uh, both my Instagram and I think my personal. Yeah. So Darren basically what he did <laughs> Is he would he dressed up in an elf on the shelf costume, but then he would go sit himself in all these situations, you know, like little elf, little Christmas elf situations, but for grown up grown men, yeah. and they're funny. Yeah. I mean, they were pretty funny. But it, that was that was another thing that was time consuming too, man. I yeah. know. I that was, was like, how when's he doing? This? Me and my uh, well, we we do them in like a couple, like one or two sittings, you know. Oh, like so this. you don't do one at no, a time. No, no, it was uh, go, and like, see, that's what I had my my cousin Brant. You'd met him before. Yeah, I, I met him. Yeah, he was my photographer. If you could call okay. it, <laughs> and that actually, like uh, that, you know, we just, the, the, I just kind of like, man, it is another thing. I just, I don't know, I just kind of lost interest in it. You know, like it was funny, and a lot of people caught on. And I probably should have wrote it out a few more years. It's funny, but it, it really just, was. It, funny. it just got to, and I still have the outfit, man. I dress up on occasion, <laughs> <laughs> but I still have the outfit. Probably ain't been washed in like three years though. So that's but, uh, awesome, man. But, You've uh, done so many things. I mean, just talking to you and laughing today. I mean, that's exactly why people like you, man. Yeah, I mean, you just you have a willingness to try stuff, man. Yeah, but it's being stupid, man. You know, but, but like it's fun. fun. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it's not stupid. Like, Harmless, harmless, stupid, stupid yeah. you know. Um, but yeah, like in back, just to jump off back to the uh, the art drop this year too. Uh, I do owe a big portion. I think uh, everybody that participated, man, that was uh, awesome turnout, man, and the excitement of people. Uh, but there was a lady, Miss Glenetta, who uh, as a friend of my mom. My mom's been cutting her hair for like fifty years, man. Um, she came to my birthday giveaway last year. And the first time I met her. But this year, she was a very big supporter and proponent of it, man. Like, to the point where she discovered, like, eight pieces, man, which is insane. Yeah, but, but hold on, man. Hey, but hold on. Uh, a lot of people don't know this, and I was going to write something about it, but I'll go ahead and just vocalize it now. And I'm still going to write it. Her daughter teaches, man, and I, I don't want to lie to you about the school, but um, I think it's the elementary school on uh, on Nelson, mm. is that Preon Lake Elementary? Maybe. Yeah, maybe so. Okay, I, I'm terrible. Again, no kids. I don't. I don't know okay. that my kids anyway, don't go there. She does like a writing. Um, her her daughter teaches this like after school like writing class. Yeah, and um, 
for rewards. That's what she found them all for. So she could give them to her. And like that way, uh, if the kids did something good in the writing class, she can reward them with the artwork. Yeah. Or I think Miss Galanda also had the idea of... um, them looking at the characters and writing a story about them or something like that. How so awesome is that? That's cool, man. You yeah. Know, like the gift of giving, you know? It really is. You know, and so, excuse me. So I do owe her a, a bit of gratitude, man, for uh, the, what she did for me this year. And she also shared it a lot, not just uh, through her digital, but her vocal, man. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think everybody participated. So I don't want to just single out one person, <laughs> but uh, you know what I mean? I, yeah. I, but, but like, you know, she, uh, she, she uh, was... Uh, she did a lot, you know, and she made uh, a good chunk of it what it is, man. You and, manage uh, all of that so well because I follow it. Yeah. It's funny because I don't participate only because I actually kind of leave it for other people. Yeah. Does that make sense? No, I because, did, like, man. You had one here. I did. You know, I left that for Michelle, though. You totally screwed her. Oh, I didn't know you left that for Michelle because I saw it and I was like, oh, I know where that's at. That's at the office at my little Zen table outside. And then I thought, well... If I know where it's at and I go snag it, then at some of these other people who are playing aren't going to have the opportunity. And they look like they were really going after it. And I said, well, I'm just going to, like, try to help along the clue. And then you had some people in there that are like, I don't know where this is. That went on for a while. Oh, like man. And, um, like, also this year, too, like that midpoint, I had to, like, limit the pieces. And not to be ugly or anything like that. But, you know, it's like I wanted, again, maybe it's a selfish reason, but I wanted to reach as many people as possible, you know. Yeah. And they had people that found, uh, obviously, Ms. Glenetta found eight, and it was for a good thing. Um, they had a few other people who had found, like, three or more, you know. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. And I don't want to sound ungrateful or unappreciative, but I want to make sure that I want to make sure that everybody gets a little bit of a chance. So I'm like, okay, maybe limiting. You know, most people have about two kids, right? I would assume. Maybe. So I'm like, you know, maybe three. I don't know. But I was like, maybe, you know, so so in a good way, I was like, you know, let's limit it to like two pieces per person. Um you know, and, and, and the game is all about refinement, too. I, I don't always stick to the same rules. Yeah. You know, you man, I try it, to change right? it up, keep it like, And initially, the whole idea was to uh, advertise for small businesses, mm. locally owned businesses. Oh, putting the pieces but, man, in the place. But, man, as I got more and more pieces, it was harder and harder to find because a lot of people also work out of their homes and right. things like that. <laughs> so, I'm like, I don't want to go be <laughs> putting it on yeah. somebody's front porch and be like, hey, <laughs> you know. <laughs> right. So, yeah, get somebody What's shot. Yeah, you know? well, now, you know, especially now, it seems like more and more people have some kind of porch camp or something yeah. like that and they don't know what you know you see some guy out there and all of a sudden you're getting arrested for putting an art piece you know <laughs> well, on a, port, a park bench or I've only, uh, so in the art drop I've only been called on twice once this place I'm not going to mention their name and, and they had every right to they were like hey we appreciate what you're doing but can you not drop it here we got a privacy thing blah 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 i'm like okay fine fair enough part of my ignorance man i did not know well dude you know but that's cool it's hey man yeah, i mean it's like having pokemon go yeah you know some of these churches and stuff were like finding that there would be a pokemon go character like in their sanctuary uh, and so yeah. people would actually come up in the sanctuary Absolutely. like their church and stuff and like get a pokemon <laughs> like a charizard zip on the dang altar you know and it's yeah, like it, oh, it, you it, catch it, a ball he's right. definitely not trying to catch the holy ghost right? no you know, man, man i mean that's, you know it's a little strange yeah, and so they dude. did have like signs people were having to put yeah. up when that was popular man like, that's that's uh, you know but like when they called and so the second call which leads into something good though man like it was this year and uh, a, a woman um I think she's the, when I saw, she was like, uh, the executive, des- I'm going to she's a Davidson, I believe, uh, executive director of Big Brothers Big Sisters. Mm, I don't know. Okay. okay. Hey, maybe you should interview her, too. <laughs> yeah. Somebody, somebody somewhere, recommended somebody from there. To okay. Say that, but I don't think uh, that was She reached name. out to me, and she was like, hey, um, uh, this is 
uh, her name. This is uh, her title, the executive director, blah, blah, blah. She's like, I saw y'all did an art drop. She's like, you know, and I was like, oh, here we go. Somebody's going to be mad again, you know, that I didn't like yeah. get permission. And I was like, all right, you know, fair enough. It, but anyway, it segued in. She was like, okay, I'm just curious, who is to, uh, who is 1221 Studio and what do y'all do for the community? I'm like, well, I I'm twelve. <laughs> no, no, but uh, but which, <laughs> when people don't realize that I don't actually have a studio. I mean, you do, but it's I understand what you mean. Yeah, right. So, um, and I told, I just kind of explained to her who I am, what I was doing with the art drop, and blah blah. And um, in the, in next year, sometime uh, we're gonna. She wants to meet with me, and we're probably gonna partner up on something. How cool is I'm, that? I'm hoping, man. I mean, I don't want to speak before my time, but yeah, but that's uh, actually cool. It's a cool to, connection to either do the um, to do a, a creative class maybe for the kids. Yeah. Or um, when they do the the matching of the brothers yeah. and sisters, you know, uh, something creative. You How know? cool is that? Man? So that would be cool, man. Yeah, you know, it would be. definitely, definitely. You know, it goes back to okay. being a father thing that we talked about earlier. And you yeah. know, I mean, uh, while I, I'm not a biological father, I try to be um, a father or mentor or whatever you may well, call it. Father type figure, though. Yeah, shepherd. Man, uh, you know, dude. It's uh, you know, why take good. To the grave, you know, man. Yeah. Do as much God, as dude, that's you know? ain't that something. Why yeah, take man. good to the grave? No, oh, and uh, I like that. But that's um, so that's some good that, that has come out of all this, man. You know, it's it it has slowly been building, and you know they always tell you, you you quit five minutes before you hit success. I guess that's what they say. Yeah. Well, Keep I, going. look, man, I almost quit this year, and I mean I did it, and I feel like you know, man, I. I I wouldn't consider myself a, a successful man in life when it comes to like career and things like yeah, that. Yeah, you know yeah, what okay, I, I mean? You, I do yeah. well, you know, but I wouldn't consider myself this true success. You're not like, career driven. No, 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 I'm not, man. I'm very, um, I'm very personal driven. Like, uh, like that matters to me, you know, yeah. and this, this year mattered to me, man. That, and what they don't realize maybe is that this was all a blessing for me, man. The joy that I got to see in these people and the kids and the competitive nature. And I'm not a competitor, man. I don't believe in competition. I don't care. You know, I'm, I'm not, the, I'm not here to win anything, but, uh, it's so funny, man, because you see the parents get excited, man. The little stories that they would share with me, um, that brings smile to my oh, you can see her, man. Like, yeah uh, i mean god that tr- brings true joy to my heart man it's a wonderful thing now i don't well, know what i'm going to do next year to top this now. <laughs> well i mean even just doing it again even if yeah. you do it again I like think, the same way or, yeah. or anything you do i think i mean i can imagine taking eben to look for that yeah. stuff and i know how he reacts like yeah. he's competitive and to find something like that would be just so yeah. you know fulfilling and uh i think next year i'm aiming for like a hundred Wow, and I'd be like, that's dude. gonna be the grand finale. Not, I'm a, not, not that I'm gonna quit doing art drops, but I think I just want to do a hundred in a month if yeah. I'm still able, you know, yeah. resource wise, a um, hundred in a month. And then that's uh, a lot. Now, now this year though, now, now this year I'm not gonna be doing the birthday giveaway because I already pushed that into. Um, the the drop this year, right? So on my birthday, I'm not gonna be doing that birthday giveaway like I did last year. You dude, next about? year, yeah, yeah, next so, year when you do it, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna give you a bunch of find the good news stickers to load up in there, bro. Do it, man. Do it. That way, people have some extra little stuff in there. Especially the one with the skull. You like that? That's cool. We're gonna have Um, hopefully by next year we'll have a bunch more. Yeah, yeah, man. Dude, make it fun. Absolutely, I'll be glad to do that. I'll even. I mean, yeah, dude. No problem at all, man. And I like that. You know, I I I try to support local as much as possible, man. You can tell Um, when you draw attention to by drawing attention to yourself in this this project that you're doing you know like you said you go to chick-fil-a and you go to other businesses and sit and have a meal and you draw people to it it's so cool because 
so much of that now is sort of corporate driven, right? Like even yeah. like Pokemon Go, I mentioned that it's like a, yeah. it's all about you know getting more downloads on an app or getting more eyeballs on an advertiser. The way you're doing it has uh, that that analog handcrafted component, yeah. which is still appeals to those people that like that scavenger hunt aspect and you are using social media to put the clues out but you don't have to go buy something or the, the money's not going to some you know no man this is entity this, this is my gift to the uh this is my gift you know um you know what uh, i had this little saying here that be, be the world you want you want good you want a good world then be good man be good that's, you know that's, that's, it's all around good man i but, like uh, that too but I yeah like, like uh but no man it's uh I I'm a I believe in craftsmanship, mm-hmm. um, so like in quality, you know. And I feel like that that's sorely missing from a lot of stuff. And that's where everything's replaceable now, man. Yeah, you know, like it's so easily. That's there's true. no like, hey, let me repair this or whatnot. And maybe I sound like an old fart, but that's I believe in. I like that. Then no, that, that's why that's why I like doing my original art, man. Like that, that it's all it's it's done by me there is you're not going to get another one like that unless right. somebody scans it and makes a good print you know? yeah <laughs> if you do that let me know <laughs> yeah no but i like a, that and that's going to mean something yeah. if you get those same people that play it every year which is kind of cool i could see somebody going man i've done this every year yeah. and look at all the pieces i've got it's like a collecting and there are people like well, my friend ashley they have participated every year man that's cool and I, I don't know if they still have the pieces but they have participated in every year man and that's that's a really uh it's good to know that i have people out there uh, supporting it you know yeah and good people supporting it you know and that's uh i, I don't know man it's 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 nice to know that people get out of it what i put into it yeah you know and that's uh god dude this is a man this is it right here this is i like this it's a a lot of fun man i like who you are man i I just uh, do i like i like just sitting here hearing you talk about it look how happy you are man it's 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 a wonderful you can tell and i you know self-critical on some level like and i don't but actually i don't mean this criticism i i feel like this is a truth i don't think my artwork will ever be hanging above somebody's mantle and i'm all right with that you know what i mean nobody's gonna take one of my crazy characters and put it above their fireplace you know? and i'm right, all right, right with that man now they might want to take one of my five minute paintings that <laughs> <laughs> so but no but i'm all right with all that man you know like I, I'm, I'm comfortable in knowing this is the art that i do yeah. this is what i love to do right. like i feel like um i i i kind of started what do you call like a catalog of artists yeah um so if people come up to me and be like, hey, man, can you draw my child or a, um, or a picture of my family? Not going to happen, man. Most people mm-hmm. want like that real uh, realistic thing. And That's I can, not your... I can do it. This is not what you... But, I, man, it's going to take me two years to do this. And I got you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, like, so like if there's somebody that I know, there's a couple of people that are portrait artists or uh, if somebody asks about graphics, I automatically deflect them to you, you know? Uh, you might not always be appre- you might always appreciate that, Dude, but uh, we just have tele tele you know uh, I, you, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, I'm not, not going to go into there. I, I was waiting for you to say I, I, it. I'm not going to go into it. I can't. I can't. Let's go. just say this, man. All right. <laughs> Let's just say it like this. <laughs> I hope you can forgive me. For I that. mean, I'll just say it like this. Sometimes you know, you just don't know what people are going to be like. I mean, that's the best way to say it, man. You didn't know. I didn't know until I knew. Yeah. You know, man. (laughs) But dude, that fedora, though, man. You know. All right, man. All right. (laughs) Before I say something about it, man. Do you know what's funny? I mean, I won't even say what it is, but uh, did you end up seeing the final thing? Yeah. That doesn't even have that fedora. 
It just didn't even happen. So, like, the big thing didn't even happen. I was like, oh, man, okay. <laughs> all right, man. <laughs> so, you know I- what? I mean, all, I get what you mean. I'm the same way. We've actually gotten to where we do that, too. We're trying to narrow things down to the things that are, are better for us to do, the things that we uh, that just fit more in alignment with us and the things we can serve people better by doing than the things that we know would it would be better for somebody else to do. And we try the same thing. We try to deflect it off to them. Oh, absolutely, man. And I think there are just some projects that are not meant for me, right? right and I'm all right too. with that. Yeah. Like, uh, I... I because I take no pleasure in doing realistic artwork, man. Mm-hmm. People are like, oh, you can make so much money if you do this and this and that. And, uh, you know, I, I take no pleasure in that, man. Yeah. I, I want to draw cartoons and weird stuff, man. Yeah. No, I know. I mean, look, I think back, I was, I've talked about this a few times, maybe over and over boring people to death with it again but even like my choices in school a lot of it was driven by this just different advice from advisors and friends and and people in my life that would say oh you can't make any money as a teacher you can't make any money as an educator you should get into advertising get into advertising get into graphics i really had no passion for that no i mean not back in the early days i mean now i developed that skill and i found that i could do it well and i had a mind for it and a knack but I find that it's a creative knack. If I put that, maybe you find the same thing. Like creativity is sort of the the gasoline, but I can put it in a variety of engines and make yeah. a lot of different things run with it. Just like this podcast. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's a graphics component to it, and there's a writing component to it. Yeah. There's a video component. There's all these branding components and all of that. Yeah, and it runs when I put the creative gas into it. Yeah. But I mean, you're like you said. I think you're a, you're a creative guy. You're a craftsman, and you're a personal person. You know, man. So all of that, to me, all that blends well into this. Yeah, this was know, the man. right. This is the vehicle. Yeah, I mean, man. it seems like it's all kind of been leading to this. I just wish uh, I, I I do find sometimes a little tinge of regret where I go, man. I sure wish I'd have kind of figured this out a little sooner. But you know, yeah, it, it is what it is. We yeah. all we we make the decisions we make when we make them. All in time, though, man. I mean, maybe it wasn't the right time. Like you yeah. know, a lot of my stuff, I I, I truly feel like that. <clears throat> you know, here's I, I could have. My dad wanted to get me offshore, like right out of high school. A lot of people want oh, to get hey, their man. kids off and into that to, stuff. To, or... to think about how much money I could be making right now, and I know that's not the ultimate driving factor in my life, um, but. I'd also look at this, though. If I would have done that, and knowing who I was, a kid making that much money and the wildness in me, I'd be dead. You wouldn't even be sitting here with me right now. Yeah. I, I don't know. 100% know I'd be dead. Now, I've struggled a lot financially over the years. Uh, most of it all self-inflicted. You know? Yeah. Um, and probably because... Uh, I'm not as driven as a lot of people, you know, yeah, I, I don't, I don't have like a strong competitive streak or a heavy drive other than to watch cartoons and draw, man, <laughs> you know, but, uh, you know, it's, I, but no, I, I mean, but I'm a good worker, you know, and I, I think I've gotten a, uh, a lot, uh, I gotten where I've gotten a lot of places in life because of my work ethic mm-hmm. and it's all stems down from how my dad raised me, you know, yeah. um, uh, to, and you know, there's stuff that surprises me. I'm like, I never understood why he wanted us to do these things. And looking back now, I'm like, I get it. I get why he wanted. And again, kind of regret not taking in more of that information. But you know what? It also gave me um, a good mind for thinking and a curiosity. Yeah. You know, like, so when somebody gives me a project, even if I don't know, um, I investigate, man. I look into it. I pull it apart. I think about it, you know. Yeah. I remember noticing that about you way back when you were at the sign company. I was like, 
I even remember having, I don't know if I talked to you about it, but other people, I was like, Darren is a good graphics designer, but he has a mind for production. Yeah. And I could tell just like he has, yeah. and that's something that people, that you can't almost teach anybody. No, I mean, you it, maybe think you can teach people processes and they can learn it, but you had a mind for breaking things down the way they work what's step one what's step two what's yeah. the best way to you know how can we refine you just had yeah. all that sort of just naturally it was and it's name. about caring man a lot of people go to a job to collect a paycheck i walk into most jobs i say most <laughs> i'm like i want to learn everything i can about this job you know what i mean can i, I w- ask you something go ahead man it's related to that all right do you find that your satisfaction in employment with a job is related to the uh the company's care like if you go into it you just said you go into a job you you want to do a good Um, job you want to investigate you want it to be good and then you put that time in do you find that when you discover that the company doesn't care that your dissatisfaction just diminishes absolutely man your happiness because i feel like everybody because maybe my expectations are too high but Mm. in any job i've ever been i expect people to care as much as I do. Yeah, yeah, okay. I, I understand. And I care too much. So yeah, I can see I, that in I, you for I have, sure. I've been yeah. told, man, that that is a strength and a weakness in me, mm, man. I, I, I can see that because it can make you get to where you, you're going to hit a hit a wall or a ceiling yeah. at everything you end up doing, like going, yeah, damn, man, man I'm, I'm hit the ceiling again. I, and it's been pointed out to me that, like, uh, I guess my short-term commitment to jobs, like it seems like a five years about my – more it's tolerance like a, and, but it's never been for me though it's never been like hey i'm waiting for okay oh, so for right, here i gotta right. walk out you yeah. know it's, it's not been like it just it just seems thing, to be that my way. life has been surrounded with fives man fives uh, and nines i don't know what that means but like okay graduated in uh, high school in 1995 graduated college in 2005 uh that's interesting the, uh, number nine sticks out to me my baseball jersey when i used to play was always number nine yeah. i mean there's just but there's other things but it's interesting how that works around man like, yeah so i've had similar <laughs> things with letters i mean in yeah. numbers i know i i, I think uh, you, you talked to a lot of people and you really started picking at that yeah you find a lot of people have things like that or oh. there's these synchronistic intersections with certain numbers or dates yeah. or colors or names or letters i mean man yeah. um and jump back to the art because uh, something just popped in my head you were talking about like the chuck fest okay yeah so i did that mini drop yeah um, oh yeah let's okay. get back to that sorry now, no, no well i mean because honestly if we hadn't have jumped into the, all of that, I don't yeah. think people maybe some people are going to listen to this and not even know what the heck you were no, talking. No, they're not going to so, know. They're going to so listen to this. Know. They can oh, listen to this whole. Thing. They can listen to this whole thing and not know what <laughs> the hell's going on. Yeah, I'm a terrible interviewer. I can't keep things on <laughs> well, a no, linear well, train look, for nothing. Look who you're trying to keep in line here, man. Oh, <laughs> Halloween baby. There we go, man. man. Got me walking around like I think Dane DeVito. Who are these? No. <laughs> <laughs> I won't. Oh, but, I know uh, where that was going. I know where that was going. <laughs> these are the. Um, so, <laughs> uh, you know where I'm going with yeah, that, dude. I okay. just had to give myself a second. Uh, oh my god! In the yes. face afterwards, these Stevie. Oh and man, dude. Okay, your See, worst nightmare. This is what's funny is like I've heard this from people who listen to this show a couple of times. They'll say. Because there hasn't been a few other guests where I've had like a pre-existing relationship yeah. with, and they go, "I can always tell." when you know somebody versus when you're just meeting them because like the conversation has all these weird little like jokes that we're going what are they laughing at why is this funny they can reach out on the side and ask yeah some of us are not safe for work stuff that's good um, yeah so i did uh so um 
uh, my friend Jen, we were talking about like, you know, cause always a lot of hype, I guess you call it, uh, during the art drop and a lot of people don't get to participate and I'm like, okay, tough. You got to wait till next year and people forget about it. <laughs> right. You know, in a year's time, man, it's a lot of time to pass. Yeah. So this year, um, I'm, are leading up. I'm trying to, I'm not saying it's going to be successful thinking about doing, um, holiday centric small drops or like mini drops. Yeah, I so like I did, that. So I did those five, uh, for Chuck Fest that were centered on the, the bands playing or yeah. some of the bands playing. Halloween, I'm thinking I'm going to do a couple of Universal Monsters. Yeah, uh, man, that's cool. Thanksgiving, I might skip over. I don't know yet. In December, I'm thinking about doing the 12 Days of Christmas. That's cool, man. So, I mean... It, I like it, that, it and I mean, 100 pieces is a huge amount, yeah. but I like this idea here where it's like, oh, throughout the year, you're doing a bunch of different ones. And that's where I could always use feedback, and I give everybody the opportunity to give feedback at the end of every draw. I like that. And nobody ever, nobody ever really gives me any feedback. They're like, Interesting. Oh, perfect the way it is. I'm like... All right. Uh, thanks for the feedback. It's not feed- <laughs> no, well, no it I did. But hey, man, it may be good the way it is. You know, it may not be. It yeah. may not need to be interrupted. I may have just shut my well, brain. Well, that's down. even like this. I mean, I get it. This is a project, and you know, I want to. I, I have to gauge a lot of it on. Unfortunately, some of it's just numbers and going. Yeah. Okay, I'm, are there? Am I getting more listeners? Yeah. Not because I'm trying to like chase listeners. No, no, no. But no. it's like, well, if more people are listening, that means that I'm doing my job right with and, this. And that's know? the thing, man. Like, truthfully, I. I uh, I follow yours on Spotify, right? Yeah, I don't okay. even know if I'm subscribed to. I don't know that. I don't know how that works. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, you can just follow it on Spotify. Okay. See, I, think. I don't know because I know you're looking for subscribers, right? I read. Yeah. So, I get, so somebody like me, I should be tech literate. Well, it like, shows me saw, you're listening. Oh, does it? It does. I can it see says that Darren's listening. It doesn't or? say Darren's listening, but it tells me the numbers of okay. who's coming through Spotify. Well, that's what I was trying yeah. to. I was interested in knowing, like, if is there a way, like, uh, for for other people who might not know on that end? Yeah, you see what no. I'm saying? I mean, like, yeah, you're right. Like the best thing that helps a podcast out is if you one subscribe through whatever you're okay. listening to because it's going to keep it keep it coming back got you okay but you're probably if you're already if it's coming back you're already doing that. okay well that's want to so make sure and that then just liking it or if, if, yeah. whatever system you're using and boy this is me promoting this no but go like ahead, if you're man. a listener the best thing you can do to help yeah is well, the best thing you can do is go to our <laughs> Patreon page. Uh, yeah, go ahead, Patreon.com/slash Find the Good News. But no, the, really, the 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 most useful and easiest thing somebody can do is to go like it or or star it. Or if there's a reviewing yeah. system, just give it a review. See, I don't that think, actually helps. I don't like, think Spotify does that. It doesn't, but it does, but it but still it does still count yeah. the play. See, Uh-oh. like a lot of these platforms, if you get a certain number of interactions like that yeah. they'll start putting it to the top like gotcha. and show it in these yeah. banners yeah. and go, or they'll even reach out to you and well, go hey we want to feature your show as this okay. week's featured yeah. show we're not at that level well and then uh speaking of that you know uh they had a podcast that i was listening to way before this but uh when i was working on the boats and we'd go oh. into port yeah uh, we'd go into port man and we were down for like months and so they would flip my schedule i'd be working like uh six uh, PM to 6 AM. And I was like oh, the only wow. soul alive on that boat. And so I was brushing up on my custodial skills, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, and that's how I do when I was downtime, I'd do some drawing, but it was called, uh, your creative push. And he, worked, okay. and he was a, he's a podcaster and his, his theme was to, uh, to get you to stop listening to his podcast. It was his, intention uh, to get you fired up to do your creative work and so quit listening quit listening go yeah, do something. yeah but anyway, that helped out that was a good that was a good podcast man yeah. he had a lot of good interviews you know I think but that's you know and i don't mean to plug another podcast well, no here, no no, like, no. You know, i do it all the time i mean I, I love that kind of stuff because honestly that's what it's all about i yeah. mean i'm i'm not a I, look i mean that's 
we're, we kind of talked about this today and it's kind of like your art, yeah. you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm curious if this is similar, you know, to the way I feel about it. It's like, I'm going to do this for the right reason yeah. always. Absolutely. And if there's some kind of quote success, unquote, which most people gauge by money, right? You know, some kind of monetary gain. Yeah. If that comes in the tailwind of doing the right thing, I'm not going to turn it down because then I can take those resources and put them back into it and like make more good out of it. Right? Does that no, make absolutely, sense? Absolutely, man. But I'm not, I don't ever want that to be the, because I, I feel like it could get poisoned if it becomes a thing that you're, you're chasing, like Patreon even. Yeah. I'm, I can use that Patreon money. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Like that Patreon, you could probably do that. Just that, that, just out of curiosity on that though, the Patreon. Like uh, I, again, I know you announce it, and I, I know a little bit about it. Is there a way to do like a one-time donation, or do you have to be a permanent yeah, subscriber? It's funny that you asked that because I follow another podcast, and he just launched his Patreon page, and I was going to go do it because I listened yeah. to it, and I was like, look. I get a lot out of his content. I listen to this twice a month. He puts time into it like I do. Yeah. I, I'm going to go support him. But then another person asked that same question. And I was like, oh, you know, I don't know the answer. Okay. Well, what he said was no, but he makes a PayPal link on his website where somebody gotcha. can just go make one time whatever they yeah. want donation. Now I was would, like, that's not a bad idea. Now, would Patreon get mad about that? or No, because no, it's only, it's it's, it's completely okay. off the Patreon. I think when it started Patreon, that's a story that's worth going to listen Is to. It, Very. Okay. Very, very now who knows there might be some underbelly i don't know about but yeah. i feel like the intentions were noble it was really okay. designed well, for creators and there's i think there's a lot of good in that man like uh yeah. in you know uh, i mean how many times i'm going to say you know and uh, good in this conversation well let's but, find the good but, news we're, that's, <laughs> let's keep it but, going <laughs> but uh but no i, I think uh when people do stuff I, I you see a lot of stories where it gets corrupted the idea gets corrupted right 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 and that's kind of like um, like thinking about it, you know, if I start taking on sponsorships for what I do, then what if they try to start navigating me away from what right, I'm doing? Right, exactly. You know, I'd, I'd rather just do this out of my pocket. Yeah. And I'm not saying that that would happen. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. hey man, if you want to share in this game and you want me to drop your stickers in there, absolutely, 100%. Well, you, but you know what I mean? I do, because I'm there's cool even that. podcasts that go through that. I've seen a lot of them that I listen to struggle with that because they'll, they're starting it, but they know that there are some people who start podcasts or any kind of creative endeavor and they're like i have this has to float yeah like i'm dumping money into it Absolutely. i'm putting like major equipment i'm spending money on ads i'm hiring it so a lot of people with podcasts can't like okay i'm a one-man show yeah i mean i'm running sound i actually thought you had like a whole crew here man with the <laughs> i mean i'm running sound you know i'm gonna go by i'm gonna edit it i'm gonna do everything and so i can make it very lean and mean that way yeah all right on. but not everybody can do that a lot of people are like hey i need i need a sound engineer yeah. i need somebody who can edit it i need somebody to do graphics and well, is that that's where you got into production of this the, yeah the other, uh, the the other podcast, shows yeah, yeah but there are some podcasts that are under an umbrella like they, they they get it started and they're like I, it's not gonna float unless I get some help gotcha. so they'll have like these umbrellas that it's like we we produce this podcast this podcast this podcast all right gotcha. well when you get into that territory they kind of have a little bit of almost like a movie studio right then yeah, the studio okay. gotcha. has yeah. some say over what's going on with your show and if you're producing a certain number of episodes and are you getting good guests and there's a lot of them out of, coming out of Los Angeles that are like that. Are they? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, everybody in Hollywood's got a podcast now. Okay. And that's not a bad thing. I mean, heck, it was oh, two people man. in Los Angeles that got me inspired to do it. But Excellent, at man. the same time, 
you know, you if you'll listen to their shows enough, you'll hear those sentiments like that fear of like, yeah, yeah I got to do my own thing, you know, because I've got to be careful. I don't want to get controlled, you know. Yeah, no, man. Let well, let Hollywood turn well, it into another thing. You I'm know? actually happy. Uh, I'm happy that you're doing this local because I feel like. Uh, and this, I don't want to insult our area in the southwest, uh, you know, southwest Louisiana, but I feel like our arts community has been behind for so long, man. Seeds are, and, and I know this isn't just yeah, arts. I know this, ain't, I know this isn't just arts centric, you know. No, but but, but I mean, what I'm saying is like thing, things like this, you know, because uh, I think a lot of times we're met with a lot of like. Uh, kickback from things like somebody wants to open up something new and people are like oh that's gonna suck that's gonna fail you know it's interesting yeah. about that yeah you're right and, and you're an artist so this is it is an interesting sentiment and it's something i have noticed i have found with a show like this because we do talk to a lot of artists yeah. and a lot of people like you who are who the good work is their art but yeah. it's also their heart Ooh, what was that oh. anyway <laughs> something rhymed right there anyway but but the good work is is art related right and so yeah. What I have noticed is that uh, when I go out seeking guests, nine times out of ten, it's in that genre of something in the artistic creative realm. Um, And so I was real worried at first. And I mean, I I really was. I was like, you know, it's an easy sell to the art community because they kind of get it. Gotcha. Uh, It's not as easy a sell to... When you get into other types of good work categories like government or entities that are like a big organization yeah. where you've got a figurehead that leads it, those people were, were harder to crack. Honestly, yeah. they were a little harder to get to understand what this was. No, and uh, but I, the good thing is I'm glad that they come on because there's a lot of good information there um, that I've learned a lot, you know, from just listening to people and things like that. Uh, you know, uh, I. Uh, oh man, who was it? Gingy Miller. Gingy Miller. Yeah. Okay, I just yeah. finished that one. I think, or I'm almost through that one last night. It's a good episode. Um, but talking, mower is that what it's called? Uh, yeah, right. yeah, I believe so. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, in her, uh, the information she provided about uh, taps, like the for the oh, soldier. Yeah, okay, man. that man. I I'm glad to know that because I do have I know, soldier friends and phenomenal resource, man. Yeah. Um, I know that either coming up or you had him. Um, the uh, the angels halos the halos that's out okay. that came out last uh, week. last yeah. year I attended um, the first Pentecostal church over there off of two ten yeah. on Bunker Road yeah uh, Nick Pre UNM did were doing what's called Elevate okay uh, it used to be like a little program I don't know if they still go uh, run it um, but I went and attended they had like a, a two part I think it was or man I don't, it's sad memory sucks but uh, but anyway it was um. It was about suicide yeah. around the area, and the the halos showed up and they gave their talk. Man, to talk about very heart wrenching oh, yeah, stuff, dude, man. Is. And then there was one. I think it was a guy that lost like three people consecutively. That was man. that's Ted. Okay. He's on the show. He talks Holy about that. Hell, man, I do that. Yeah. that broke my heart. Well, he I mean, lost like, his daughter, then his, yeah, his neighbor, neighbor, and then his, his friend. Yeah, his best friend. Man, it was, it's, uh, but anyway, it, it, it's sadness and all that, but. It provides a good resource. So all these people you're saying that maybe aren't artistic, I guess you would call right, it. Right, right. But what you're exposing a lot of information where a lot of I think a lot of people want to know these things, but they haven't had the opportunity. So like what you're providing is like this uh, this serving plate of just all these things, man. And it's well, that's great, like man. a buffet line of goodness. Well, man. it's it's so broad. I mean, yeah. right, Darren? I mean, dude, if you if you you just you yourself were to sit down and go, what is goodness? And then you know you could start making yourself a little mind map. And your categories are just going to keep growing off of that and yeah. going, wow, this is really a, a category that's so broad. And depending on what situation you're in, 
is going to really determine whether something's good or not, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, because I'll even have conflicting things where one entity maybe is almost even working against another entity's mission, if you can, if you can conceive of that. Yeah. But if you think about the person that's receiving the good work, that is what determines it. You know, yeah. in one situation, it could be one type of person. Yeah. That needs what this entity's doing, even though the other organization's serving a whole different need. And again, man, sometimes we may not agree with stuff, right? But it doesn't mean good isn't coming out of that, either, right, man? And it's that's a tough lick to take sometimes because I'm like, I totally disagree what you say and what you're doing. However, I see the good in what you're doing. Well, you I'm gonna tell you, I, I can give I, you a, does that make sense? Yeah, you know, let me man? give you like a real plain, tiny. This is the again getting back to the as long as we don't the do edge politics. of that. <laughs> Some people don't wouldn't maybe think. Hey, why are you putting eggs in my stew? Yeah. But then, you know, 10 years later, some of that same person is serving eggs in their gumbo. Yeah. And somebody's like, hey, I'm excited about these eggs. See, so when I die, when you give you know part of saying? my eulogy, you're going to be like, hey, you put eggs in Every my stew. Every damn time I boil an egg, you put it in my gumbo. Uh, speaking of death, I, I thought I was joking. Well, I say I was joking, but I told... Uh, I was talking to my mom and dad, you know, and I don't know, I got a morbid sense of humor sometimes. And I was like, yeah, when I go, I don't want a funeral, man. Nah, you know, I was like, I just want y'all to put me in a P-Row, push me off into the Mermintal and hit me with like a flaming arrow. And then y'all can go on about your life. Oh, that's it, huh? <laughs> Is that really what you want? That's it, man. That's that, easy. Nobody, nobody needs to. to that's easy me. if you can get somebody it, to shoot it, the arrow. <laughs> You know somebody that's that good? Uh, I don't know. I probably got some cousins, some redneck cousins. We'll somewhere. try. I mean, I could try. But no, I just, I mean, I joke around about that. But like, I, I know what I know, could do. What's that? Is love me? I'll, I'll make the crow. The crow? That's fine, man. Burn me up. I'll, I do. Yeah. Remember that night, dude? Do you really? Do you remember that? You that know, was, I, was that that wasn't your bachelor party? Huh? No, no, it was something a get together that we had had at the house because Amy was there with her husband. Oh yeah, and I was out. And, this was back in my uh, my politically correct self. Yeah, I remember that <laughs> because I, I I always pride myself on my fire making abilities, but we had wet <laughs> we wet wood that night, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna break my rule, and this is the rule. I'm not kidding. It's been in my head forever gasoline doesn't burn it explodes that's like you got to remember that about gasoline but i'm like breaking my own rule i'm like no nah, i'm gonna put a little gasoline on this and dude when that gas can caught on fire and i was like shaking it trying to get that out i was like just like these internet videos like oh oh shit i'm throwing gas flaming gas all over my yard and when you when you said orange outside painting the crow I was like, dude, I just, because I knew exactly what you meant. And I thought, Brandon Lee burning that big crow. Oh, man. And you know what's crazy is, honestly, the easiest way to put it out was just a blow on it. It just went, it was out. I was like, God, the whole struggle, man. Because you saw my panic. I was like, Darren, uh, Darren, hey, we got a fire problem. Oh my gosh, dude! We had fire all over that yard. You know, I actually, for, when you said the crow initially, I was thinking the brand, and then after you, uh, your face expression changed, I'm like, oh no! And I forgot about that until, and then you just completely transported me back to that moment. Yes. You know what's funny, man? I mean, if we could just get off on another sidetrack, hey, might as well, man. We hadn't gotten off enough. From the, <laughs> no, right? We have no direction here. No, no, just completely utter, rudderless. You know, I always think about that in superhero movies, yeah. like. 
when the hero lights like their logo because that's happened a lot like brandon lee did it then yeah. daredevil did it yeah. and i was i always think when they do that stuff or even i think even in batman like begin- yeah when uh he did on the uh the, the build right? yeah it was like uh do you I always think about the logistics of how hard that is like how hard is it first of all gasoline or whatever they're yeah. using to get it to stay in one spot like that and actually make a symbol <laughs> and then i go Dude, when did you do this? Like, you gotta haul the the freaking gas out there. You gotta draw it on the ground first because it's always perfect. Even Brandon Lee with that big crow. I mean, it was, like, I, it was pretty good. I would like to think that there was some <laughs> supernatural influence on the the, the crow. The crow one you can make. Yeah, the maybe. Daredevil. I, well, that movie was disgraceful, man. I don't even get. I'm gonna get pissed. But even off, Batman. Man. Come on. I mean, but yeah, like, like I, really. When was he supposed to have done this? And like, how did you? What are the logistics? I, I, man, well, I know he's I'm, Bruce I'm, Wayne, man. Batman always wins. That's, that's like the type of fights that you have on the internet with other comic book folks. Nerd rage, man. It's that stuff like that. I go, man, I'm buying everything. Like, I'm buying... What was it? It was one of the artists, Carrie Gamble. I went and saw him at Paper Heroes. Was, uh, he used to draw Superman. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And actually, again, bringing it back full circle, back yeah. to Paper Heroes, my dad would always take me when they'd have an artist in. And so Carrie Gamble was there one time, and somebody asked him, he said... I remember guys a little kid that's crazy, but he said, is there anything you've ever been asked to draw that you just went, look, I'm just not drawing this. And his answer is stuck with me forever. He said, you know, when you draw comic books, you have to have a certain level of a suspension of disbelief. You have yeah. to say, I accept that this guy was bitten by a spider. I accept that he can crawl on walls. I accept he's super strong and he has a spider sense. He said, but then it's the other details surrounding that that's funny that we have a hard time accepting. It's not the yeah. powers or that they can fly. <laughs> yeah. He said, it's the weird things in real life that we surround these characters with that we, for some reason, won't suspend our disbelief, you know? And it's yeah. like, so like if, if he, you know, has to go from this location to the next and you're going, now, wait a second here. How did he get from there to there all of a sudden? And, you know, and you're all you quibble yeah. over that kind of stuff. But you're going, hey, man, he's a freaking Spider-Man. Yeah, you, no, you're OK no. with that, you know, but not like this well, thing. And they do the same thing in movies, too. People are like, I can accept this weirdness, but I can't right. accept this common thing. Like. Well, I mean, that, it actually takes. Uh, that's not. It doesn't. That's not right. It didn't take thirty minutes to get there. It takes like you know. Hey, you're but, right. Uh, right. 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 Like you're. You're. You're worried. And you're about, like, hey, he's got laser eyes. Yeah. There you go. Man. <laughs> I know. It's like he's flying without an airplane. Yeah, he know? can fly. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> I, I, I drank a Starbucks coffee before, and like you can't drink those like right out of the cafe like that. You've got to blow on it. That's ridiculous. And it's like, uh, yeah, man. But that's the funny stuff about being in that genre oh, or fan no, of it that you got to chuckle a little bit at ourselves uh, dude they're they're so hateful like they're the, the the nerd the comic rage and stuff like oh that. yeah oh, dude man. i know I, I know i was like i, I <laughs> there's times i want to have like talks about it or debates about it i guess you could call it or light debates you know nothing but then you get in there and you start and like oh, not even wasting my time man. yeah and i mean once you go down there man then see because to me, there's very nice Darren, and there's very ugly Darren. There's not like a whole lot of middle ground. So once you've crossed the line, and it takes a lot for me to get there, but once I get there, I'm probably going to say a lot of things that I might not even mean, but I'm going to use every hateful thing in the book to hurt you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so that's like, so I try to not do that. I, you know, and that you know, the internet is made for rage. You no, know, so. dude, it's changed uh, for sure, man. I don't, that's why I don't really. Um, 
I don't participate in things that aren't constructive or positive for me. Mm. You know, man, I don't get into it. I just, you know, uh, I have my differences with people politically or otherwise, and I'm just not going to get into it, man. It's, yeah. And I know that you talk about, like, it's sad because now you can't even have a, a civil debate with most people about Yeah, things, it's difficult. Like, yeah. the disagreements with people. Yeah. Without somebody getting, like, raged up or mad. And, I, you know, so I, like I said, I just kind of avoid it altogether. And, again, people tell you, uh, you can't avoid the world. I'm like, yeah, watch, you know. Yeah. So, well, no, I mean, you have to decide for yourself, like, what are my deciding factors about things? Yeah. And what I have discovered is a lot of times with with people and conversations is that we just it isn't even that we don't agree sometimes it's that our our deciding factors are different right like like avoid politics but okay. <laughs> but, it, but it's in that realm it's like well um but this person are you talking about like their reasons? Why? Yeah, like okay, someone okay. Go, well, yeah, but, no, no, but, if, but if it was such and such making that decision, then you'd be paying X amount uh, yeah. more okay, on that yeah, plan. Yeah. And I go right, but that's yeah, your yeah. that's your deciding factor. Okay. My deciding factor is something the that, way uh, okay. they got treat it. people gotcha, gotcha. or the words they use. No, absolutely. Right? You see what I'm saying? I'm no, going. Gotcha. I get your we, point yeah. and I agree with it, but my decider yeah. is not and, based and in. And again, we're not the same. That's. That's yours. Yeah, not, right. Exactly. And to me, again, uh, living your truth and living who you are, it, you, you don't want to dishonor yourself. Right. You right. I mean, you be who you are. Hey, and, you know, um, I don't want to say make no apologies, obviously, because if you're in the wrong uh, – I'm a firm believer in apologies, right? Oh, okay. yeah, me too. But I'm not going right. to I'm not gonna beg. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, If, right, if right. I done something wrong, I will go up to you and give you the most heartfelt apology I'm not just going to make a bunch of shallow apologies, you know. Right. I'll make the most heartfelt apology, and I'll do what I can to make right. But if you're not good with my apology, right. then I have to move on. I'm not going to sit there and beg Some you. Some people aren't going to forgive you. Yeah. And right. That's, and that's right. I may not be all right with that, but I'll walk on about that. Right. You know, and it's for another time. Yeah, um, no, you're right about that. That's tough I, for I, us. It, it, and it sucks, man, that, like, you know, um, to me, like I said, uh, I don't want to offer a bunch of little apologies for nothing, you know. Right. That, because that diminishes the word. Um I think if you're if you're truly sorry, then you should offer up your apology, and then you also make your actions reflect that apology. You know, there's a lot of people who be like, "Hey, I'm sorry," and they never follow up on that. They just right, continue right. to be the same. I mean, like, yeah, I just, yeah, I don't know, man. Maybe, maybe I'm becoming so detached from reality by staring at four walls for a weeks on end, you know. But <laughs> <laughs> but hey, man, that's all. I, that's all I do, man. Like, I like the world's most boring life, I guess you call it. It doesn't sound boring. Eh, I mean, I go to work two jobs man i used to run i've fallen out of habit of that talking about structure you know man the running and the yoga is like a big part of my mental health as well as physical yeah and man when i get busy like i I lose i understand that structure and man it can upset me sometimes no i understand i mean i i actually enjoy getting regular exercise but i will say that this job and the uh certain schedules that are in my life just don't allow it and you know there are people that will tell you well you have to make that time yeah and i do understand that sentiment but there are really realities that you just go sometimes you there's literally nowhere to put this in well you could be like that guy on youtube with the treadmill and painting that one tom showed us that one time oh my gosh you could do that with the uh, the pod you could do that with the podcast man (laughs) (laughs) and i'm happy 
This episode's Fishing for Goodies Fishbowl sponsor is Brimstone Museum and Henning Cultural Center in Sulphur, Louisiana. I don't know what you look for when you travel, but one of the things I look for when I'm putting together my itinerary is a unique museum or gallery in the city I'm traveling to. I do this almost every time I go to a new city, but if I'm being honest, I'm guilty of not always doing that very thing right here at home in Sulphur, Louisiana. That's really a shame because we have one of the most interesting, historically relevant, and culturally rich corners in any city in the country about two minutes from where I'm sitting right now. I'm talking about the Brimstone Museum and Henning Cultural Center. Have you ever really thought about why our city is named Sulphur? They've got a permanent exhibit on the history of the sulphur industry that answers that simple question and more. You really get a full scope of just how important the sulphur mining industry was to the development of Southwest Louisiana and the impact it had on the rest of the world. Yes, the rest of the world. On the same property, right next door to the museum, is the Henning Cultural Center, presenting some of the most interesting, modern, and culturally relevant local art shows I've ever seen. My dear friend Tom Trahan and the Brimstone Historical Society have really worked hard to give us this treasure, and it's a multifaceted jewel that I plan to take advantage of more often. You don't have to wonder what their hours are, or how to get there, or what shows are coming up. Just go to brimstonemuseum.org, like I did, and subscribe to their mailing list right there on the homepage. That's brimstonemuseum.org. Tom will make sure you start getting the announcements for each and every new show at the gallery. But you don't have to wait for the mail to arrive to enjoy this historical local treasure. You don't have to be guilty, like me, of overlooking a local wonder that conveniently sits next to the Grove, one of the most beautiful walking parks in southwest Louisiana. Drop in and say hi to Tom for me. Tour the museum and center, and make sure to tell Tom that you heard about Brimstone Museum on Find the Good News. Now, let's take that dive in the fishbowl. You want to do something fun? What you want, man? You see that sticker bowl right there? Uh, you know what that, that is, is that man. Time? All right, now, what, uh... Is it, this your first time to see it? Hey, and I, we, we totally, I know it's probably getting late, man, but uh, we totally skipped over to you. You were supposed to analyze me. Analyze you. <laughs> you were supposed to tell me what, how you saw me, but that's good. Man. No, I'm going to. Let's do okay, that then. Right. Let's do it after the fishbowl. Okay. Let's do the fishbowl and we'll save it for the end. How late are we running right now? I mean, I wanna... oh, we're about three hours in. Yeah, Does it seem it. like three hours no, to you? It doesn't either. To but me. I don't I'm want to keep you up all night, I just, man. It ain't night here. It ain't night time. Oh, it time? It's only 4.30. Okay. I got that soundboard over I have there. No it looks con- like I have night. no concept of time. Okay, so it was... So this is... You get three questions. Okay. And now look, there's three different types. The big... That's what I was wanting. Yeah, because not everybody likes every kind. Okay. So the big cards are would you Rather, like, okay. would you do you like peas or do you like carrots? Yeah, I got you know? you. The uh, well, it's, they're probably more complex than that. But then the other kind are uh, they're called um, the card cards. Yeah, the card cards. That's the ones that are like Edison cards. And okay, what is that? They're like ice. But I like those a okay. lot. Right. And then the paper ones are the ones that I've put in there, and other guests and listeners have put in there. And you get three. A lot. Of, we don't always suggest get one of each. That's what I'm gonna try to do here. I just don't want to do like everybody else and pull the same one. Man, okay. Now that you're here, let's talk about that before you pull okay. them out. You've listened to the show. Yeah. And some of the same questions come out. Yeah. Look at that bowl. I know. It's Does that blow your mind? Hey, are there, they're not, and there's not multiple no, ones the same. No. Every question yeah. in there is different. How in the world? What are the odds? Maybe and there's should, hundreds. Maybe of, you should remove them. Like, uh, I take them out and shuffle them every time. No, but I'm talking about like remove it permanently. 
and then like Man, some of them are good questions though but and dude i mean hey, you, you know what don't, don't don't interfere with the process no let it i'm be, trying, you know I'm trying I mean? to let that be almost like a mystical bowl now you know it's got like a weird energy to it but seriously is that not the craziest that thing is, it's wild though man because look at there you got a really I mean, it's a lot it's it, probably hundreds and hundreds of questions now it hasn't been so crazy but no but even with 60 shows and there's literally 400 questions in there how is it possible that people draw the same watch, one watch me grab i know that's what i'm saying like maybe they're just meant to be edison that's a good one yeah i like those what's one action you could take today that would make your work life easier oh wow have you i don't think you found no, that one, no no new question thank goodness here we go <laughs> what's one action you could take today that would make your work life easier do you ever have a thought like that dude that's just mm. like man i just got this one thing i gotta change it's hard it would, huh? it would probably be for me uh to make my work life easier um would it actually it goes back to something we were talking about earlier on on a level for me um keeping my mind reframed you know like uh, adjusted like i was talking about adjusting my attitude when i walk in a door yeah now take people i think to make my work life easier uh which actually my work life is not hard it's already not <laughs> it's already super, not no yeah. no a neither job um to to be okay because so both jobs require different parts of me yeah I got that. um the first job is more of a i mean i have to be interpersonal but there's office work there's physical work and there's personal work yeah the second job is physical work but also dealing with a lot of people gotcha if that, you, you understand you, yeah, yeah, you, you yeah. know what my two jobs i are, do right? yeah okay. right i understand so, what you're saying so i guess to make my my job easier man would uh, man that's i'm all actually I don't shut up, and now look, I'm stumped. <laughs> well, no, but that's, that's a tough uh, one. I mean, like you know, picking something something out of, to, something today that would make my work like if I would decide to change my mind about how um, wow how I deal with people. Okay, that's a good answer. I think that would be about the if I if and that is something I actually am working on. But I yeah. think that for me, man. That would be changing my mind on how I deal with people. Darren, I would say the exact same thing. Really? Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't have said it before you said it, but now that you said it, I go, that would be, because there are interactions where I just go, oh my gosh. And it's all in my head. If I could just change my mind before the interaction, I would be like, okay, I'm just going to make the best out of this. And there's a personality trait that I have where I can be a grumpy old man. Okay. Old man Darren. Old man Darren. Yeah. I can be a grumpy old man. And... I was told that that is a good quality to have in one of my jobs. <laughs> Interesting. Um, it's hard to really go into on that. It's basically letting people know that you're not going to deal with nonsense. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I will I will listen with compassion and care. But if you're going to continue to do nonsense, then I have to step up and be like, hey, this is done. You're done. Yeah. Kind of thing. Does that make... Yeah, no, it does. Makes I mean, sense. I, yeah. I, I might be able to elaborate further, but I just... I get what know. you mean, though. But, but but being a grump and gruff man is not somebody I want to be. Right, right. I get I, that. I didn't, I didn't choose that line. No. <laughs> no, no I mean, but, I, but that's, it's, it, it's, sometimes it's, it's almost... This is so ugly, man. I don't like this about me. But there's sometimes I feel like that being ugly to people is almost a necessity. Oh, dude, look, I get it. Does that make? No, I don't want to sound like a bad human. But no, I I went through this recently because I was like, I, God, I mean, I'd have to say it just plainly. I don't want to try and dance around it, but like I was dealing with an insurance thing, and 
you know, I was honest to God being shystered by a company. I mean, they were taking money that they didn't do work for, and it was just the whole thing. And me and Michelle were really getting the shaft. I mean, the words coming out of their mouth were helpful and yeah. positive but the actions mm-hmm. were never and it was like I, I felt like the words and the actions were so far out of alignment that it was becoming like oh this is the words are a smoke screen and yeah. so i ultimately i tried doing everything the peaceful way the positive way and taking all these positive actions and doing it the way i believe can work yeah. but it got to a point where no response and so i had to like literally go okay now i have to go and be somebody i don't really want to be yeah to get a result and still it wasn't even far enough and i just realized yeah. i was like man why do we force each and you know we have a choice i got i know I, but I, you know I, where i'm going no, I do. it sounds I like what you're saying. like why do we force each other into these impossible situations where the only action now is some kind of conflict why did you push me to yeah this why, don't, why why are we going here and they were like oh you, you know, know you don't have to yell or be ugly if you'd listen like, the first three times, but you're not, I wouldn't have to yeah, be I mean, yeah, we got here for, we did not get here somehow. I mean, yeah. I, it's funny because Evan and I have been watching the old Incredible Hulk show. <laughs> and dude, it's literally, I'll be, I'm laughing now because I'm yeah. so much older. I haven't watched it in years. And I'm like, yeah, this is like literally the plot of it. It's like, he's trying to be a nice scientist doctor guy and help people out. But you guys keep making him angry, <laughs> and you're going to get the Hulk. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> it sucks. Right. I don't want to be like that, no, though. I, I'd I, rather. I just don't like that. I don't. Like, why do we have to keep getting here? I don't either, man. I want to be nice about things. I want to be. Yeah. But then people put. And again, like you said, it's a choice for me to lose my, my, my temperament. Yeah. Um, but there's time. It's like, I feel like sometimes there's an amount of disrespect behind it. And they're like, oh, you didn't have to be so ugly about that. And again, like I said. I w- if you'd have listened the first three times, I wouldn't have had to raise my voice. And again, I, I have a choice whether I raise my voice or not. Yeah. Now, did you go into that situation personally, or did you handle it on the phone, email type? No, thing? personally. Okay. See, now I noticed a lot of people will talk to you a certain way over the phone or through email, but you show up physically and not in like in a violent way. Right. Just, just your had presence. Just the presence. And be of like, a hey, person. I'm here to talk about this, and, and be kind as possible. Yeah. And hey, man, their whole demeanor will change yeah and i'm not showing there I'm, and i'm showing up now i'm not talking about i'm walking in there spartan kicking the door open no like, no me either I, I walk in there like hey can i speak alone. to such and such so right i didn't right. know if you would notice a difference in that like, i did uh, notice i mean I, I think the face-to-face stuff was definitely more effective now what yeah. ultimately and i won't get into that no, so right, way I'm, off track but i <laughs> it ultimately didn't work out but yeah being there personally presence physical was totally different and i think if i had been physically present with the right person i probably okay. would have got the reaction but yeah you know you know companies are kind of sketchy when you work with a sketchy company the person that you need to be talking to is already hauled hauled ass to yeah. another state okay. you know it's yeah. kind of that kind All of situation right. Right. but you know yeah i uh I honestly do believe we can have better interactions with all of us we could all try I think sometimes that's all. If we all just tried a little harder, yeah. Just, I mean, you said that finding, uh, find. What did you say? You said losing my temper, and I've thought about that word a lot because I mean, I have that in me. I mean, yeah. I'm my father's son, you know. And I go, so when I feel my temper, uh, I, I actually kind of started thinking about losing my temper as as and or finding my temper, if that makes any sense. No, I got and you. Reworking yeah, like, it. I'm like, it's like 
taking or leaving a dump. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Right, no, right, like, you know, right, like, right, you don't right, actually right. take one. Right, you're going to leave. Yeah. So, that like, is that, mean, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, kind of like that. I go, yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, funny, I'm sorry I, like I went there. You I know? love that. That's great. <laughs> no, it's a, because of what it is. It's like, hey, this is a nasty thing. And what's happening is, is I'm finding that I have a temper. And so when I find my temper, what do I do with it? You know, yeah. now that I've found that I have a temper or in a situation, I feel, I see it, it's there. Yeah. And you can see me, look, nobody can see me, but I'm sitting here forming it with my hands. <laughs> That's kind of helped me, believe yeah. it or not, as a, yeah. as, a, as a way of, and it just comes from reading and practicing, but yeah. like these feelings, these difficult, temper is a difficult emotion for me. Man. It's very difficult. It's real. And so when it arises, I like to be able to see it. You know, yeah. and I've beat a dead horse. I've talked about it before, but be able to see that thing and go, oh, it's like a ball of ants floating in the river, and you go, don't okay. swim into that thing because you yeah. get bit a thousand times. What that's like, uh, I, uh, I, man, I heard something on a podcast or I read it somewhere uh, talking about an external projector as mm. being who you. Okay, so like, uh, I think that's the word uh, that she used, um, and basically, it's whatever's inside of you, uh, and I, I, this is helpful to me. If it's in my brain, if I put it down to paper or speak it aloud, mm. it becomes a tangible product for me to work on. If yeah. I hold it inside, it just corro- eats me alive. Yeah, man. yeah, it makes sense. Uh, but I like, like that. but man, when I write it down, it becomes an actual. Because I like puzzles and stuff. Yeah. Like I like my brain overthinking self. But if you put it down on paper, it's something to, uh, like a solving, like mm. to solve it. Um, sometimes I always wondered like why my dad was always out in the shop working on things, right? And I now know, like, when your hands are occupied figuring something out, like putting together, and like I'm doing what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, but like you taking apart a, a motor or something like that. Man, there's something very freeing and and and, and uh, comfortable about that. You're, yeah. You're, you're applying your life to that, and you're taking apart and putting it back together. And it's tangible, you know. Uh, but like I said, like writing it down or speaking it aloud, it becomes a real real thing for me to address. Yeah. If it's inside, I'm never going to address it. I'm just going to let it go down, and I'm going to get pissed off, and I'm going to start throwing wrenches and things like that, which I didn't know that was a not a real uh, – I didn't know that was not a good reaction to have. <laughs> <laughs> I thought everybody threw wrenches when they got mad. you know. But, you know, I so know for, for with that in my head, and, and I say you know a lot, obviously, but – but I, I, I feel like that being, and if I'm not mistaken, it's called an external projector. But you take those thoughts, you either vocalize it. Uh, she recorded a bunch of like notes. Yeah. Uh, That's um, cool. I like and, that. You just... and, and she said just her random notes too. She would yell into it. She would talk about these random things during the day. And it's kind of like journaling, except vocalizing that. Yeah. You know? But anyway, uh, putting the problem to paper or speaking aloud becomes real to me. And I address it at that point. So if I'm pissed off, I'm like, Hey man, you're mad. What you pissed off about? Mm. You know, address that issue. Yeah, uh, because I think that's uh, I got. I do. I can have a bad temper, man, and I have no poker face. So even if I'm th- my, like, it betrays everything. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so people can be like, hey, "What's wrong, Darren? Nothing." <laughs> yeah. Well, as I get older, I mean, you know, we're a lot grayer than we were when we first met. As I get older, you know, my eyes get older. I, uh, I, I tend to look more haggard, you know, just yeah. and more just worn out. And uh, it's just a natural state. So it's hard to look as look friendly and approachable. Yeah, man. You know, well, hey, when, you, when you're burning at both ends, man. Too. I, mean, <laughs> I mean, seriously. And you think about it, man. You can even there's what do they say? There's always there's um, 
too much of anything can be a bad thing, man. Even like you know uh, something you love. Yeah, you know, like well, that's the truth. Like I can be consumed like this. Well, yeah, is, like right. You could do. You could go a hundred art projects this year, hey, and then man. go. I'm gonna do two fifty, and then just oh, like burn yourself. Yeah, I, I know where I cap on that one, but no, but like that right there. Thinking about that, okay. Um, I can be consumed by that, and I feel like that's why I've been single for so long too. Like I've become selfish with my time, mm. and that's sad. Um, but I'm like, I like when I'm, when I'm in the zone to work. So some people can do artwork and talk. I can't do that. Yeah. I have to be a hundred percent focused on the artwork. Yeah. Otherwise I'm going to stop and just have the conversation, you know? Yeah. I, but I can, I can be very consumed by things, man. And that's one of them. Like when I'm getting the zone, Hey man, don't mess around. The inspiration I feel is like hit. that when I'm out trying to yeah. film footage, yeah. not interviews, but just footage on a site and somebody's trying to talk to me while I'm doing that. I'm like, God, they don't even understand. I need to focus on this yeah. camera and yeah. this lighting. And you don't want to be ugly. To, you don't want to be ugly or unfriendly, but it's kind of hard not to. I'm yeah. like, hey, man, and not to be ugly. Respect the fact I'm working. Yeah, I'm not. This you isn't know? just. It's not second. It's well, maybe second nature, but to do it right, I need to focus. Yeah, yeah. Nah, man. And that's hey, man. You got to work, right? You got to. My man, dude, we actually answered that question really good. Do uh, you think so? <laughs> I think so. Well, I mean, talked about work and mindset yeah. and all that. I mean, so much good came out. That's what I love about that. I mean, look, we simple hey, question. But oh, it ended man, up generating a, a, a good. And I struggled with that question, man, because I like thinking about that but mindset. Yeah, man. I, I that's the like, hardest thing to do. And that's I mean, think about how easy it is. Well, for people who are physically capable, think about how easy it is. All this is, man. Yeah. You know, like moving your fingers, toes, legs, walking, even think of all the things we take for granted in that, yeah. you know, what's the hardest thing to operate or your, your brain, man, yeah. around those things. Like, I mean, that's called stress is a killer man but like yeah. you think about that um like i think about my dad um and you know obviously i mention him a lot because it's a, a you know poor yeah. apartment, but like um he um he's not really physically capable in a lot of ways now so you know like i mean we never think about that what happens when you lose the mov- mobility of like a left hand or something right. like that you know like right. which he has struggles with his left hand he, he still has yeah. a little bit of function but you know um Think about how hard that must be to oh, yeah. learn. Like one of the most impressive stories I've heard was, uh, man, you could probably can correct me. Uh, there was a documentary on, it was Frank Frazetta. He was the painter. Okay. Do you know? I know who like he is. Death yeah. dealer. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Molly Hatchet and all that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he um, he had a stroke and he was right-handed, I believe. Hey, man, lost the use of his right hand. Yes, that's right. Okay. Hey, taught himself how to draw with his left hand. I can you imagine? That. I read that on the internet. Yeah. Holy. Hey, man, I can barely draw with my right hand. <laughs> no, I know. But, I mean, can you imagine the strength and character and uh, durability to, to take to change your whole way of living, to be that dedicated? Because some people give up so easy. Mm-hmm. You know, this guy retrained himself to draw with his left hand, and his left-handed art is ten times better than my right-handed art. Yeah, you. Right. So anyway, yeah, it, I mean, I I, that's kind of yeah. that's kind of off the subject there. But thinking about the the, the brain and how we, we we operate, man. So, um, I feel like I, I, I was telling somebody the other day. I was like, you can have one of the most strong-willed people you know, like just completely. And if somebody told them that they were didn't matter who this person was, would go up to him. It'd be even worse if it was somebody that they cared about would go up to him every day and say, hey, you're a piece of garbage. They may be like, eh, first couple of days. But if you tell somebody that for an entire year, no matter how strong-willed you are, you're going to change, man. Oh, yeah. Dude, that's, well, I mean, I mean, that's going to wear you out, you man. In, I you, mean, might, you might even start believing that, you know? Right. And, I mean, I think about myself in that way. 
I told myself how unworthy I was and how ugly I was and how much I hated myself for so long. I truly believe that, man. Really? Now, to this day, I make jokes that are like self-deprecating, but I do it in the most humor, man. Even though they say you shouldn't do that, I have a tendency to just kind of, because I find myself funny. Like the like the stuff I joke about, you laugh, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, I know what you You know mean. that I'm not hating myself anymore on that. Yeah. It's not real. It's it's. I get no. it. Yeah, I, I was listening to a pod this morning about that. I'm talking about people who are in a religion, kind of like Stephen Colbert. When you're in a religion and you know the religion, he can poke fun at it. Yeah. And and, and somebody had said it was one of the folks involved with Monty Python. It says it's a true test of something's validity and longevity is that it can survive the comedy about itself. Hmm. And I was like, "That's interesting because it's it it's, it's understands itself. Something can understand itself really well when it can survive." Yeah, that. no, that, and that's a wonderful you know? way to look at it. And I was like, "I liked that thought." Yeah. I was like, "Yeah, because I, I I can joke about myself really well, and not, it doesn't sticky, it doesn't sting. No, it's just man. being honest and in a joking way." But and the, the the good part about humor is that when you can relate to that humor. So, oh well, like look. I joke about I joke about my turkey neck or man, you know, like you said something about getting gray a while ago. I don't call it getting gray. I call it getting refined. I was making a joke on the after. <laughs> the pod ended the other day we did the live show with the guys from southern cast iron yeah. uh event and uh michelle had to leave so she came out and she comes walking out and they were like oh who's this and so that's my wife michelle and you know I, this is the joke i laugh at this yeah. joke because there was a when people see michelle because she's pretty yeah. i mean michelle's pretty but what's funny is how shocked people are when they meet her but no, nobody had ever really said anything. Yeah. But I always picked up. I'm a people watcher. I'm like okay. you. I watch yeah. Adidas. I always noticed that there was like a, a little weird, tiny hint of shock when people would meet Michelle. <laughs> and she's going to hate to talk about this. <laughs> Poor Michelle. But I mean, she can't help it. It's not her fault. Poor thing. Yeah. That she's pretty. It's not her fault. She's pretty. It's yeah. the way it is. But I saw it the other day when she come walking out. And so I, I told her, I told the story to them. We weren't on the air. But I said, yeah. I said, well, we went to lunch not too long ago. And I saw somebody that I hadn't seen since high school. Yeah. And I was like, hey, hey, how's it going? Real quick, tiny catch up. And I said, well, this is my wife, Michelle. And this is literally what he did. He, he, go, he goes, had a little shock. And he went, oh, she's pretty. <laughs> He didn't even realize he said it. Oh. And I didn't say anything. And they had to leave. And I sat yeah. down with Michelle. I said, this is what I'm talking about yeah. right here. People are surprised. They go, now what in the world is a pretty girl doing with this guy? Uh, and come on. I laugh my butt. And that's my joke. And I go, I'm not saying it like as, oh, yeah. man, why are people reacting this way? You know, it's not like that. It's more like, why does everybody say that? <laughs> You know what I mean? But it's funny to yeah. me. I'm like, yeah, it's funny because yeah. now it's my little personal joke. I watch and I'm like, oh, okay, let's see what kind of poker face you got. See it when ain't... when you find the big secret that <laughs> this troll of a man has this pretty little wife. Oh, you know, Quasimodo. Yeah, here. <laughs> disgusting man has his. Yeah, that's the joke. The cosmic jokes on you, pal. Yeah, but see, I look at y'all. I I look at y'all and y'all look like y'all fit together, man. That's you just know, funny, it's, you know, dude. Man. Uh, it's some she says it's not true, but I'm like, oh no! When that guy said that at the restaurant, that Danny was like, oh, she's pretty. Like it was like, like, like he literally was like somebody like like what just happened man. here? This whole worldview just. Would you expect her to look like Modoc or something? You know, Modoc, <laughs> Modom. Oh my gosh, dude, that was good. How did we get there? Uh, it doesn't matter. Fishbowl number All two. Right. Hey man, do you like those Edison? Or you want me to pick something, dude? You take whatever you want. 
Take whatever Do you, you want. Do you want to try all three? I don't care. Just pick whatever you feel comfortable picking. I don't want to. I don't want to taint the bowl. Nah, you know what I'm dude, saying? There's no taint in there. I don't think there's any taint here. I don't think there <laughs> is. And see, I, I, there might be an old pepperoni in there or something. I hope yeah. not. What would? Hey, would you rather? God, what is it? Would you rather be rich with no friends or be poor with lots of friends? Ooh, that's a good question, actually. I'm sure there's something in there. Uh, rich with no friends, friends or poor, poor with lots, with of, lots friends. of friends. Well, they don't realize that I'm poor with no friends. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> no, just, Joke's on you. I got both. Got you, fish The best bowl. of both worlds. <laughs> I showed you. Ah, Fishbowl. That's it. That's my answer, man. <laughs> I got the best of both worlds. That's so funny, man. What uh, they don't realize. Yeah, man. But I, well, outside of the good joke there, that was, um, that's easy for me, man. Poor with lots of friends, you know. I knew that's, it. I knew I mean, that was answer. Yeah. What, what is the point of life with a bunch of, you, okay, like, you know, we talked about earlier, you know, you, you can't, you can't take money to your grave, obviously. You can't take objects to your, well, that I know of. You know, you know what you had that old saying. Yeah. Just like I was saying earlier, uh, you can't take your good to the grave either, man. Yeah, that's you right. Know, like, so why not give back <laughs> when people don't know something? Why not teach them instead of just belittling them? Yeah. You know I, what I, I mean? Like, oh, you're stupid. You know, I, I don't. This isn't well with me. You know, like, I understand there's this nature of picking on people, and maybe somewhere along the lines, I've lost my sense of humor about things. Like, I'm very uh, literal. You tell me mm-hmm. to go do something, most likely I'm going to go do it. Uh, it's sad. And, uh, you know, like, hey, go put that in his office, you know, like eight, uh, four by eight sign. I'm like, okay. And I'll go put it in the office. <laughs> so, but no, I, I think that, like, with the, what's the point of being rich if you have nobody to share your life with, man? Right. You know? nah, I mean, I that's, true. That, I mean, that's very, to me, very, there's no questions there. There's That's very easy question, uh, man. I mean, and, and again, you know, think about the United States in general, uh, what do they say that like um, even the poorest person is like in the top fifty percent? Yeah, compared to I don't remember places, yeah. of like or something like that. So you know, I mean, that's if you really think about the toughness of that, like the homeless population, the people who are who are very poor. You know, um, and I'm not well off by no means, but I have sufficient. I am sufficient. I have a good place to live. I have thing. I don't like material things really. You know, like uh, it's like when people buy me. Presents, uh, I'm, I, you don't need to give me more clutter. <laughs> if you want to buy me something, buy me sketchbooks, man. Uh, you know, Can't, that's yeah, the Never have too many you know, of those. No, yeah. never. But anyway, that's getting off track on that. But the whole point, man, is like, I just, uh, I would, there's value in human people, man. Like the money comes and goes, man. How many people you've seen get rich and then bust poor, you know? And then yeah. what if you have nobody there to pick up for you, man? I mean, like how many, I don't know. I just, um, while I might not be the most outgoing or outreaching friend, I couldn't be who I am or do what I do without the friendships that I have, man. Yeah. Whether it be an acquaintance or not, man. I don't care if I met you one time or not. I really consider you a friend. You know, like, uh, we, we don't have to hang out and talk all the time. You know, we don't have yeah. to be, you know, visiting and going on grand adventures. Actually, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a very much a homebody, which is, is probably a huge part of my problem <laughs> you know but it was great to get out last night to chuck fest you know after i got the mission out the way then i was able to enjoy that but right. like yeah what's the point of living a life for a bunch of material stuff man that's not going to matter anyway we're all going to die very morbid sounding but we're all going to die well no i, mean, I understand you, what the i would rather is, i'd rather be on my deathbed being like hey man um 
and it kind of ties into the father thing and the legacy thing. Like I have no legacy to leave behind right now, man, other than the works that I do, I guess you could call it. And I don't even mean artworks. I mean, my personal yeah. works, the people's lives that I've reached out and touched, man. Um, I, I sometimes wonder, am I doing enough? Am I being good enough? Am I helping enough people? And I know my resources are limited, man. Um, but again, Sometimes the best I can do for people is smile and say, you know, and just entertain small conversation. Even though I don't like small conversation, I like talking about like uh, alien abductions and the Egyptian pyramids and weird <laughs> stuff like that, you know, yeah, uh, and, and Halloween babies. But yeah, uh, but no, like in all of that, um, you know, I feel like that that's, you know, doing good for people, making friends, man, even if we don't hang out, even if we meet one time and hang out and have a beer or whatnot, you know, good with that, man. You never know what kind of uh, impact you left on people. Uh, the girl that I met that one time that I told you was the runner, uh, we had a conversation. We kind of met each other, and we got to know each other through writing, which mm-hmm. is a very, very – man, I don't know if you ever met somebody like that. No. Uh, but, man, uh, without having – because I was stuck out in Texas uh, on this job site where there was no – all I had really was Internet. I didn't – this was yeah. before, like, the Skype and all that. I right. Think, or, I didn't have that option or whatever, but we got to know each other through writing, man. And, um, so it's interesting how much you have to get creative to learn about somebody through just writing rather than sitting down. See, we, we could sit down there and talk all day long, you know, uh, but getting to know somebody through writing is such an interesting thing, man. You have to get creative with your words. You have to ask them those stupid questions that like, do you know what's your favorite color? You know, like uh, yeah. dream vehicles, vacations, you know, so you really get into those discussions. And I don't know if people nowadays even have those discussions, you know, like, yeah, I don't know. Do you man. really know, not to be ugly, but you really know everything about your wife? Probably well, so. Well, right. Yeah. Well, I mean, over time. Yeah. Over yeah. Time. But like initially, see, I guess I've always been kind of like you. Yeah, I've always been a talker. Inquisitive little yeah, details. Curious about man. what people like. But she wrote, uh, we, we talked one time and she was like, and we, one of the questions was, kind of like this i guess we'd yeah, ask her a bunch of like bowl. weird stuff so we had our personal fishbowl through aol email <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah i'm old i still have an aol address so i don't get a lot of spam um but we talked about um is there somebody in your life who helped you or did good for you that you never think that you should oh wow that's a good you know? question and we've talked about that yeah and like actually last year um I don't know. I feel bad for her because I don't know if I was really ready to date, you know, but Mm. I got involved with her and I loved her to death, man. Awesome, awesome woman. Funny, cool, great taste in music. We liked a lot of the same nerd stuff, you know, Uh, it just didn't work out. But um, and I think it was it was a lot of that was me because I just shouldn't have been involved in that relationship that soon after. Mm. And uh, but she was so awesome, man. And um, I wrote her last year and I was like, hey, look. I know I didn't treat you, and this is like uh, paraphrasing it or whatever. It's like, I know I didn't treat you the way you deserve to be treated. I wasn't ugly or hateful to her, but I just don't think I was mentally prepared to move yeah. on. And uh, But I let her know that, I, and you know, I let her know that she actually truly made a difference in my life and changed a lot inside wow, of man. me, man. Like the introduction to actually running, you know, and all these things. And that, so I didn't want my life to end. And not tell that woman, hey, I'm thankful for your presence in my life, even the, the time, which I think it was a year or so. Uh, but that still is a short time in, in, yeah. in eternity, man. That's a short time. Yeah. And uh, But I wanted to let her know that I was truly grateful uh, for her friendship and what she did. So writing her a letter to open up and let her know. And, hey, man, I might have been a drunk for a long time and my memory may be crappy. But I see little things that people do, small acts of kindness 
uh, and, and it's through like third party observation, like you said, we're talking about people watching. I see the good that people do. I am a heavy tipper when it comes to restaurants is at probably to my detriment sometimes, <laughs> but, uh, I've been known to tip other waitresses because I see what they've done. Mm. You know, I go yeah, up and that I, extra I, effort they put and, in. and I go up to them and I let them, I was like, I saw what you did. This is for you. And I don't want to, I hate that. I don't even want to like brag on myself like this, but like, no, such a bragger, but, but that's uh, a good thing. That's not but, bragging, man. But, I mean, it's but, just, but, that's encouragement to be honest. Other people can do it's, that it's, too. It's rewarding. Uh, for the art drop, there's a guy who was a bartender. Well, actually there's two bartenders at Buffalo Wild Wings, Pilar and J-Rod. They no longer work there, but both were, when I walked, when I ran away from my friends, when I was hurting and I just, I so embarrassed. I got, they were two people who were working behind a bar, right? They're working for tips, you know? And both those people showed me so much kindness. They don't, I don't even know if they even realize it, but I wrote J-Rod. He found a piece of artwork and I wrote him. I was like, hey man, I want you to know that your kindness did not go unnoticed or unrecognized, you know? And I never told, I've told Pilar in person, you know? Yeah. But both good people, man. Um, the other day, uh, for the art drop as well, um, I got a quote unquote little job for this guy, um, I didn't realize this, uh, man, I don't want to get their name wrong. Yet. I don't know how to pronounce their last name, but anyway, she, uh, she reached out and, uh, she wanted, uh, to like hire me to do a piece of artwork. Well, come to find out her husband used to bartend. I know a bunch of bartenders. Her husband, Drew used to work at Daryl's okay. and Drew was always very kind to me. You know, like I mean, it, it, it may have been in passing, it may not, who knows? He's always been just a nice guy. Sometimes he'd come and sit down at the table and just kind of, you know, talk with me a little bit. But little things like that, you know, when I was going through, they didn't know I was going through a rough time. You know, I, I was just drunk, man. You know, yeah. I, who knows? I'm, you know, that dude's just shit face. <laughs> <All right. laughs> but, but anyway, so she wanted to pay me for the artwork and I refused it because I gave that, the, the little artwork that I did for her daughter's birthday. I did that because that dude showed me kindness. So I don't, I want people to know. And look, man, I haven't hit everybody yet in my life, but there's a lot of people who've done a lot of kindness for me when I was down. And I think it's time to start paying people for their kindness. That's nice, uh, Lord, man. man. And so that's it's things like that. I don't, hey man, now look, if I was excessively drunk, I probably blacked out drunk. So I might not remember some of the kindness you showed me, <laughs> uh, which that's a whole nother subject in its own right. But, uh, you know, dance with the brawny man, you know, if there wasn't pictures, I probably wouldn't know that it existed. <laughs> oh man, really? Well, that was a good night. Yeah. But, you know, so anyway, but, uh, yeah, out of that question, <laughs> interesting, man, so, it really is interesting. I mean, you know, I, I guess, to me, that's actually one of the greatest things a person can do is to let people know that they've helped you or touched your life in some way. Because, I mean, a lot of those actions that people take, they don't really realize. They're just doing what's in their nature to do. And they don't see it as some high blessing. And I I think that kind of cuts really right to, I think, the beautiful thing about having a good heart or taking an action or allowing your heart to guide you to take a kind action. You just don't know. Like I think in the last episode um, that's out right now, the one with the folks from halo, he said he calls it the one drop, uh, the one drop uh, method or something. I can't remember the exact mess it all up, man. But anyway, (laughs) it it is a very powerful thing, but basically it says, you know, that you don't know how full someone else's cup really is. You know, and so you, uh, you know, I being, see, yeah. you know, if you're cruel to somebody, 
in just a split man. moment to you that might be a small cruelty again it's only this big it's a little drop oh, but their man, cup that's... is like already ready to pour over and so you put that one drop in there and it pours over man, you know that, that that hits me on all kinds of levels man but that you is. saying that about kindness is like the yeah, reverse man. it's like you might be your kindness could be the thing that takes like those drops out for somebody whose oh, cup man. is full man you might think what i just talk to you for five minutes yeah. but you're you're taking them away from the edge of that glass you I mean, know yeah and our life is so short man like in the scheme of all things our our physical life is so short that you know like i think now is like it's never i mean i need to make sure that i tell people what they mean to me mm-hmm. you know like and i don't mean like as this is like my final farewell song but i just really i think it's really important to let people know like hey man you made a difference because you never know what that person's carrying. That might change their whole life around. Yes, yeah. you know, man. And it's, I think it's important to let people know they're appreciated for the work they've done in their lives, man. Um, I struggle sometimes with asking for help, right? Mm. Um, or when people want to do something good for me, I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. You know, and something in my head clicks off like maybe they expect something out of mm. that. I don't know what the hell's wrong. I, yeah. I don't know what the hell's wrong with me. But, like, I have a hard time with that, man. Like, a. Uh, accepting help but i am more than happy to jump on the wagon to help you out right 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 and somebody told me the other day um another day could be anywhere from like one day to like three years ago so uh, <laughs> uh they said that you know darren they were like um man, and i feel bad about not remembering who this was but uh they were like you know how you like to help people you know the joy that that brings you well when you deny somebody oh, the yeah. ability to help you you're taking that joy from them, dude. Did you hear that on the podcast? It, that it may because have, I've heard somebody I, else said that. Okay, on the podcast. I heard I heard that in human, <laughs> okay, and in digital. Because somebody so, else think, said that. Yeah, I, I don't remember who it was yeah, though. But, but they anyway, said you're so, denying them the yeah the privilege of uh, the joy of, of serving or helping. Yeah, you know. And yeah. I guess I've always struggled with help, man. Uh, it's Lone Wolf McQuaid here. You know? Yeah, man. Lone Wolf McQuaid. <laughs> Lone Wolf McD. So God, but, dude, you're but, rocking the well, fishbowl, man. Yeah, yeah. You did, just did, like, you, did you answer? <laughs> I don't know if I answered, but that's a good conversation, yeah, honestly. Right, I, I don't want to. It's like you're falling asleep on me. I'm not falling asleep, man. I'm you're wide falling, awake. I'm not falling asleep. You're falling. You're asleep. falling asleep. <laughs> I'm right. wide awake, ready for Halloween, man. Hey, it's almost around the corner. All right, let's see if I can get something different out of here. One of these little papers. Oh, you getting one of the papers? Yeah. Yeah. And what? That's just questions. Huh? Those are questions. Yeah. No, it's how. Yeah, it's a question. Oh, hey. I wrote this one. Did you? Yeah, because it's red. red. Yeah. Business and peace, money and love, stuff and happiness. Can these things work in harmony? Hmm. I'd have to say, if I'm being, which I used to be a pessimist, uh, lied by saying I was a realist. Uh, If I'm going to be an optimist, though, uh, and try to think positive on things, which trying to reframe my mind around that to not do so much negative thinking. Um, I would say, yeah, man, I think, um, given the right people with those, with now you talk about all six of those working in conjunction. Yeah. Can, can those or, things work in harmony together? I, all six are just like two at a time. Or, uh, I don't know. Uh, okay. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I truthfully, I think all six of that can, um, I think it, 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 it all wraps around who the persons are involved. Like, okay, for instance, b- business and peace. You have the right people working together. I mean, you ever, okay, it's like meeting a, a person, right? And you just click. You yeah. know that that person is somebody you're like, okay, I can hang out with this person and not get bored or whatnot, uh, you know? Um, I feel like that with business and peace, man, the right, pe- the right people come together with the right mentality. 
I think you can have business and peace hmm. in that respect because I feel like um, like there are some conflicts at work, uh, but I think overall, you know, because you're always going to have somebody unhappy, you know. Yeah. And, but again, it goes back to framing your mind around that man. It might be, it might not even have nothing to do with the job, but you take it out on a job. Yeah, no, it's you know? true. A lot of it is um, on you to but, do, right? And I think again, it, it it boils down to us. You know, you talk about uh, why why do good. When you can do nothing, yeah, is that, is that yeah, the question? That's, that's right. Okay, yeah. so when you talk about that, like for me, maybe mine is selfish reasons, but I don't want to live on a planet full of a holes. <laughs> right, you know? I don't either. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Seriously. So, right, I, I, I'm gonna do the good I can and make a difference. But so even these people that are not kind to me, I'm gonna show them kindness anyway, man. You know, now if yeah. I'm gonna bat again, reframing my mind. So I think you can combine business and peace. You just have the right people. And even if there's tough characters on there, man, you can soften their stance over time, man. Kind of like I was talking about that that negative talk where you can destroy somebody's will over the course of a year. Yeah. Even if they're the most strong-willed human you know. Yeah. Same thing in the opposite direction. You know, hmm. if you have a very yeah. negative person, man, just keep being nice and feeding them life and just yeah. and, and try to make a difference, man. Let them know that they're appreciated or valued, even if they are tough, you know. See, I don't know. I – huh. I mean, I believe that. I'm going to tell you, like, very optimistically. It is optimistic. <laughs> and I'll say I believe that in theory. I do. And I have, for the most part, put it in practice, and it has been true. But I will say there is the odd bird that wants trouble, death, destruction. They want trouble, chaos. They're looking for trouble. They can't be happy. And in my, and so I've come to believe, and I might be wrong, that that's not all something that they even really want i think there's just sometimes people that have things going on inside of themselves some kind of trauma some kind of mental problem something's off to where they just want to light the world on fire and there's something just off some men just want to watch the world yeah right some men just want to watch the world burn and i've I've met a couple of those types of people in my life a few times and nothing was going to satiate their desire for Um, chaos and so i don't it doesn't and and so i've asked myself this question a few times like is it worth it then if those are the people that are out there is it worth it and i've come to for me after putting it to the test the answer is yes it's worth it but I do have to be willing to accept that there I'm going that when I encounter those people, I've got a bit of honestly getting biblical, dust the sandals off no. and say, I've tried, but it's just not going to work. I heard it on Mr. Robot. I think it was on the show. Mr. <laughs> yeah. Robot, uh, Christian Slater's character, Mr. Robot yeah. says, um, you shouldn't when you Oh, gosh. How do you say it? He said, uh, don't appeal to a man's. When you appeal to a man's better nature, you may discover he doesn't have one. Yeah. And it stuck with me because I was actually going through that at that time. I've probably said that on this podcast a hundred times because it was so pointed for me in the moment because I was like, oh, this is exactly what has happened to me. I have tried to appeal to this person's better nature yeah. and it's not coming out. You know? I, no, and I, I'm actually, you know, like, again, uh, the hypocritical pulpit here, you know, but like uh, <laughs> con- conflicts, you know, but no, I, and I I do believe in that. But like, again, you can go you, when you do your good, you go home and you sleep well at night. You know, I don't lose sleep over people being ugly to me. Yeah. You know, when you it comes to control, I that. do realize that there are going to people like you're saying, the, these these yeah. individuals who are just always going to be like that. Yeah. And I can't change that, man. But that but I can change who I am and keep myself 
in right. the the good uh, good kind compassionate nature that's right I can yeah. be you know so I'm going to continue to do yeah. that and if he wants to tell me a bunch of ugly words and be like whatever I'll walk on about my well day. that's exactly right that's how you win that and that's all, that's what I, my conclusion has been too is that I call it just transmutation yeah. it's like okay if someone's going to be cruel to me and say mean things to me or attack me or any of anything terrible that they're going to do. I kind of treat if I can just a visualization for me is like a machine where you feed something in one side and something else comes out the mm-hmm. other side. I go, well, okay, I can't change them, but I can take this stuff and make a point to not become that. I can say, oh, this terrible, these terrible words you're saying, these terrible actions you're taking against me, I can't stop you, right? Yeah. But. I also can remind myself and utilize the energy of all that negative shit and like judo flip that. You know what I mean? I like I hear you say it. Like, like Aikido. Yeah. And just go, I'm redirect your energy yeah, Steven now. Steven Seagal over yeah, here, Yeah, I'm about man. to Steven Seagal, except it's not breaking bones, it's making love. <laughs> you know what I mean, You though? should really grow a ponytail, man. Man, dude. I'll take you to the bank, Senator. The blood bank. God, dude. Hey. You know who killed Bobby Lupo? <laughs> oh my God! Are we about to get into Steven Seagal. All right, so Steven Seagal quoting war. Uh, on to the second one: uh, money and love. And I know this is we were talking about working all these in conjunction, but I'm gonna approach each one of them, okay? Because uh, I don't like to shut up. Uh, the money and love. Uh, I truly believe, and again, it goes back to the same kind of thing we were talking about. It, it's the individuals that that are in control of that. You know what I mean? Now turning mo- turning your love to just money. That that I yeah. think that. Right, right, and I hate right. to be that guy that like oh, money and the absolute power corrupts absolutely, and the money corrupts everything. Now I think you know, man, you make those choices. You know, I know some people who have a lot of money, and are truly good humans. Like man, that's yeah. That's it. I know some people who have a lot to no money, and they're terrible humans. Right. And I'm being judgmental here. And no, but I mean, you know, and people they, we come in all these different yeah. combinations, right? And, it's and not pe- just makes yeah. doesn't mean if you have money that you're going to be no. unloving. I, I believe that it's the people involved, man, yeah. for the most part. And um, you know, like uh, I don't know. And that's that's for money and love. I, like I said, I mean, again, I think all these things can work with the right people. Money and love is kind of. Yeah, you know, you see a lot of people get corrupted by money. Yeah, you know? I think it can. And, and that's, but that's, again, it, it's a self, it's your choice, man. That's, uh, I don't know. Yeah. But, and then uh, finally, the stuff and happiness. Um, I, you know, that's the only one I have kind of difficult with. Yeah, because you say you're minimalist. I, yeah. I, I'm not 100% minimalist, but I try to get, I mean, if you saw my place, you'd be like, what the hell is wrong with this dude? Well, you've told me that, though, <laughs> yeah, that you've but lived the pretty mo- lean. I mean, man, the more I get rid of the better I feel. That's man. great. I'm not man. cluttered. I, mean, I think I'm not, that's awesome. Not cluttered by anything. What do you think about all this clutter in here? I like it, man. This is kind of clutter. This is a. I, I. But you know what? It's like organized clutter. It's not like. Uh, you know. Yeah. Not like, Jonah says that too. Does he? Yeah. I don't think. I don't know if Michelle agrees with that yeah. though. But she, it is. She likes. She likes more space. She likes. Well, it's a small office. Yeah. And so I think it feels like it's closing in a little bit. But yeah. I mean, it's a. Uh, I don't know. Everybody's got a different opinion about this kind of stuff. I just yeah. wondered what you thought oh, man, from I, a minimalist sort of lean living kind of view. I like neat stuff, man. All right. So, and odd stuff. And so odd like, you, you, so you like surround, like, okay, the camera over there. Yeah. And then the little orange ball with the little mat, uh, the, the angry, angry orange. Uh, um, annoying orange. Okay. That guy. And then you got Rodimus Prime. Yeah, boy. And you got the, uh, what's the gremlin? Uh, Stripe. Stripe. I couldn't even think about that. Yeah, man. dude. But then I, I look around and 
uh, I see the memorial to your dad. Yeah, you know, man. Is and I'm sorry, but that's, no, it's I, all right. It's, it's, it's everything. Everything is something for everything. It's a, yeah, it's a little thing. spot for everything. Uh, you know, so and I, it, it's fun. You okay, know, well, good. It, it's good, not like good. it's not like some terrible mess. I'm walked in. I'm like, the hell did I walk into? Like, what is you this know? crap? Hey, well, and speaking, of, <laughs> speaking of terrible mess, are you thinking I was about, about to win Stevie again, dude? <laughs> hey, man. Stevie. Who's all these? Stevie. Oh, my God. Stevie Janowski. God, dude. I don't know about this. <laughs> but who's all these? This, this is, uh, this, this is uh, I guess, not interesting, but, like, it's funny. This ties in some um, off-subject here. Ties in the uh, a mess, the art drop, and the elf on the shelf. So I was the very last art drop that I did in Sulphur. The the very there was the last one. Uh, the little girl was very uh, the little girl that was it was Mia. She was very interested in like antiques and stuff like yeah. that, and like the little secondhand shops. And we're driving down, and we saw and polished peasant. Yeah, caught her eye. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the shy. Lache. Uh, okay, yeah. uh, man, terrible yeah. the, the pronunciation there. Brown Lache. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So. I she friended me a long time ago because of the elf on the shelf. Oh, that's funny. She's friends with Janice, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so she's. I look back at Mia. Mia looked at me. She's like, "Did it catch your eye?" I'm like, "It did. Did it catch your eye?" She's like, "Yeah." So she was doing all the little riddles and stuff uh, when I would do the sulfur, you know. Oh, and, y'all put one there. Yeah. So oh, okay. I, okay. So I drove up and we're standing out there and I'm letting the little girl uh, place the pieces, right? Yeah. Yeah. And she's placing. Well, it's getting dark, man. And let's try them. Crap, I said her name wrong again. Lachey. Lachey, sorry. <laughs> Apologies. Um, she pulls up, and it's her and her husband, Eric. Yeah. And, yeah. and I'm like, the whole time, I'm like, and the the two girls I was with were getting nervous, and they're like, ugh. And I was like, I'm, I'm like, oh, it's cool. She knows me. And I'm like, and the whole time in my head, I'm thinking, oh, please let her recognize me from the elf on the shelf. I don't want to get shot tonight. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I was playing it cool. But then she pulled up and she was, I was like, hey, how's it going? I was like, it's Darren from Elf on the Shelf. And she's like, oh, hey. And then anyway, so I, I just, I don't know, side note, but like we went, she, uh, she wouldn't open, but because that little girl she let the little girl in to go look around so oh, that's cool, that was really man. cool of her yeah. man i know she's How only cool open but they were over there to do some work or whatever but they let her in to go explore and we, we had a conversation and it was cool but yeah anyway it's just funny the elf on the shelf the art drop and then uh i say a mess but it's a it's, it's a cool little place in there it is a cool place i like going in there i i, I can't always go i have to kind of just catch it because yeah the days they're open is not always when i can go but i love that little shop sulfur's got some really nice little shops like that around that you can go dig yeah, out and find I, some cool antique stuff i actually did uh the drop some of the drops at different places. I did the the flock of five. Yeah, flock of five. I did them. Have you been in there? No, I have not. Oh, man. You, uh, you'd love it. My, uh, a lady I work with, uh, she told me about it. You'd like it, and that's what she said. She said, "Man, there's so much awesome stuff." You, in you there. just go make some time uh, to go peck around in there. You'll I'll, enjoy. Also it. did a blue blue duck blue duck vintage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. right so, down the street. All, yeah, all across so. the way. But I, I did realize in Sulphur, man, y'all have a lot of cool areas to drop, man. Like yeah. I don't know if it's because I'm just too familiar with Lake Charles that it kind of bores me. Yeah. And then when I got over here, I was like, man, there's some really interesting. We we do have some nice places. We, my wife and I were talking about that this morning. We were like, you know, what do you think? And this is all fairness and honesty. And I don't mean as a slight. I don't think we have as much curb appeal as some places in Sulphur. You have to go find those things. Yeah. But once you do find them, it's like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. You feel like you've kind of discovered a treasure. We got the Grove, Great Park, Maplewood Commons, Great Park, and then over Lasolet uh, Catholic Church has a replica of the Lasolet Shrine from france and it's actually oh, wow. built built to spec really and so you can go over there and it's like being 
at the location. They built the mound the same height, the same little walk. You should check it out. It's that's cool, that's interesting. Man. Yeah, I took some pictures of it this weekend. It was really neat. And see, that goes back to me, like uh, just the knowledge of this area. You know, man, I feel like that there's so many people like, and it's always surrounded around drinking, you know, and I mean, I don't, look, I don't have an issue with drinking. Right, right, know, right. I still drink, you know, but, um, so I'm not like preaching about that, but, uh, just everything is very drinking centric. Yeah. I've noticed that, you know, and it goes back to, to what we're talking about, like, how Southwest Louisiana has not always been kind to the art industry. It seems like we have been the last, I don't know, five, six years, man, it has really been developing. And I don't know who was all in charge of all of that. But I mean, there's a lot of people, I think, bringing some things up, man. And that's good. But like stuff like that, like what you're telling me about these areas, I learn a lot about um, sulfur and other areas around here. You had the lady about the, uh, did she work for Cameron? Um, oh, Claire. Uh, the port director. Yeah. yeah. You know, mm-hmm. but just stuff like that, you know, like, yeah. I'm like, okay, I never even would have thought about that. But so it's bringing, and I've been here since 95 in Lake Charles, man. And I still don't know a whole lot about sulfur. I get lost driving around, yeah. you know, but it's, it's nice to learn all these, these things, man. Um, and it's, it, and I think that's a good thing. I think like you have a lot of good information that comes through here and it introduces a lot of people to a lot of stuff they didn't even know about, even if they lived here for a long well, time. Well, you get a chance to do a little deep dive. Yeah. I mean, we can all get a 15 minute spot or 30 seconds or go on Instagram and never stop making live videos. I mean, it's, it's like it, it, we're feeding that stuff and it is good, but to really just sit down and do a nice peel back on yourself yeah. and your business and, or your, your good work, whatever it is. I mean, how often I mean, we always talk about giving the elevator pitch it's i'm almost tired of hearing that do you know what i mean like everybody says that and for for years and years it was like what's your elevator pitch what's your elevator pitch i have no idea what that is well it's like if, if you get on an elevator on the third floor yeah. and you're in and they're like so what do you do for a living how, uh, how much can you tell them when you get down to the bottom okay, okay and so everybody's like have a good elevator pitch and it's a it's a whole I think that kind of thinking, I'm not saying it's bad because there's people that are still promoting that. I think yeah. it's good to be able to sum things up. But on the flip side, that kind of culture has cultivated this blow and go attitude we all yeah. have. And it's like, I don't have time for you. Let me tell you the, the, the cliff notes so I can get on to the next thing. And it's like, okay, that's cool that we can sum things up. And it's good when we're in a, a situation like that. But yeah. there, now it seems like there's so much of that yeah. little bites, bites, bites. I'm you the, know what I mean? Yeah. And see, I'm, I'm opposite. I am the kind of person who likes to make a long story longer. <laughs> it's about the details. The long story long. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's about the, it's about the details and cause everything matters, you know, mm. just like every segue we took, uh, it, it came somewhere. And What's the whole picture <laughs> of the person, man. You know, you have one more thing to do. What's that? This is the new thing. It's All called right. better you in a box. Uh-huh. This is a challenge. Have you heard these yet? What's in the box? What's in the box? That's right. <laughs> hey, speaking of boxes, too, before we get into that, uh, hey, man, I still have your super na- you that you gave for that? my birthday. I think about the that. The supernatural hunter's kit. Yeah. Yeah. I might have to uh, up my holy water, though. Yeah. You need to take that out and take pictures okay. of it. Now, so what this I, is, I, I've not. Uh, this wait. is new ish. I don't think, if you're on Brini's episode, you probably haven't seen this yet. So what this is, is. Um, Basically, it's a challenge, but it's not necessarily, it can be right. a challenge for you and for me, okay. but it's sort of an encouragement to the listeners. It's something that maybe we're having, they haven't done before, or maybe we haven't done before to kind yeah. of better ourselves. So you draw one and we'll read it and we'll just talk about it and see if it's something we can actually apply. If a clown comes out of there, we're There's no, no longer friends. <laughs> no clowns. It's really not nothing scary. Dude, I still laugh about the uh, Supernatural episode. What's in the box? And nobody knows what Nobody knew what it was. <laughs> I'm actually going to have to go buy the DVD collections, man, and catch up for this last. That'd be good to just own them. 
And let's see. And so nobody, only one person has done this? Uh, no, we've had a few, but you okay. probably haven't listened to those yet. Probably. It's probably about five episodes What's in. My, God. Here we go, blue. Yep. Favorite color? Make a $100 donation to a cause. Oh, my gosh. Well, there you go. Not a problem. Not a problem. That's an easy sell. Nah. I mean, is that, so that's the challenge That's for me, the challenge. Make okay. So what's, I mean, okay, that's a good question. I mean, I, for me, immediately what I think of is Facebook. So like on Facebook, you know, it's very easy to go start a fundraiser now. Mm-hmm. You can just say, hey, I'm supporting breast cancer and start your own personal yeah. fundraiser. Or you can have a nonprofit and, and push that out. What I have noticed, and I do give to some, I give to the ones I can. Yeah. But what I have noticed is there's so many that sometimes I get that guilt factor. Does that ever hit you where you get a lot of that? And I go, man, I want to give, but I just, there's so many I've already I, given to. I don't have the funds to reach as many people as I'd like. Is that what you're talking about? Like, yeah, do you ever you, feel you, I feel like way? I want to give to, like, I want to give to everybody. Yeah, but you can't. No, and so can't. what do you do? Like, um, how do you discern that and I, navigate that? I pick a, a, a benefit or something that. I guess it's close to my heart or and something. Then just that, do it and, 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 and it just that. just the one actually. Yeah. Uh, but on occasion, see, because I donated to the suicide walk yeah. uh, for you. Yeah, um, you did. So thank you. Hey man, if I have money, yeah. Let's put it this way: if I have money, like when the little kids are, I know it's not actually a cause, but like when the little kids are selling cookies and stuff like that, I don't really eat a whole lot of sweets anymore. Is that the cookie kids? Um, just like Girl Scouts Girl or whatever. Scouts. I'm joking. Like, the cookie kids, I man. What are you talking about? Or whatever the little sports, you know, the cookie. But I usually give like whatever cash. Girl Scouts. Girl Scouts, a little baseball team. Boy teams, Scouts sell whatever, popcorn. Yeah. So yeah. sometimes I don't take the food. I just give money. You just give money. But, but like as far yeah. as like actual like calls, I mean, that's for me, a cause could be uh, a very open word. Right. I mean, are you talking about like something for like disease or poverty? Well, I mean, really like just that? anything. I mean, okay. I just wondered, okay. like I get, I see I, a lot of fundraisers for like someone's having a benefit or, or they have medical bills yeah. or, you know, whatever it may be I, to help those, help anybody in any yeah. particular cause, like a GoFundMe or something. I, I really try to shop local, man, even businesses that are local like yeah. even if they're corporations like uh hobby lobby and michaels you know i yeah, try to yeah. and they're like oh well you can get it so much cheaper online i'm like yeah but right you know, I, I but anyway it. you're trying so, to keep it in the so with uh with amazon you can pick a uh you can shop through amazon smile yeah that's right okay i do st jude's okay so that's i mean kids cancer i think you yeah. know um just that is uh truly just like to me one of the most heartbreaking things you yeah. know uh is uh, children that have like cancer, man. Yeah, that's yeah. just, I mean, that kills my heart, man. Not that adults having it isn't this sad, no, but you know, but like, You're man, just the beginning of your life, the beginning you of your life, chance, you know. Yeah. So, um, but that's kind of how I picked it, man. It's, uh, and I don't always like think too heavily into it. Mm-hmm. I kind of allow my heart to just give where it needs to yeah, give. Yeah, no, I understand. Man. I kind of so, do the same thing. Uh, there are some times when I struggle with it because, like, there are some local causes. I don't want to name them. Yeah. But there are some that I, I want to support. But I also am already supporting something else. And I just go, man, I just can't do both things even though I believe in it. Yeah. And that's that's a struggle for me. It's tough. Yeah. You know? Well, I would love to be able to, like, financially, man, I would yeah. love to be able to give buying most of my paycheck wasn't that something i can't be realistic i mean that's not realistic that gets back to that other question from the fishbowl money and love yeah i mean in a way if you have in a way money because that's what everything's built on can be loving in a way when you give it to people or give it to organizations yeah and that's it's just hard man i mean i like i'm sorry i got bills to pay man (laughs) it sucks you know but and and again my debts are mine but you know what the the more i work towards getting that stuff taken care of and down 
the more money I'll be able to give back, you know? Yeah. And here's the deal, man. It, giving doesn't always take money. You yeah. Know what right. I mean? If you right. can give your time, um, you yeah. know I mean? That's, I think time is just as valuable. if yeah. not more. I mean, I know people would rather have money to be able to buy things, but I mean, think about the time you spend with people, man. That's a, there's a lot of value in time, yeah. you know? And if you can give that time to somebody, you would hope that they'd be appreciative. And I know some people who are truly appreciative, man, you take, I've, I've had some people that called me to help them. Um, and they've been truly just etern- like etern- people wouldn't have thought, but eternally grateful, man. Like, I mean, yeah. I've only met them like one time and I helped them get out of a situation or something, you know? Yeah. And these people are like, just to this day, like, ah, thank you. Man, I mean, you never know. Some of those people <laughs> might've been who told me that you need to be on the show. It's possible. I don't know, man. You don't know what I heard. I don't man. know. What are you gonna tell me though? I might tell you. I might I might tell you one. I might not tell you all. No, I, you, you know what, man? It's probably best just not to know. You know, I mean when you really yeah, think no, about I it, man. That. You're bright. I, I appreciate you at least letting me know that people uh Asked for me, you know. I mean, I wouldn't. I was, yeah, I was yeah. Because you think it's just your buddy contacting. Yeah, you. I figure yeah, somebody yeah. was just like, yeah, hey, man, you know. It's like, oh, Orin ain't got no guests, man. He's calling me because he knows I'm. <laughs> nah, man. Doing but no, but man. no, it's a, uh, you know. But and that's that's the thing, man. Uh, it's nice to know that people were interested to hear what I mean, and hopefully they got something out of what I've had to say, even though it was like freaking all across the board and you know, hey I mean? You, I mean honestly most of these shows have been like that yeah. you know why it's real it's who we are yeah. we're all well, made up of a bo- bunch of parts and I, I feel mean, like stories I feel like too if you try to control the conversation too much I mean I you I, like I told you earlier you probably have to reel me in a few times because you know I I think you did a pretty good job of bringing things back. Hey, man, you revisited my, all those places. and My mind runs a million miles an hour, dude, and things are everywhere, man. It's like, I don't know what it looks like inside, man, but it's just... Pfft. Well, okay, so for people that that are, are, are listening to this, just like you did with booty yoga yeah. and other things like that, for people who are listening, what is the best way for them to engage with you, find you, like follow twelve twenty one? What's your yeah? Your, what would you say is the best thing? I, I man, I might not always be active, but I check my stuff every day. You check you know, it every day. Uh, every day, man. I mean, and I and I'm pretty sure my phone number, which is. If I don't know who you are, like, I'm most likely not going to answer, so you better leave a voicemail. But, like, for the most part, to get in touch with me, man, uh, I check my Instagram and my 1221 page uh, regularly, you know? So, like, the Instagram is actually Darren, D-A-R-R-E-N, underscore Paul, underscore Hanks. Um, And then the... 1221 studio which is sad i don't know the actual address but if you look up 12 spelled out 21 the number studio you'll you should be able to find me and in a personal facebook page if you actually want to i'm not like very active on there but i do check my notifications man um is the is darren paul hanks as well and uh, I usually don't use my middle name um, because that usually signifies I'm in trouble, <laughs> you know, but uh, no, but like, so with that, um, that's, I usually, that's, uh, I use that because there are other Darren Paul Hanks. It's just easier to find me by that. So, yeah. but that, that's pretty much it. Um, eventually when I get my head together, uh, I'd like to start my blog back up. Uh, oh yeah. I remember the blog. big blog of unfinished ideas, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which initially was actually supposed to be, uh, I joked with, uh, Heather Kelly, the painting instructor at Magnes. Yeah. And I was like, I never finish anything. So I was like, well, I'm going to do, I'm going to create this big coffee table book of all my art and all my like, like written notes and things like that. 
And when you get to the end of it, it's going to be like three empty pages. So it'll be unfinished. But unfinished so, book itself. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> have, you, have, you know, have, have customer or people come in and draw in it, you know? So, yeah, but anyway, I, that's my dreams. <laughs> I'll do just one more question. Can you even believe this? Wait, what? That's one it's question. Over? <laughs> nah, I got one more question. All right, man. It's on the back of that cup right there. Did anything good happen today? Actually, several good things happened today. Man. Oh, tell me. Truth. Um, so, like I said, it, it kind of carries over from last night, you know, I guess. Uh, so, I don't mean just today, but, you know, so, so I got to hang out with my buddy Jay, who hadn't hang out for forever, man. That's, dude, he, uh, you know, uh, we had no, no, no ill will or badness, but we just hadn't hung out in a while. We got to hang out last night at Chuck Fest, you yeah. know. So, it was good to reconnect with him. Uh, this uh, She wrote it last night, and I kind of talked about it already. But I woke up to that message my friend Jen left for me about yeah. how I've made a difference in her life and how much that meant to her. Right. Which, man, just to wake up to something like that, you know, like there's days when I wake up, man, even now in uh, what I feel like is a good headspace. There's yeah. days where I wake up man, and I struggle and I'm like, I just I don't want to be here, man. And not like want to take my life. No, out, you know, I just I just burn out, burn out, tired. I don't want to be we around get, people. I get there too, Darren. And I feel good and comfortable at church, but even there's times where I'm like, I don't even want to be here, man. Yeah, you know. And I feel like I feel like that's an insult. But anyway, here or there. So that that's being negative. So <laughs> the goodness was I got to hang out with my good friend uh, Saturday, kind of reconnect and hang out, have some beers. Uh, I woke up to that message from her about that I made a difference in her life. And then, uh, then today I got to visit with you, another yeah, good friend dude. who I haven't hung out with in forever, man. This is good, man. We got to laugh. I did get to laugh. I enjoyed this. You got a to lot. learn some stuff about me. You I didn't did. know, man. And now people are going to get cool with everything. Yeah, absolutely, man. As I long did. as it doesn't make me come off like uh, I don't know. No. I don't. I don't think I went. Come off like you, like yourself, man. Okay. I think you. Did, I think you. I, this is who I know you to yeah. be. Well, like I said, man, living my truth. And I love you just. Thanks for listening to my conversation with my friend, Darren Hanks. If you enjoyed our conversation and want to hear more like it, consider supporting Good News at patreon.com slash findthegoodnews. Share this episode on social media or leave it a kind review. Your support means everything to this growing signal. But most of all, I thank you for pressing play.